people that I was jamming. You know I mean, we're live. We are live. We are live. We are live. We are live. Let me turn this music down too, because I'm over here jamming. You know, I like having a good time. <laughs> it's Wednesday night. Hello. In the projects. Uh-huh. This is the Dancer Project. <laughs> we are on episode number Orlando and Lando. What episode are we on? 150. No, we're not. This has got to be like 152. It's milestone. We passed the milestone. We're on 152. All right, 152. Hello. Yeah, I'm pretty right. sure. <laughs> don't, 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 don't try to twist me up and make the numbers all messed up. By the way, we like doing shit live, so we say a lot of, you know, fuck shit, whatever the fuck we want. This is the Danger Project. This is the Projects. Welcome to the Projects, Channing Crowder. Appreciate this ain't the Sir. Projects, brother. <laughs> you call this area the Projects? This is what we're calling this This room right here is the Projects. Okay, of this big yeah, ass no, house. Yeah, no, we're not in the Projects. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And my wife got a Tesla outside. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't tell yeah. me that. <laughs> man, this is nice area. Man, I appreciate y'all having me on, bro. Hell yeah, yes, absolutely. Sir. Uh, you know, we got my guy. I'm, I'm Danza, by the way. In case you didn't get my name, that's the name. I'm Danza. Mm-hmm. You know? And we got my guy Cato in the building you know, over here. Bills, baby. Hello. How's life, man? Busy. Yeah. Moving. Moving fast. It's the, it's the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? We making everything right. Sewing it up quick so we can start the next cycle and do it big next year. I feel oh, like yeah. 2024 is going to be an interesting year. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta get them checks in for the for the thirty uh, first, ain't it? Yeah. yeah. People owe. People owe. So I need get on that. that. Get on that. Get on, get on that twenty twenty three tax cycle. Come on. Yeah. You know what it is now. Huh? You know. Yeah. We all businessmen. There you go. So. Gotta get that money. You know what I'm saying? But yes, absolutely. We got Channing Crowder in the building. Wow. How was your Thanksgiving? Let's take a shot. We can take. Man. A shot. Oh yeah. We appreciate y'all. It was good, bro. We uh went to New York. We stayed right there on, um, what's it called, Central Park with the kids and uh, went to the Macy's Day Parade, the Blue Man Group, and uh, the Ice Cream Museum and all the New York tourist yep, shit. Yep. It was cool, man, but New York is a stressful goddamn place. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Walk around New York, Times Square, it's stressful, man. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I can't live in no I'm a country. I'm a country motherfucker. Because, bro, you walking with a 12 and a 10-year-old walking down the street. Then you see a big-ass Elmo. A motherfucking gorilla, Spider-Man, goddamn Superwoman, a naked dude playing a guitar, yeah, you ain't talking and about a floats billion yet. people walking around. Bro, that shit's stressful to be with kids. I thought my right. daughter was going to get kidnapped every second I was there. Mm, <laughs> I right. said, yeah, man, oh, man I can't. I, I'm, I'm a country dude. My wife, she loves, she, she grew, uh, went to Howard and all, so she knows the city. I always lived in the country, so I love the country, <laughs> laid back. You can walk around nonchalant <laughs> looking at trees, man. That New York shit ain't for me. No, you're right, man. It's 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 Buffalo, like a, New York, born and raised. Just so you know, you hey, know. it's um, it's something in the air. It's like uh, I, I went to Vegas because Vegas is like this too. When you on the strip, it's something in the air. It's like chaotic. You know what I mean? Yeah. We stayed in one hotel right there on the strip, and then we we our flight got delayed because of a bomb cyclone. Never heard of that before, but <laughs> sounded like a terrorist threat. But anyways, we stayed at a place off the strip at the Hilton, just not even a mile, just a couple of feet off, peaceful as could be. Mm-hmm. Just that slight difference. It's like crossing the train tracks, just completely calm, completely different. But you're right. In, in New York and in big cities like that, especially with the parade going on and all that, it's a lot of hectic, chaotic, stressful energy. And then you got your little ones, too. So. Yeah, you ain't kidding at my damn kids. I'm coming to get you like, what's Liam Neeson? <laughs> Liam Neeson. Yeah, I, like, I have a special set of skills, bitch. You, I'm coming to get my baby. Hey, man. Come on. Hey, man, that's how it's got to be. But, again, see, you're, you're a South Florida native, correct? Yeah. 
Well, no, I'm from Atlanta, but I've been down here 20. Everybody think I'm from Florida, but. Well, yeah, you've been here for a long time. I, I, I meant like time. you're living here. Yeah, you know, I, I ain't leaving down here. So am I, but, again, I, I, I like literally letting it be known that I'm from Buffalo. <laughs> like, yeah, you a Bill? Yeah, oh, look, yeah. Look, Bill's yeah. Mafia to the yeah. day I die, you know oh, Okay, yeah, y'all some wild-ass fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, y'all, y'all different. Yeah. Y'all different. Yeah. I say Bills and the oh, Eagles fans are some nasty Nasty motherfuckers. Yeah, you know, every time Tom Brady came through, we threw dildos at him. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. No. It's, it's, bro, it's crazy. First time, it, swear to God, first, it's people talk about fan bases, but the first time I went to Buffalo in 05, and I'm just riding the bus, you know, you got your headphones on, you just about to, yeah. you literally about to go play football. Like, home. you don't take it as serious as these motherfuckers take it. <laughs> yeah. And a goddamn egg hit the window, bam, I looked, and I saw the yolk and shit growing out. I was like, these motherfuckers throwing eggs at us. Yeah. These people are crazy. <laughs> it's not even the Jets fans, the Giants fans aren't nasty like that. Like anybody, mm. but the Philadelphia, something, something wrong with the water in Philadelphia. Them yeah. people are crazy. Crunk, yeah. Philadelphia and Buffalo fans are probably the two worst. Can I played in pretty much every away stadium through my career? Buffalo and the Philly fans are the ones that really just are nasty. And you got to really think about what I said, right? They threw dildos at Tom Brady. You know what that crazy. really means, right? A bunch of guys went down to the store. And snuck these dildos in. Whoa. Think about that. I don't want to. <laughs> nasty that is. That's, uh, yeah, that's dedication. <laughs> if, you if smiling, you bro. That's nasty. Yeah, like, yeah. God, no, damn. That's what Buffalo does. They don't fuck around. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't know who snuck the dildo in, all right? And but then, I know that they put a lot of effort into this dildo <laughs> question. All right? Y'all dive through tables, light the bitch on fire. Like, it's, it's some wild yeah, stuff yeah, y'all yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. I don't do all that. But I do enjoy watching it. You know what I mean? Like, But I definitely don't do it. I'm not going to be. Y'all got a little squad, though. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so what, do you, what do you think about that, though? Like, you know, it's, it's, it's tough um, for us right now. Not going to lie. Analysis of it, like Josh Allen's a monster. Y'all had to change OCs when y'all went from uh, who was it? Um, Ken Dorsey to Dorsey Brady. to Brady. Yeah. So I love what Brady's doing with Josh Allen because he's he's letting he's making him not make mistakes. So I was even mm-hmm. saying I was watching the game last week against the Eagles, and he didn't throw a pass over fifteen yards for damn near two quarters. He's just letting them dink and dunk, run the ball. Like he encouraged him to run the ball and. That's the thing where I always bring up Brett Favre when I talk about Josh Allen. Like, Brett Favre would throw 35 mm-hmm. touchdowns, but the bitch had 21 interceptions yeah. because he's going to just let the bitch go. Like, go make it happen. And Josh Allen got a lot of that. I'm not saying that motherfucker's Brett Favre. I'm just saying there's an approach to the game. So, Joe Brady is trying to kind of muzzle Josh Allen, yeah. slow him down mm-hmm. and say, hey, take this, take that. All the long throws were outside. Don't throw deep across the middle. There's too many goddamn people in there. So what Joe Brady's doing, I want to see how through through this second half of the season if that can really help out Josh Allen. But Josh Allen is a big ass, talented, fast, strong human being. Yeah. He's he is he he physically has everything he needs. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. But you can't just give him, you know, carte blanche on the field because he's gonna make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, uh, you know, my analysis of everything that went on with the Buffalo Bills is, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're in the league. You're, you were in the league. You know what I'm saying? You understand it. You're around it. We had uh, Super Bowl aspirations. You know, week three, I believe. Week three or four, we lose Trey White again. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we play Miami. We lose Matt Milano and Daquan Jones. 
That's tough. I feel like the entire team was played deflated for a few weeks. Like, here we go again. Injuries. Right. And I felt like, you know, I, I don't want to blame Ken Dorsey. I blame the entire team for kind of just walking out there thinking, like, here we go again. You know, because the injuries deflated team. Yeah. Do you yeah. think losing Milano and Trey White? Because that's those are big pieces. Those are all pro pieces right there. Oh no, it's it's to your point. It's like uh, Cincinnati right now. Joe Joe Burrow's done. They yeah. don't have a chance mm-hmm. to do anything. Like it's it's literally it, it's all sports in NBA right now. Let's say uh, Giannis goes down, or when, like the Bucks ain't gonna be shit. Like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's individuals that make teams. Of course. So when you lose Milano, who's one of my favorite linebackers in the league, right? He could ball. I say Fred Warner, C.J. Mosley, Milano. He's right there in that top five. And guys like that, it it does hurt your team. But that's when the good teams have to figure it out. Like even uh, Dallas. So what's the boy's name? Diggs. When Diggs went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then they brought in Bland. And Bland just broke the NFL record in pick sixes. Mm, like, okay. if, if you think that you're going to do it, the Dolphins just did it because Jalen Phillips went down. They brought in JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul, to yeah. try to pick up that slack. And that's what you have to do. If you really think you can win, you have to replace those guys or have uh, contingency plans on those guys. Mm. But that defense could be as good as the front four. With, oh boy, I love it. Uh, Russo from UM, Ed Oliver. Like y'all's front, the, the front four, boy, they can get after the ball. That's why they whooped the Dolphins. I can't yeah. wait to see this Week 18 game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because the Dolphins supposed to be leading, you know, one of the AFC's best, and yeah. they about to go against Ed Oliver and all them boys up Yeesh. front again. But when you know the NFL, somebody's gonna get damn hurt. Everybody gets hurt because there's a bunch of big motherfuckers out there running real fast <laughs> and tearing ligaments and tearing Achilles and all it's that bullshit. Happen. You have to have contingency plans on them, and that's what uh, what is it, McDermott? McDermott has to figure that thing out if you really think. The Eagles are going to have some injuries coming up soon. Yeah. The 49ers, they had injuries. Debo was out for a while. Like, good teams are going to have injuries. You have to be able to work through those injuries, and that's what the Bills are figuring out. But I'm worried about the Bills and the AFC because if they can get it clicking, and what I've seen out of Josh Allen, bro, yeah. it can be something. I like right? that. Let me get some. You know what I mean? Let me that's get some. Yeah, I like that. Like that, you know, I'm I'm worried. Anytime I talk to anybody that's done the Miami Dolphins uniform, being in Buffalo so long, I'm like, I hate him. Oh, man, I, I played. I, fucking I might have thrown the egg. I played JP Lossman and motherfuckers like that. Oh yeah, yeah we yeah, was whooping yeah, y'all's yeah, ass yeah, back yeah, in the day. Yeah, yeah we yeah. wasn't good, but y'all motherfucker wasn't good yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, we was all bad. <laughs> Bitch had games. I felt seven. like JP Lossman used to just drop back and say, "Look how high I could throw it." <laughs> Let it go. Yeah. And that's then. It. There yeah. was an individual out of Oakland, California, when y'all got Marshawn Lynch. Oh, yeah. That made my goddamn life hell. Y'all was still sorry as fuck, but I had to hit that big bitch every yep. goddamn yeah. twice yep. a year. Sean, and Sean was a monster. Monster. Uh-huh. Beast mode. Man, Sean was a monster. I'll tell you what. I got... I got big balls. Huh? Right? I was in, uh, I was in uh, a club in Buffalo. And my girl said some shit at the time. Um, the girl I was dating, you know, that he made an advance or slapped her ass or some oh, shit. shit. I don't look. I don't care how big I am. I'm a let, shit let talker. This, I'm a fighter. I love it. It's not me. So I'm I'm in the club, another club, because Buffalo's like that. You bounce from club to club to club. Uh. You don't stay at one. I'm taking a piss. I see him, bitch. <laughs> now I'm talking no. shit. Yeah. And his people walked it, it, around it, it, me. I seen how big he was. I don't give a fuck. I'm ready to take my ass whooping. His people around him, 
And they just looked at me. And they're like, Ooh, they're just it. like laughing. Like, this, <laughs> what's wrong with you? I was like, I don't give a fuck. Buffalo's and I'm just different. talking shit. He's, he's like, the, one of the dudes he was with was just like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Why you doing this? Yeah, yeah like, yeah. you don't want to do this. I was like, I don't want to do this. And you don't want to do this. Oh, man. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they left me, they left me alone. You know, at, at the end of it, you still get that sigh of relief. Like, damn, I was just about to get my ass whooped in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? like, man. It was really about to happen, but he really is a big-ass dude. You yeah. know what I mean? One-on-one, on one, I would have got my ass whooped. There, yeah. was, there was, like, a good five of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you don't want to, I tell you, but it's some, it's some, it's some big... Soft motherfuckers that play in the game. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, that's Sean, my dude. There, you, he you, you know, don't mess with Sean now. Sean, <laughs> I done seen Sean with some ass before. So, yeah, but it's, that's a big you know boy what? right there. It's funny because people, a lot of dudes, like I've done it before, where dudes of, oh, you can come out here and party, but you can't win a goddamn game. And they talk uh, all that shit. Yeah. And my whole line to people was like, and I just look at them very calmly, and I say, yeah, we ain't win that game, but I know who's gonna win this fight. <laughs> and then come like calmly calm yeah calmly saying it kind of you know or my other thing would be somebody starts talking shit and I would reach down and like just tie, I would stare him in the eye and start tying my shoes and it has to put it puts something in the back oh, of your shit, mind this like clock this dude is Wait. calmly tying his shoes yeah. and I just called him a bitch <laughs> he must know something uh-huh. man I done, and I done been in that he said google me like I'd have been in fights forever <laughs> but you know I've been in hundreds of fights yeah but that's when I started getting older and smarter where those are my two ways of getting out of fights. But I was just looking at a person calmly and be like, I know who's going to win this fight. And mm. just say it very, yeah. very nonchalant. Yeah. And a lot of people, to be honest, I heard something one time. They said 70-something percent of people cannot punch somebody in the face as hard as they can. They're naturally mm. going to pull back. Like wow. human yeah. nature, like in yeah. your heart. You're, you can't just you lay into in. somebody's face. And me being the portion that can, <laughs> I was like, you know I what? I really will do this. I need to start talking to the 77%, 75%, whatever it was, because of the fact that you really don't want this. And I ain't going to call you out, but you're just upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you don't want to fight Marshawn fucking no Lynch, bro. Like, you no know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to do it. So that's how yeah. I start. And that's how I kind of stayed out of jail in the league where I figured that out. Where people really don't want to fight. It's uh, it's ego. Yeah. They, they, they want to stand up. They ain't gonna touch my girls. They, ass, they, like yeah, they want to stand up. They want to feel yeah. like a man. They want to have that. You know what I'm saying? But they really don't want this fade because yeah, yeah I done started fighting people before a number of times, and you start whooping the ass, and they're really not ready for that ass whooping. Uh-huh. Yeah. They start getting hit, and I'm like, bitch, you ain't gonna throw nothing back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm just throw, I'm throwing. I'm the only one throwing in this motherfucker. I will say this though, I am, I do got that animal instinct in me, and I'm definitely not a bitch. In that moment, <laughs> in that moment, I ain't give Jesus. a fuck. I ain't care how big he was. It's just my that the ego. It is, it is the ego. It was principle. And but I don't, I don't mind getting an ass whipping if I got to take an ass whipping. That's just let me get think, one lick in. I think they just saw to that. Know, in I don't you. fuck with it. I think they saw that in you. And and they they fuck like, with me. They're like this little motherfucker not, right let's, here. This day, yeah. let's just. Let's you just, don't want to do yeah, this. Just, you don't want to do let, this. Go, Go go get a drink, boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I was younger. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. I'm a dickhead, but no, I'm, that's, that's how it is. I'm, I'm the same way. I'll, I'll talk people out of it. I'll be like, "Come on, bro. We all just trying to have a good time. You don't want to do this. You don't. You don't want to. Come on, bro. You, you trying to have a good night? Let's have a good night, bro. Because yeah. yes. I will hurt you. You know what I'm saying? And just like you said, very calmly, like mm-hmm. you don't want to do this, brother. And little little do you know, it, it, 
hey, I'm literally, I'm trained. So I will hurt you professionally, calmly, very efficiently. Yeah. You don't want to do this, my friend. And as, long, as long as I, t- and the problem is too, I talk shit when I fight. So halfway, I fucking told you. It's a problem. I don't know if that's a South thing, but I talk shit when I fight. Yeah. I don't know if it's a South thing or my, my police record, but when I fight, I try to whoop ass real quick and I try to run. Get out. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. My whole thing. Every time, um, every arrest I had, I had evading attached to it because I'm going to run. Yeah. Yeah. I got a few of those. Y'all seen, uh, what's that movie when the, uh, the motherfucker go to space? Um, don't want to close my eyes. Oh, 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 oh Apollo? Oh, oh. Uh, uh, no, 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 Armageddon. 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 Yeah. There we go. And they went to get Michael but Clark. I miss you, baby. Yeah, they went to get Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, yeah. And on that motorcycle, he said, "Y'all got to catch Big Papa Bear." Yeah. Uh-huh. That was my whole thing when I when I used to get locked up. <laughs> you gotta y'all got to catch me. Yeah. I was running every single time. Well, see, in the day, I learned quick. You got two chances. If you fight in the club, security gonna kick you out first. But that ain't the police. Then once you outside, then you got to worry about the police. So I know I got one layer of defense. So why are we here? What's up? But the problem is, you you a tall guy, six, mm-hmm. six something. A lot of times, I don't look for the fight, okay? Now, I'm minding my business. Now, if the fight comes my way, now I'm looking at it like, out of everybody in this room, you chose me. Well, I might why? have to give you what you want, brother. And that's where it goes to, listen, you don't want to do this. You came here to have fun. You don't want to do this. And they like... Maybe I don't, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ego start to pop up. I try to talk people that, out of it. That's the craziest psychological thing you can do. That liquor get them going. Yeah. Well, liquor done got so many ass whoopings. Boy, liquor done created so many ass whoopings in this world. Yeah, liquor's an ass whooping sponsor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Broken orbital bones sponsored yeah. by motherfucking tequila. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, hell yeah. That's how I know you know, time I got ass. jumped for this shit, like I got jumped a lot. A lot. Cause I, I, I just, tell, I, I just don't story. care. You know what I mean? You see a bunch of people over there, they're like, say it again. <laughs> Fuck your mother. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, let's go, let's get it. It, it don't matter to me. This ain't nothing about but I, but, but I, but I know you had a, a, a fight that's out there that was in the public, the bar fight that you had. What's up? What's up with that? Yeah. What's that in college? He said, which one? Yeah, I, I got, I, I got locked up. I locked yeah, up. Yeah. No, real talk. I got locked up. I got in trouble a bunch of times for fighting high school, college, um, in the league. I never got, <laughs> never got caught. Oh no, you just kind of giggled, man. <laughs> I never got caught. We had some good fights in the, in the league, but we never got caught. But yeah, no, that's one of the times I got locked up. Was a uh, yeah, it was a. It's literally like, bro, it's just a bar fight. Yeah, but you just said it. I was in Gainesville. I'm 6'3", 250 Uh-oh. pounds. I was, the, I, I'll be honest. I was the yeah, shirt. this is the one. I was the shirt off dude in the club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't even wear nice clothes to the club because I know I'm leaving. And that's when Air Force <laughs> Ones were big, Nelly, and I'm from Atlanta. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we're going to have uh-huh. them ones. Ones and shorts mm-hmm. and the big black and white tees. That's it. And as soon as I walk in the club and get any darkness, I'm about to get, I'm about to take the shirt off. <laughs> Shit, I had abs. Like, I work out hard. <laughs> to, to be able. So, <laughs> I'm about to take the shirt off. So, I was shirt off in the club, guy. And uh, <laughs> Pastor Troy. Y'all remember Pastor Troy? Yeah. Ain't no more playing GA. Come so, on. I know Troy from Atlanta. And um, That's so he a legend came, right there. He came to Gainesville and actually... We about to we about to cross up all kind of goddamn conversations, but Fred T, so Freddie T, Fred Taylor was in yep. Jacksonville. So a lot of people don't know this. Fred Taylor used to come back to Gainesville, which is like hour and, hour and a half, two hour drive. Mm-hmm. Fred T used to come back to Gainesville for like big weekends when people were performing, 
and Freddie T would buy the whole VIP out for the football team. Mm, He'd buy 10 bottles, 12 <laughs> bottles, whatever it is. And, shit. You know, in Gainesville, a bottle ain't but $80. So, you know. Yeah, now nah, you yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah you yeah. showing out with, with yeah. four, five hundred, six hundred dollars So, Freddie mm-hmm. would come buy bottles, buy the whole VIP, and then Freddie would hit it. And then whoever was kind of like the 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 party liaison of the team would kind of take over the section. And that's when me and Fred got cool because I was the party liaison. Yeah. So the Fred, off, the shirt off guy, shirt off guy, yep, yep, yep. half naked, walking <laughs> through the club. So Freddie was there that weekend. So Fred got the big section. And whenever there was a big concert or big event in Gainesville, a lot of dudes came up from Ocala. A lot of dudes mm. came up from. Uh, Jacksonville, like all the little cities around yeah. the area that come to Gainesville. Because Central Florida is like a whole different state, basically. I, I, I went to UF, so I know exactly what you're talking about. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? All, yeah. them, all the motherfuckers would pour yeah. in from them little bitty-ass, yeah. raggedy-ass cities. And <laughs> to they, go to the one little black club. The one little black <laughs> club. It was called the Palace, okay. Florida <laughs> Theater yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, that was yeah. Troy. So Troy was there. Anyway, long story short, so they there. The, the uh, owner, Lou, his name was Lou P. Lou Perez. I think he locked up now. He was like, hey, Crowder, because at that time I was all American, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was people knew me in Let's Florida. Yeah. yeah. So at that time, he was like, hey, you had to you have to turn the lights on at, at 1 30. You gotta, you know, be out by out. two, you know what I'm saying, for the fire department and all that. So he was like, hey, Crowder, come tell tell everybody to leave. Cause I'm up there with Troy. I know Troy, his little brother played football in Atlanta. Yeah, you in there. So I knew everybody in the club. I knew the owner. I knew everybody. So he's like, hey, tell him to leave. So I get on the mic and I tell him, I was like, hey, man, y'all ain't got to go home, but y'all got to leave here. Get the hell up out of here. And I've been drinking hot Hennessy. That's all I remember. <laughs> Troy had a bunch of bottles of Hennessy in the back, and we had Hennessy in the section. Hennessy and, always get the fight started. But it was no ice or chasers. or It, it was just mm-hmm. hot bottles of Hennessy, no. and I'm just drinking this hot Hennessy. And Hennessy, that, that Hennessy make you fight. Let alone and, hot Hennessy. That's yeah. the important detail, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. The hot part. Just hot. It's two different drinks. <laughs> Just hot. Henny and Cran on the rocks or however you drink your Henny versus hot Henny. And, yeah. and we was drinking hot. And the dude, and so I did the whole, hey, y'all got to go home. You got to leave here. Duh, duh, duh. And then the Hennessy took over. And I said, anybody want to see me, I'll be in the parking lot across the street. <laughs> well, hold on. Like me and Greed or like no. fight, fight me. <laughs> fight me. Like I, I like I don't know. I don't the Hennessy took over. You might have had two different yeah. lines. But bro, it was it was just it was like, hey, y'all ain't gotta leave, gotta leave here. And like when I get on stage, motherfuckers start cheering. They're like, oh yeah, they know who I am. Oh, crowd I'm like, yeah, yeah, y'all gotta get out of here, man. You know, you gotta be out here by two, man. Lights on. Bro, y'all hit it, man. Y'all have a good time. You ain't gotta go home. You gotta leave here. And I should have walked away at that moment. But that Hennessy said, you got to try a motherfucker. Talk yeah. shit. That's what the Hennessy whispered to me. Yeah. And I said, if anybody want to see me, I'll be in the parking lot across the street. Then my big, dumb, light-skinned, pretty ass. I'm pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see my adjectives. I'm going to be yeah. honest. I walk straight down the middle of the club, straight out the door. Yeah. Who here? What's up? And I'm thinking like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm big time. Man, we get across that street. Them motherfuckers wanted to see me. <laughs> oh, no. Dudes from a, a bunch of country. Though. It was yeah. dudes from, I found out later on after their arrest and all the stuff that happened. It was dudes from Ocala that came up, and they was like, oh, this dude think he hard. But shit, we, we about to see if you hard. Yeah. <laughs> and they found out we was hard. Like, <laughs> we, we commenced to whooping their fucking ass. They commenced. Yeah. <laughs> commenced. That's, yeah. that's a smart man uh-huh. word. 
So yeah, so we fought, and they uh, I'm, it's crazy. I got I got I'm telling this um story. I got a comedy show coming up. Oh, fine. At the, at the Miami, Miami Improv. Improv. You know, yeah. that's my family over there. It is. Okay. I, I worked there for like ten years. Really? So I'm gonna have all the man. I'm, I'm gonna come see you. Okay, man. You. Appreciate. You. So I'm I'm about to tell the story in more detail when I do that, okay. but. We went out there and whoops, whoops some ass. Like, yes, sir. Yeah, I, yeah, I tell everybody, I'm, I'm, I don't know the number, but I'm 75 and three. I know the three. <laughs> the other motherfuckers know the 75 because yeah, right. they, they're still, you know, eating soup and shit out the side of their mouth. They, you know, they, they still with the little, with the little, uh, with the little Forrest Whitaker eye. Yeah. <laughs> but some shit don't heal back right. Okay. But yet, but anyway, we whooped some ass. They brought horses in, and they had to run my big black ass down on a horse. That's some Gainesville shit. The Gainesville, they run you down on horses. Orlando, do you like that, too? They run you down on horses. They bring you back to civil rights. Like, (laughs) we're going to show you what's what. Yeah, they did the, uh, what was that, Samuel Jackson said. (laughs) (laughs) Who's that up there on that damn (laughs) nag? They ran my black ass down on a horse and then locked my ass up. Latchville County Jail. And the craziest thing, the next day, the all the preseason all SEC team came out. So I'm sitting in the cell. This is like two, eight, two, three in the morning. Now by the time you get processed, it's three, four in the morning. I'm sitting in Latchville County Jail. I doze off. It's a motherfucker in the middle of the room shitting because the toilet's in the middle of the room, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting there looking at a crackhead take take a shit. I'm sitting in the bed. I'm like, I do not. We just had Michael Vick on the show. So uh, Vick was talking like, when you in jail, like you look in the mirror and be like, this shit ain't for me. When you be here, I'm bro. not supposed to be watching a crackhead take a shit in the middle of the room. Yeah. He's sitting there looking me in the eyes. Bitch, look somewhere else. Don't look at me while you shitting. Why, why you pick me to look at? So, <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and it's like when I'm it clicked. Pick the biggest motherfucker in the room. <laughs> and going yeah, yeah. shit staring yeah. at it. Yeah. What? It's a wild look, move. Look away, yeah. crackhead man. <laughs> but, but I'm sitting there, man. I'm watching the crackhead shit in the middle of the room. And the next morning, the all Ameri- the, the preseason All-SEC team comes out. And everybody, games was not that big. So everybody knows yeah, I'm locked know, up. They know, yeah. And all the, all the prison guards are bringing the news, the front page of the newspaper, because I'm the front page of the newspaper, sliding under the door and having me sign it. Mm-hmm. Hey, sign this for my daughter. So I'm listening through a jail cell, sign this to Olivia. To Olivia, be great. Channing Crowder. And I'm in jail. What are you saying? is that, man? And that's like when I was like, man, this shit ain't for me. Man. I ain't yeah. no dude that's made for jail. I this is, this, The life is bigger than this. So, yeah. But, yeah, they've been like, they locked my ass up. Uh, Got charged three times. They locked me up twice in Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got locked up in Gainesville a couple times. Yeah, that ain't yeah, no fun, man. Because you be living like you live down here, and you realize that a lot of shit that's normal to us down here is frowned upon in mm. other places. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the open containers, the weed smoke. This, I'm like, this regular shit. They're like, not here. Yeah, mm, not here. Yeah, they yeah. rope your ass off again. Yeah, they came and got me the next day one time. Yeah, oh. six in the morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I looked, they, they got me. They came to my dorm room door, knocked on the door, two police officers out there. And oh, I looked man. down the hallway because I was like, shit, I'm 250, three, six, three, 250. And I'm like, shit, I'm going to break through this first little wall of people. <laughs> this little line. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look down the hall. 
It's three, four of them down the hall. I said, yeah, yeah they're going to get me down there. And then right behind them is the dude that was shitting. <laughs> <laughs> Come on home. Yeah. Come on home, boy. <laughs> Y'all brought the crackhead with you. Yeah. Come on, nigga. My stomach hurts still. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, that's, yeah. A, that's a memorable shit. Yeah. You know, you I'm, still remember. That dude's popular today. He was like, let me sign some papers, God damn it. Same. You know what I mean? Like, shit, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to. Shout out Olivia. Motherfucker been signing shit. Motherfucker been signing <laughs> toilets. Yeah. It's funny that you said like if I if I if I try to, if I fight, I'm out of there. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm banging and I'm out of there. I'm out. Come come catch me. One time, we all went. I'll let the club downtown Fort Lauderdale. Not too far. I'm with my friend. He's a marine. He's a marine. Ex marine. Just got out. We in there. We go to this club so often. We know security. A dude keep bugging me for some drugs. Hey man, you know where I can get some some. Uh, no, nah, bro, I don't got no, no, nothing, none of that. I'm not, why me, okay? Why me? Leave, he dancing, come back. Hey, man, any luck with that? I said, bro, I don't, I'm not, <laughs> I ain't the I'm not actively <laughs> looking for you. Like, you know, so the shit progressed. We all, it, it turns into a fight. Like, listen, man, you got to go somewhere. And he's like, what's the problem? What's the problem? I'm like, bro, you trying to get high? We ain't on that time. Go somewhere. Good. Now he got his friends. Now they mad at us. It's, it's artificial beef. We get into a fight. We know security. Security said, y'all go out the back, they go out the front. But what happens when you get into a fight in the club? Y'all get kicked out at the same time. Mm. So a lot of times you end up fighting outside the club too. That's Bingo. how I know that rule I was telling you about earlier. So we see them in the parking lot. They see us in the parking lot. Everybody running up on everybody. People coming out the woodworks. More friends than we even knew we had. Coming, yee, yee. Everybody getting blindsided. Broken nose. Orbital. <laughs> go on. <laughs> That's how I know you're a bad man because you know. But <laughs> so hey, that orbital get a lot of motherfuckers. Bad. Up, What's that man? motherfucker turn like this and you, you get the Whitaker? That, that's how I get know that you said. Get that Forrest Whitaker. So that motherfucker yeah, panic. So. That panic room, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you swing? No, nah, this is just how I look. But so everybody's swinging now. Time to flee. We trying to go home tonight. I'm not staying in the drunk tank. You can't get me. We flee. We see police in the parking lot. We did park in that parking lot. He talking to police. Somebody ran up and broke my nose. I want to press charges. They said, who you going to press charges on? They yoked one dude up. We got to leave. So now it's a problem. We come back to the car. We're not going to let one homie go down. We're going to figure it out, especially the innocent homie. I pulled the biggest stunt ever, and it worked. And statute of limitations does apply. So <laughs> the police come, and they say, Okay, he, he, this man is injured. This is the man who did it. He identifies the man who he thinks did it. And I come up and I'm like, they're like, what's, what's your involvement in all of this? I said, these are all my friends. What happened here? All of a with sudden. That, with that voice? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Officer, what is going on here? Why is he in cuffs? I need to know. And so, no, but Pete, because my dog will call me when, when he hears this. So, he left. He go put on a hoodie and come back like, just like me. What what happened here? And he the main one. <laughs> Leaning. So <laughs> I start making a seat. I say, he say, um, oh, he, that's the guy who did it. I go, no, that's not fair. He wasn't here. Clearly, he would have recognized, you know, the way it happened, he didn't, he didn't, was, wasn't able to clearly identify that it was him. He said, it looks like him. There was a lot of people. I don't exactly know what happened. So and blacks look alike. I stood up and I tell the cop, and I tell the cop, I say, uh, sir, lying. sir, he is a Marine. He would never. 
of all the people you could accuse here, you're going to accuse a Marine, a hero? And sure enough, they're like, no, 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 that's not what we meant. No, 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 no. I'm like, you get away with it. Leave. 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 So just off that, I I turned into, what's going on here? He's a hero. Everybody went home that night. No no charges. (laughs) I will say, genius. To this day, they roast me for that. That light skin help you. A hundred percent. You gotta yeah, switch yeah, you it gotta up. You can't be like, fuck that, what's happening? What the fuck? Who the mm-hmm. uh, nah, y'all can't da, 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 da. you can't always do that. Yeah. You can't always do that. And it's just kind of go into like a little more serious note. That shit be happening. A lot of times you get pulled over, and maybe you're not guilty yet, but you criminalize yourself off of what the fuck is why you gotta pull me up? No, I ain't getting out. No, I ain't got my license. And you kind of amp it up, turn it up, and turn it into something that it's not where if you would just play the cool. Home. Everything's good. We just trying to go home. Hundred, bro. And I know, I know, I played ball and people knew my name, but bro, I done got out of so many arrests just being nice, being cool, just being cool. Hey, what's going on, bro? Hey, listen, my my kids laugh to this day. Let the police drive behind me. I throw all my windows down. Turn the music. Come on. Turn the music down. Roll my windows down. And wave at the motherfucker. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Good officer. Yeah. Nothing to be afraid. Hey. Hey. No, no threat. <laughs> what, I'm what no threat with my big ass. I'm no threat. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Because you're a professional. That tough shit. I don't do the professional shit. Because, yeah, that no, tough shit. Like, that tough shit. That tough shit gets you. That, bro, that tough shit gets you locked up, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. G, yeah, G, no. G. Especially if you are were allegedly wrong or in the wrong. And now you just causing more attention to yourself. Why would you do that? Why not play the Hey, what's going on? Sure, nothing to see here. I feel How like we I didn't even you? start the fucking show yet. <laughs> what y'all got? You know what I mean? What, what I got? got? I'm I start, talk all goddamn day now. I'm going to wait up your time. Yeah, I'm a, nah, nah. We, this is what we do, goddamn it. Okay. But let's take a shot real quick. Oh, man. Salute. Yes, yeah, sir. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, thank you, man. December 2nd. Happy birthday. Thank you. You know what I mean? A little bit early, oh, yeah. a couple days early, but I figured we'd take a shot for that. The big 4-0. Yeah, man. Oh, oh man. Oh, I'm 38, so I feel it. That shit, I, yeah, I'm 38. I feel like I'm ankles. 68. It's bad. With all the injuries, but I mean, you're probably in a lot better shape. You, well, actually, I don't know because you did the whole football thing. So how you feeling these days, bro? I'm good. I feel good. Like I can, I tell people I can't play no motherfucking full court basketball game <laughs> or nothing like that. But I can live. I can, whoop, you know, I still got some ass whoopings left in me. I can whoop. Some yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did have. I had 17 knee surgeries. Ooh, I had man. both my thumbs uh, repaired or you know reconstructed. Um, double, double. I got two screws in both my feet. What's that shit called? Liz Franks. So I like football fucks you up. Yeah, but I can still function. Like you know, some of the you see the old motherfucker walk around. You know, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say get upstairs, and I'm good. Sometimes you could tell, especially you know, we've had a couple of basketball players up here too, and sometimes a lot of those guys are tall guys, and those injuries, especially on top people, tall people in general, like they kind of back, they kind of get out the chair like that. You know, you kind of see it in them, but. You're looking good. Yeah, man. man. You know I think I mean? it's probably close to 30. I probably had 30 surgery, double hernia. I got, you know, cuts where they had to repair the hernia, mesh my car, my, 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 whatever, the abdomen muscles yeah. and all the yeah, bullshit the hernia. So, yeah, man, I had a bunch of surgeries, but, man, I'm good. I still, I still got a, you know, hell of a stroke and all, as my wife could attest to. So, yeah, yeah that's all I need to do yeah. physically. Amen. It really is all you need to do. Listen, there's some people with back issues, and you know you get them screws in your back, and you just can't move the same. Okay? Can't go. So, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. You know what? Ha- what happened was I started when I started tearing up some ass. It was on a waterbed. 
Pause. Y'all pause, remember Waterbeds? I, I do. Pause, pause. I ain't want to yeah. say. I ain't want to say. <laughs> Started having sexual relations with women. Okay. There y'all go. Because, yeah, 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 it sounds yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, I'm tearing try- up some ass. I'm like, God I'm, damn, I'm, chill out. I'm, yeah, I'm trying, I, mean? I was trying to pull back the nasty, the nasty the nasty words. Yeah. So. Mm. <laughs> but I started in, in, like, what's that, middle school? I had a waterbed. <laughs> And it's hard to fuck on the waterbed. Hell yeah. Because you got to roll with the waves. Yeah. So if you ain't got enough dick, you can't really fuck on the waterbed. So right. if you, if you, yeah, you got to figure it out. All the you need. So you so got to kind of. I think that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's why God always has me because he knew that, okay, you're going to have a bunch of knee injuries and foot injuries. And you were going to be ailed through football. So I'm going to have you start having sex on a waterbed. <laughs> so, so you can that swim you, upstream. So that you know the leverage <laughs> angles. Of what to have, and I swear to goodness, like it was so hard to have sex on the waterbed. And I'm like, okay, why would you do this to me? Why my mom give me a leftover waterbed that my they had a waterbed, they got a nicer waterbed, water the old waterbed ended up in my room, and then I ended up fucking on that waterbed. But now, through life and through these three kids, I found out that this waterbed. Was a blessing Train in disguise. The <laughs> so you got yeah. a waterbed right now. There we go. No pause for that. I mean, you're right. You got a waterbed yeah, right now. Just a lot of people. No know. man, we got yeah. one of the motherfucking Sealy Poster people. What's that bag? The black. You ever seen the black mattresses with the blue little stuff on it? Uh-huh. Those hey. little double pillow top. Yeah. Uh, foam. Yeah. No, I ain't sleep good. Boy, man, that shit about ten racks. Sleep but, good. Boy, you sleep good, but. You can get after it on them beds. There you go. You can get after on the water on bed. beds. You don't know half of America is like, I know exactly what he's talking about. That half of America ain't 100%. got those goddamn beds. Quit lying. Had. Had. Oh, okay. Oh, the okay. Water, bed. water beds was big back. What happened to water beds? Ah, people poke too, too many holes in them. Too messy. Oh, Te- technology. You know I mean? technology. My sister problem. was one of them people. I don't know what you like. You you ever real like you ever look back at your childhood and you think of some shit that was normal in your childhood, but it was really kind of crazy. Drinking my sister used to catch ass whoopings like a motherfucker. My older sister, because uh, she kept poking holes in my mom's waterbed. Oh no! <laughs> but, but what you got it? Yeah, it's you like what, what was she thinking though? Like not not I'm concerned now because it's yeah I don't know how she did it. Now, I, I'm gonna call her right after the show now because I'm gonna ask her like why why did you do this? Mm. You know what I mean like. Curiosity. Mom had a reason to whoop that ass. What's in there? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, because the ass whippers used to be different back then in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It was different than they are in the... They hit you with the, um, the, with belt, the iron cord. The chancleta, the mm-hmm. iron cord. The, I didn't want to say the iron cord because I didn't want to do my mom like that, but my mom used the iron cord. <laughs> why we used to why have to is need- the fucking iron cord so long? <laughs> if you look at a lamp cord, Reach. it's yeah. decent. It's three, two, three, four feet. <laughs> iron cord be 12 feet. And where the fuck is you ironing from? The garage? <laughs> they were made for Shaq earlier. Yeah, made yeah, for I mean, some ass yeah, whooping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we got hit by the ironing cord. That's dead. I'm scared of irons to this day. We got steamers at my house. <laughs> I see an iron bitch high and I start shaking. To this day, yeah. I ain't rocking with the irons. Now, my mom was, you know, she's old school Puerto Rican. After Neil on rice, hot peppers on your mouth. Oh, man. With hot peppers. Yeah, with hot peppers. Psychological. And getting That's... hit with the belt. Oh. Yeah, so... Yo, you ever, you ever, you, you ain't never hear that? No kneeling on rice? I see why you want to fight Marshawn Lynch. You, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. talk, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he just say his punishment was? Kneeling on rice. That's a and, and, and right out the, right out the bag. That's Hard. what, that's what Haitians do. Not what is, <laughs> I'm going to call my mom live. Dry no, rice no, on no, the no, ground. No. <laughs> yeah. You put your knees on there and kneel on it. Yeah. Put hot peppers in your mouth. Yeah. And then whoop your ass. Yeah. Bitch, you put me in Rikers. <laughs> 
You put me in prison. What? She, that I mean, was she, punishment? Yeah, that was punishment. In mom's defense, I'm what hearing you what do? you're telling me, though. You said she was putting holes in the waterbed. Like, you come home and you got oh, no, water. No, nah, nah, me and her, were, me you and my sister how? were in competition with that. We used to always have to sit. You know what it you was? You know what happened? Eventually, we ain't give a fuck. <laughs> we were sitting there. Tough. <laughs> After rice torch, I'll get the rice I'll get the Uncle Ben's for you. With the hot peppers. Hate to see if you got a C. Motherfucker, you ain't waterboarding. Y'all was getting waterboarded? Ay, 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 a C. Made you tough. (laughs) (laughs) Gave you resilience. Gave you resilience. He's one of ours. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Oh, man. Anyways. Do you, like, do you like rice to this day, or do you like traumatized? Nah, I love rice. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, I don't like kneeling yeah. on it. You know how to cook it, guys. You know what I mean? Uh, be racist, Mr. Crowder, man. Uh, Hispanics, yeah, Hispanics like rice. My wife's <laughs> Cuban. I can say it. My wife's yeah, yeah, Cuban. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, say it. Yeah, yeah. Nah, we definitely do. Rice. There's no lie about yeah. that. Goddamn it, rice with everything. Goddamn it, no matter what it is. Yep. Channing Crowder, man. Pleasure to have you on the show. I feel like, sure. that, like I said, I feel like we ain't start the show the way we usually start the show is we let people know what we do for interviews. We exactly what we just did. This is how we do it. Yeah. Everybody has their own lane. You know what I mean? Congratulations. You know what I mean? Round of applause for everybody yeah. that has their own fucking lane. My lane, Cato's lane. Hey. We're like individuals that, you know, we're just grateful for the opportunity to be able to do this. If we're at a club, you walk down and we get an opportunity to meet you. Oh, yo, this is my boy Channing. Channing, this is Cato. This is Danza. What's good? And I'm like, oh, yo, Channing, let me buy you a drink. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and we, we start drinking. You know, at, at the end, we're going to fight in the parking lot. But early on, <laughs> we're, we're early on. And uh, you know what I mean? I'm saying. But, uh, you know, we're early on in the night. And, and we, we have a conversation. And this is the conversation. Yeah. So the people get to hear it organically. I didn't sit and run on Google like, let me do every little bit of research on it, figure out exactly what he did, exactly what he's got problems for, and then and then I'm gonna have this crazy conversation and talk to him about break. Yeah, nah, fuck all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want I want people to really get that organic conversation as if they were in the fucking room with you, and that's why we do this shit live so that people can see it. And make sure, by the way, if you're watching, you hit that like and subscribe button, you son of a bitch, because if your girl does first, I'm telling you, it's a problem. There you go. Support, subscribe, yeah. like, all that shit. I don't even look into the camera, but yeah, support the dude, bro. I really, y'all, y'all do good stuff, man. I checked out a lot of y'all stuff. And being in the podcast space, like, that's, that's the part that I love personally about it, is hearing other people's perspectives on life. Yes. And that's the thing. Like, Word. you know what I'm saying? Just in, anywhere, like talking to people or just from, you know, before the show we are talking about interviewing Caitlyn Jenner to Shaq to Kevin Hart to The Rock to, to Vic. Vic to How just, did the interview with him so, go? Who's that? Caitlyn. Uh, she. See this guy. Yeah, first shit. of all, <laughs> it's she. Get your pronouns right, okay, first okay. of all. It's she. Okay. But it's, it, it's just... It's so cool. No, you can go back into what you were saying. No, no, I'm saying, but no, bro, it, it's so cool to even with Caitlyn, like, to even talk to somebody, and you know the story through the media. Like, you you understand what's going on, you know, the whole keeping yeah. up with the Kardashians, all the bullshit, the untalented people but that are stupid rich. I don't understand it. But, like, even just seeing, like, knowing what they went through and then talking to them about real life stuff. So you to say that, yeah. that that's what we do on the pivot. Like, 
we do research. All of us, you know, do our research yeah, and have you know course. questions and do, see stuff. Due diligence. You yeah. do your due diligence, but yeah. really, like to sit down and just talk to a, another human being, and we call it like the. Uh, it's known now. We have two hundred episodes, whatever. But it's every single, and I've even, I've said this before. But every single episode, you see the the exhale sit back moment, where whenever uh, you walk in, like y'all, when I walked into this room, you got the cameras up, you got the mics up, like. People people get tight because they're like, oh, this is a production. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh we on. We on. Oh. And and they and they, they tighten up. <laughs> yeah. Like they sit straight and they yeah, fix this fuck. Big fix ass they, motherfucker. Yeah, Hold on. Yeah, yeah they fix their yeah, shirt yeah, yeah, and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you start talking and like, you know, but 10 minutes, 15 minutes in, then they like, and it, it, everybody <laughs> takes that deep breath That's and then so just real. chills like, oh, it's just the boys. It's not, bullshit. It's not like, any. It's not any interview though, bro. We ain't trying to get you. Yeah. We ain't trying to manipulate. Mm. We ain't trying to get none that, bro. We really Ooh. just want to talk with you and see how you think about life. And we do the research just to have topics that you can speak to the people, That's like speak to all the all this shit, all this podcast yeah. shit, and all this. It's called the new age media because yeah. you can control your own shit. You all know y'all own all this stuff and all. It's that. People want, and it's, it's funny, I gave Jake Paul hell when we interviewed him one time. Because I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you good at? Mm. Like, you're an influencer, you're a millionaire, but what the fuck are you, you good do? at? Right, right, right. Like, what it's are like you? That's a good everything. question. People yeah. used to be, have, like, to be famous, you have to be exceptional. Run, jump, fucking fight. You got to be and able to what? do something. And he, 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 whoop, he whoops um, janitor's asses and <laughs> makes money. <laughs> but... It took me some time to figure out like influencers and content yes. and things like yeah. that. Like that's what the new thing is. So people really care about your voice. Like they care about an opinion, how you think about this. Mm. You ask a question, everybody already. So I know y'all got questions to ask. So when you ask me a question coming up here in the next couple of minutes, automatically the person watching or listening has their answer. Mm. And then you either, you either co-sign their, their thought or you contradict their thought. And that's what media is. That's why every ESPN show right. has four or five dudes on it, because it's debate-driven. Right. It's called debate-driven ah, media. Right. And go. once you understand that, and that's why I think the pivot's so successful, because Ryan Clark is a fucking monster at media. Yeah. He's smart as hell. Freddie T is loved by everybody in the world, yeah. and he just he like, he like gives people their flowers, and he's just like that uncle that's going to say, He'll be sitting there and just say some real, real deep shit, and you'd be like, "Damn, Fred, mm-hmm. the fuck that come from?" Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm gonna say some wild shit and argue, and you know, I like I like to debate stuff. But that's the thing about this platform that I love is that, like, people <laughs> people want to give their opinion, but they just wait for the right moment. And if you say something they agree with, then they jump on. That's it. his time. Oh, yeah, bro, Chris said this, nah. So now they got a dude that's fucking with him. Right, right. But if you say something they're against, then they're gonna dog cuss you and talk bad to you. And it's the reason why I always say it's my superpower. I don't like. <laughs> it's easy to say. I don't care at say all. Oh, baby. I don't give about a anybody's opinion of me. Tough. Like, I honestly, it just, like, people will ask me and that people be going on social media and people be talking. And even if it's famous, people say something bad or people question me. We've, I've been on a multiple, like, national shows. And the person, the, the, the interviewer will push back on me. And I'll say to them, like, that's cool, but I don't care that you think that. You kiss my fucking ass. Like, yeah. like who are you to, to, to criticize my opinion, my thought? 
And that's where I think that uh, that's why this platform that you have, and I, yeah, like I said, again, I appreciate y'all having me on, but that's why I think this platform and this media outlet is so revolutionary with the podcast mm-hmm. because of the fact that people want somebody to agree with or to argue with. Mm-hmm. And either way, fuck you or you're a genius, they have somebody that has their back or they have a villain. You need a, yeah. you, you need a superhero yeah. or a villain. Whatever I am for you, I'll be that for you. Some people are like, cry, you say everything the fuck I want to say. Okay. Yeah. Cry to me, you dumb as hell. Okay. <laughs> but your ass is watching. <laughs> so you kiss, you kiss my ass. Like, I, I don't care. Me too. Because I know, I, know, I know what I am for this platform, and I know the voice I have for this platform. And I know, and I'm just saying, I'm not telling y'all nothing y'all know, but y'all's voice for the platform. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah. yeah. It's real. Y'all argue a lot. And there's people that say, you an asshole. People that say, you an asshole. And they go back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's, it's, still, it's just great. It's great content. And I'm starting to learn. I'm still learning what content is right now. But I'm learning what content is. People just want a motherfucker to talk about, talk to. They want to yeah. be a fly on the wall shit. Like, yeah. oh, these boys sitting around in the room talking, chopping it up, locker yeah. room, whatever you want to call it. They want to be a fly on the wall watching a grown man conversation. Watching, mm-hmm. I always call it lions. And just sitting out with y'all now, like y'all are lions, like in y'all's lives, like you know Come what I'm saying? Like you, 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 you have a you have a territory, you have a realm, you have businesses, you have your family, like you are you are you are the man in yours. You're the man in your realm. They say the main character, you the main character in your in your story, right? Three, three main characters, and we can sit down. And we can agree, disagree, argue, debate, but we ain't gonna fight. Yeah. I don't give. There's nothing that I, I, I. There's nothing that y'all can say to make me get emotional enough to fight. Right. And that's the part to see. Really, three men of color that are successful, set in life, got bread, run stuff, own stuff, and we can sit down and agree and disagree and just chill. And just pop, we should have up. a good time. I think a lot of people. Are surprised by that? Absolutely. You said a good Absolutely. point. You said a good point. A lot of people might have these thoughts, but they don't have the platform to speak on it, or the ability, or the courage to speak on it. So when they see stuff like this, people like you, people like us, speak on it, it gives them something to latch onto to say, "Okay, I'm, I'm a little bit validated." It's like confirmation that I'm not wrong here, because I heard Channing say, I heard Danza on that podcast they were talking about, and that's how I so. And it also gives them something to bring back to the water cooler when you go to work. You heard about the UFC fight. You heard about the argument with Skip. You heard about what that, 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 that. So it is something for them to, to, to tie on to and add to their own lifestyle and their own perspective. So you're right. It's, yeah. very, it's very interesting. And there's a lot of professional meat eaters out there. There really is. So, like, amongst every crowd, you got the people that really genuinely fuck with you and are there to have a good conversation. And then you got the meat eaters. You know what I mean? And they're just professionals. You know what I mean? And they sit there and they got their shit to say, I love them. The meat eaters? Yeah. No, pause. But <laughs> yeah, Nah, but listen. But, but those, those, those are my favorite types of haters. Like, the, the, when they... Because you're literally hopping on this platform. You have to go to your social media or your YouTube channel or wherever the fuck you go to get... Uh, uh, to get this content and you have to type in there all the reasons you hate me. 
Like, you're going crazy. Like, this motherfucking, you know what I mean? This son of a bitch. And you're going crazy. And I'm like, you you got to be like the illest motherfucker on planet Earth. Right. To, to hop on there and waste your whole day talking to me like that. So I, you know what I mean? I, I love you. I'm going to hop on here. I'm going to say, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're absolutely right. I should take your advice more often. How's life going for you, by the way? You know what I mean? Because if you're really sitting online hating on a motherfucker, typing comments, I never, I never hopped in somebody's like comments or DMs or on like a, a viral thing story. Be like, yeah, I hate that son of a bitch. I, if I ever seen him, like he's, come on, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not like, like if you're reading through the comments, like you know what, you meet me on, you know, meet me across the fucking parking lot. I had to stop that. I honestly, yeah. And my wife. She talked me out of it, but I did it for years because I don't want to, My whole thing is not to give somebody a platform. Like, John 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, or 16 in his mom's basement says something that gets to me on social media. And I would DM him, and I'm like, hey, bro, I live, we're in South Florida. I live on Flamingo and Griffin. Like, I live in that area. I live on the, in the ranches. And I would be like, bro, meet me at the Walmart on Flamingo and Griffin because I need to hear this face to face. I used to DM people all the time <laughs> when they would say, <laughs> not just, not just, oh, well, I ain't, I ain't oh man, I actually right. love you, man. You're yeah, my friend. No, but even like they'll, they'll say some shit like, you know, uh, I was like, I know Ryan Tannehill with the Dolphins back in the day. Anyway, yeah. like I would say like a sports take and they would argue that that shit doesn't upset me. But then I would say something and then they'd be disrespectful. Yeah. Like, yeah, yo dumb bitch ass, you so stupid motherfucker, I whoop your ass. You whoop my ass? And I would DM him. Bro, meet me at Flamingo and Griffin Walmart. We need to, we need to handle this. We need to handle this like men. Like, yeah, you, you, this, That's how you feel? This has gone too far, and we need to talk face-to-face. And I stopped it probably. I started coaching football. And my I, I started coaching football in university school. I was defensive coordinator. We won the state championship in what? 2021, I think, age 2020, 2021. And my players started following me. Uh, and that's what made it click. I'm like, yeah. listen, they can't see a role model that they're looking up to. <laughs> Be like, bro, meet me. We, Go find they, me. What's yeah, up? You want to fade? What's like, up? yeah, what you want to do? You want to fade? And I was yeah. like, so that's what made me stop doing it. And my wife started, she was like, you can't, you know, you, you can't test people. Like, that's not the way to do it. But that's the thing that people do, and I saw it once I got into media, once I retired and got into media, where I had a couple radio partners, and we would be tagged, we would both be tagged on the on the, the Twitter at the time, the Twitter mm-hmm. post, and we would ha- we'd do a show, and we'd have four or five hundred, great show, hey, great interview, great question here with, you know, Javon Holland or whatever. Like, they would have these, it would be a thousand, and it would be one dude and be like, this is the worst goddamn radio show I've ever fucking heard in my life. And I would I would sit and watch at my house and my and my partner is at his house. We not even talking. And I would see him respond to the one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do you why are humans programmed to always grab the negative? On the negative. Why you always grab the negative? It's four hundred damn tweets about how great the show was. One asshole is gonna tell you you're terrible, and that's the dude you want to talk to. But you're ignoring the 400 the other positive, mm. the other positivity, yeah. Yeah. the supporters, and people yeah, yeah. attached to it. And it's something else I always say all the time. Like, it's so easy to be mad. Like, anger is an easy emotion. Mm. Anger is the easiest emotion because now 
you can just be mad. Like mm-hmm. you can be mad, you can be pissed, you can cuss people out, you can look at the ground, you can be all tough. It actually takes effort to be pleasant, to be nice, to be mm-hmm. friendly, to engage with people, to wave at people when you're at Walmart thing. When I go to pub, my wife wouldn't go to pubs with me anymore because I talk to every motherfucker in the pub. <laughs> I talk to the deli person. Yeah, I talk yeah. to the bakery guy. Hey, I talk to Josh <laughs> that cuts my goddamn uh, filet mignon. I talk to everybody, the watermelon lady. I talk to everybody at the fucking Publix. Uh-huh. Because is, is it for me? No. It, am I in there 45 minutes longer than I should be? Probably. <laughs> but... I know for a fact that this shit makes their day. Absolutely. This shit encourages them. This shit, if they're in a bad, if they're in a bad place, and I don't know what Lydia's husband's like. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they fought the night before, but if they did, and I walk up to her and talk with her, hey, how you doing? Oh, look at the shrimp. The shrimp's beautiful. Oh, y'all ain't peel it today. Whatever the conversation simple, is. Simple, simple. Simple shit mm-hmm. might t- turn their turn their day around. And I do it every single time I'm I'm at any Publix, but I have my Publix on Flamingo and Sterling <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that my wife will never oh, so go to. So we ain't that far. Oh, we right here? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what y'all say. Right you say you in the project, bitch. This ain't the project. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> you want to see the project? This, let me, let this, me take you to Atlanta. I'll show you the project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you. Buffalo, New York. I know what it's like. I'll show you Columbia Drive if you want to see it. Yeah. I know it. I know what it's like. I don't even go over there no more. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I know what it's like. Yeah. I'm saying like, so so this room is it, but that, uh, of course, like, I think one thing I'll say, though, about when you move to South Florida, I'm going to give advice for the people that don't understand this. When you move to South Florida, just because you think it's a nice area doesn't mean it's a nice area because it might be a nice area the way it looked like from where you're from. Because, you know, in Buffalo, the hood got some knockdown cribs. You, you Like, it's there's six houses on the block. Out here, they got all the houses, but don't sit there and think you're comfortable because at nighttime, you know, when you hear all the fucking dirt bikes start revving up and the guns shooting, yeah, you moved them out. I, I told my boy uh, right away when he moved there, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to this part of, I'm, 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 uh, I'm moving to Sunrise, beautiful area. And I'm like, oh, my boy told me that that was, um, that was the hood because I moved out here the same time he did. I was like, they, they told me that was the hood. He was like, no, nah, not this year. You should see the houses. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had rolled down to scoop them up. I'm like, this yeah, wait till tonight. Oh. You know what I mean? And he, he, he left to Buffalo Florida. for two days. He came back. He had nothing in his crib. You got a half yeah. a mile, half a mile range from the hood, from the trailer mm-hmm. park to three, four million dollar houses. Facts. Literally. Literally. When they That's say, what it is. When they say cross some train tracks, it's like you go east of 95 <laughs> and it's it's completely different. Or even this, like uh, 441 goes all the way up to, I don't know how far, past, past West Palm. Goes yeah. all the way down south. Damn near to Key West. 441 is a different street. Each, mm-hmm. each, each stop you go to, it's the same street, but a couple, there's usually half a mile up the way. It's a completely different neighborhood, completely different demographic, completely different crime rate. Tootsies is right there, though. Like, <laughs> you know about, yeah. 441. <laughs> 440. Yeah. He said, you know what? He ain't even ready to hit the button. He said, what did he say, Tootsies? Yeah, yeah. Tootsies. <laughs> oh, that, that's my spot. Yeah, Y'all yeah. remember when Tootsies was little? I'm telling no, people that, no. yeah, back before it became the, that was a Publix, before as a matter a, of fact. A Costco. Oh, no. It was a Costco or something it was, like that. It was, right? it was, Don't tell me Tootsie's was a Publix. No, no, no Tootsie's wasn't a Publix. Tootsie's was like a Costco's. Okay. And that's what the crazy thing, Tootsie's used to be a regular little normal And now it's club. like yeah. a Costco's. And they were like, we moving up there, <laughs> we, what's that, um, 
What road is that? Miami, uh, Miami Gardens? Gardens? Yeah, 183rd. Miami. They were like, Miami Gardens. Miami Gardens 183rd. And I was like, that big-ass building? <laughs> they were like, yeah. Oh, yeah. The big building? Because yeah. it used to be normal. And then I knew everybody in there. I was at. Yeah, right now, I walk in the test. It's crazy. It's an amusement Everybody park. laughs because I walk. I know every security guard. I know everybody at the door. I know yeah. everything. So you know Danny and Derek? Hello. <laughs> Maybe. All of them. You, you know the Russians? <laughs> nah, uh, you got to know the Russians. There you go. <laughs> it's another level. Hold on. <laughs> I think I went too deep. I don't know any. You got to know the Russians. But yeah. Used to be a Costco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, it's, and it's still a Costco. It's a pole from the ceiling to the floor. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's okay. still a Costco. Yeah. yeah. And then the it's girls. It's just a different type of Costco. That's when they see the board back there in the um, upstairs. They see a big board and they're like, what's the board? I'm like, that's all the girls in there. They're like, it's like a hundred of them up there. It'd be having a hundred strippers and touches on the, yeah, on the weekend. It's like, a, it's like Mortal Kombat. It chooses the next opponent. That's <laughs> <laughs> in yellow, here they go. Next opponent, coming to the stage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got candy. <laughs> and if they get seniority, yeah. they don't have to mm. go on the main stage. They can stay wherever they want. And then the ones in green, I ain't going to get you. Hey, Tussies, I need this promo money. Tussies, I ain't going to get you all the colors, but yeah, yeah, yeah. and all of them ain't going on stage. Shout out to the people over there, but 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 Mr. Crowder, you still ain't get to it, yo. How did this shit all begin for you, for you to become the man you are today? And I'm mm. t- I'm telling you, take me back to you know what was it like with mom, dad? What was your upbringing like to make the man that you yeah. are today? Ooh, um, I think it's it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of wild like i always say god has a sense of humor because of all the 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 foolishness i went through growing up and what kind of made me you know because everybody sees me now and it's like you know this dude is wild like he just says whatever like you said you say whatever hell you want to you wild but it's kind of like i got i got taught this through life and the 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 pivotal point we always ask what the biggest pivot is a pivot in life, hey, and my wife calls it the villain story. Y'all know what that is? Like mm-hmm. the story that created the Joker, the yeah. story that created the yeah. Penguin. And um, the thing that made, I think the thing that made me the way I am now, like honestly, genuinely not to give a fuck about what anybody thinks and like mm-hmm. talk and then like, oh, you said this. Bitch, you were listening. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, really yeah. to feel that way like, and yeah, I mean it. I, I don't know. I don't know what you. I don't know what you said last night. But you're concerned with what I said last night. You know, like that thought was one of the times I was in. Uh, was it? Actually, we talked about the arrest story, and I ended up breaking a dude's jaw, and I <laughs> knocked him unconscious. Poor guy. <laughs> Go. It's so funny when you just say stuff yeah, so yeah, natural. Yeah, yeah. But I broke the dude's jaw, knocked him unconscious. He had. He had. <laughs> He had to wire his jaw up. But then I picked him up and put him in a... Do the wire. I picked him up and put him in a trash can and closed the trap. <laughs> <laughs> like a Ninja Turtle or something. Like, like a real... Yeah. Yeah. And as a 40-year-old to tell the story, like it kind of like I, I kind of look at the ground and shake my head. But at the time, it's like, damn. So I had knocked the dude out. He was actually about to hit O.J. Small, who was the receiver on the team. I saw him run across the parking lot. 
and I saw the intersection point. And Picked I was him like, up. He, look, he was on the field. X's and O's. We just had Steven Jackson up here. Now you pulled the Steven Jackson. I like that. I'm going to catch Let him. Me get it. You know what I mean? You see that? He's defending his teammate. There it goes. OJ Small, he comes in the chain of Crowder in the building right here. You know what I mean? Juice. You know it. OJ know the story. Yeah. I talked to OJ about it. But anyway, so we do that. So I'm, If it was uh, the other Joe, he would, or OJ, he would have, you know. Uh, Stop that! I actually got an OJ Simpson story. Okay, but go go with okay. that. Then we gotta get to the OJ. So Simpson. <laughs> we ain't leaving the OJ Simpson. Yeah, we we right there. So that. so so anyway. So long story. So I get in trouble and I'm back out. You know, going to class and like I'm not even not bragging, but like I'm I'm, I'm a good student. Like I was a National Legion of Scholar, National Legion of Honor in high school. Hey. I went to a math and science uh, magnet school in high school, North Springs, where Usher and uh, Raven Simone and all them went. Like, mm. I, school wasn't hard for me, so I'm an educated yeah. person. Yeah. And so I, I go, I get locked up one of them times. It might have been the first or second time. So I don't know if it's a story I told you earlier, but one of those times I got locked up, and I get out, and they have something called the alligator, which is the games, the 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 campus, the campus, you know, um, the student, the student newspaper. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I read that, and then I read the Orlando Sentinel. And I don't even read the paper, but I just got locked up as an All-American. I'm like, I know they're talking about it, so I want to – this is actually this is actually when I used to care about people's thoughts of me. Right. So I would read newspapers. So I read The Alligator. They just told the story. And it was actually Jeff Darlington, who's NFL now. Uh-huh. That's my ace. That's my homeboy. Okay. Like, yeah, he, I went to his wedding. He came to my wedding nice. and stuff. So he was kind of he he kind of like he kind of whenever I got in trouble in the Gainesville he was my age so he would kind of write a nice story about me. But I read the Orlando Sentinel, and this is the villain story. Mm. So I I'm reading them and they're they're telling the story. You know, Channing Crowder gets arrested on Saturday night for you know whatever uh, you know uh, serving the peace and uh, a battery whatever assault mm. battery whatever it was. They were like they should lock him in a cage and let him out on Saturdays to play. And I first of all, <laughs> and that was like the in line. Yeah, and I was like, these people are painting me as like a monster, literally like an animal, like yeah. an animal. Yeah. And that's where my mind, like my mind of caring about other people's thoughts of me, really yeah. changed. So that, like, that's my wife. She always called it like the villain story. Mm. That's where I sat back, and I remember I was at ninety five. It's called the Springs. It's still the athlete stadium to this day in Gainesville. And I remember sitting back on my bed, and I'm like, oh, these grown people, these educated, mm-hmm. successful, opinionated, uh, respected people are trying to paint me like an animal. Y'all want an animal? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I got you. Yeah, watch you this. And that's yeah. where it turns. this. But the – so that's kind of what set that up and what set up what people know. But, yeah, man, growing up, um, grew up in Tampa. My dad played ball. So my dad will play. Got drafted for the Dolphins. Actually, me and my father both got drafted to the Dolphins. Tough. And uh, he got was drafted. That, was that intentional for you? Was that like? No, man. I thought I was going to get drafted to the to the Mel Kuyper's lying ass. Told me <laughs> I was going to get drafted number twenty to the Packers or number thirty two to the Patriots. So I was going first round. Right. And that's why I got. What him. year was it that you were drafted? This is 05. Okay, so you would have had some good teams over there. Yeah, so yeah. the Patriots, that's why the Patriots had a 30-second pick because they just won the Super Bowl yeah. 04, and I was 05 draft, so then they they had a 30-second pick, neighbor had many backers. So I was, like I said, it was me, who, Lofa Tupu, Odell Thurman, 
uh, Demarcus Ware. Like we had, we had a hell of a little linebacking crew coming out that year. All of us are all Americans, so I was supposed to go first round. But then all the arrests that we've talked about, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about through this interview, and then all my knee injuries and stuff. So that's why I dropped to the third round, and then got drafted Dolphins. But it wasn't intentional. Yeah. Nick Saban just got the Dolphins job. He was at LSU in 04, and they won a national championship, but they were 12-1. and one. We went up there. The Gators went up there in 04 to Death Valley at night man. and wore their ass out, yeah. and I balled out. I had like 16 tackles, a sack. Hey. I was tearing their ass up. So then yeah, he even like told me playing against after, his ass, after yeah. they drafted me, he told me he was like, I drafted you because of the game that you played in Death Valley that year. Uh, and then, so yeah, me and my dad got drafted. I mean, me and my dad got drafted to the Dolphins. But yeah, my dad played ball. Um, had a good life till I was like nine. Mom and dad got divorced. Living a good life. Me too. Then when they got divorced, we moved to Atlanta. Nine years old, I was just old enough to kind of know what was going on. And then enough for it to affect me. Then dad ain't around no more. Right. Yeah. And, and, then, and then, yep. you start figuring shit out on your own the hard way. And that's what happened. Mom did a great job. She was she's from Detroit, so she got a little edge to her. So I actually get my my like edge and my my I you know I fight street like smarts ass whooping mm-hmm. my ass whooping uh, <laughs> gene uh, from yeah. my mom. <laughs> and uh, so she got a little edge. And yeah, man, just it's it's really the story. You know, you got to grow up. You got to figure it out your own. Got to figure it out yeah. yourself. Yeah. Uh, uh, had two older sisters. They helped me out a lot. You know, they whooped my ass enough to let me know, you know, they, they love me, but don't, you know, tighten up. Yeah. But it would be, it would be really, I would say the, the, what made you, I would say kind of high school and college and just like the doubt and the injuries really like having knee injury after knee injury and people kind of giving up on you. Mm. And, um, after I told my ACL the second time, my sophomore year. So my freshman summer, I told my ACL. And then I told my ACL again, my other ACL later, like right when the right right when the camp started, whatever. So I had two ACL tears, mm-hmm. and a doctor told me, I remember his name too. I won't call him out, but a doctor told me he was like, "Yeah, you know, football's not for him." Stop I told it. my mom that, mm, and I told I told my mom at that point, I was like, "I don't want to see him anymore. I don't want to talk to him anymore." You know. You're going to learn today. She was like, why? I was like, because he doesn't believe in my vision. Like, I'm going to the NFL. And this is, shit, this is ninth grade. What's that? 14, 15 years old? How how long were you down each injury? Um, It's funny because the first time it was like eight months. The next time I tore it, it was like six months. Next time I tore it, it was like four months. Like, I almost figured out how to rehab an ACL myself. So every time I tore it, I just went. And then when I, actually, I tore my ACL. My last game of my senior season, I already had a full ride to Florida. And I told my ACL my the last game of my senior season, and then people thought that they were going to pull the scholarship. But Charlie Strong was there, and Ron Zook was at Florida. Hell it down. And they were like, they said, no, nah, you good. They were like, just, just rehab it, come back, you'll be good. We're going we're gonna to move your scholarship from 02 to 03. So we can bring in another freshman this year because you can't play this can't season because you the, the the time frame didn't work right. out, and I I got to move to Gainesville. They got me an apartment. I got a job at Main Street Chevrolet cleaning cars. This is all. It was all yeah. yeah nah, it's like statute yeah. limitations. Like this yeah, shit wasn't yeah. legal, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I actually worked at Hooters. 
<laughs> I was a cook at Hooters too, yeah, and yeah. I cleaned cars at Main Street Chevrolet. Hell, I made more money then than I do now. Yeah, you can make some money. <laughs> but no, yeah. I had jo- I had jobs up there in Gainesville. I just went up there and was a, was like a really a patron of Gainesville for like five months, and then Ooh. I enrolled in, in winter. But uh, but yeah. So yeah. like to to answer your question, what like what the 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 main things that created me probably was the injuries, the doubt of others that didn't think I could be what I was. And then that newspaper article in the Orlando Sentinel that called me an animal, and I said, "You know what? If y'all if y'all want that, yeah. y'all got that." I watch this. Yeah, Still that's what that's, that's that was. The and end. then Channing Crowder was here, and he graduated oh. from Hooters to Tootsie's. <laughs> yeah. you know I, mean? like, I got fired from Hooters. <laughs> a blessing. It was a blessing. I got fired from Hooters because I was the prep guy. Uh-huh. You know the guys that do the prep. Yeah, chop up chicken, chop up the chicken. Yeah, chicken. But that's the the early morning prep. The prep guy is the plate. So if you got like a ten a ten piece, you just get a plate and put a red uh, the little the little uh, toothpick the with toothpick, the red shit yeah. on it, and that's hot. Uh, the expo, blue the expo. blue is yeah. yeah. You just put the toothpick on the plate, and then you put it up by the the, the, the fryer so and put it up by the, the grill, and they run it. So I was the prep guy, and it was a busy day, and the the manager kept yelling prep 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 prep, and he said God damn it prep, and he cussed at me. And I took off, I, and this, the, this is 12 30 in the afternoon. This is packed, motherfuckers outside. I took my Hooters hat off and I threw it in the chicken grease. <laughs> and it melted into the chicken right grease. The and if that happened, now you got to drain the whole oh, pot. So now Ooh. there's no grease in Hooters no more. Uh-huh. So I shut down Hooters for like two hours because he kept yelling prep. And then I got fired and I left. I got on my scooter. And rode away. All I got the Hooters job was because it was the girls in there and of I was course. young. Yeah. Just a little bit of cash. You know, yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah. And you ain't even getting no tips. So I see these girls getting mm-hmm. five, six hundred dollars in tips. I'm sitting back there putting motherfucking toothpicks on plates. I said, man, you kiss my ass. I'm out of here. I love how you could be so comfortable in front of your wife. I'll be nervous as a bitch. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I, I, my, my, my girl's Colombian and Venezuelan. You know what I mean? Like, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't trust her. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to this. So I'm gonna just elevate just my go. wife. There you go. Because I'm not speaking on your wife. Yeah. No, man, you gotta, you gotta get you. My wife knows exactly who I am, yeah. who she married. Like mm-hmm. she knows. Like all, there's no, that's not a story I've told or anything I say that she hasn't heard already. Yeah. She sits there with the boys. We out on the back porch drinking, smoking, whatever. She's right there with us. Like, yeah, I, 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 I married me a G. Like, yeah, it's, it's not that. Sit up. Sit up in the house and huh? yeah, nah. yeah. <laughs> she's I'm going learning. to bed at nine o'clock and she has to Guys, wake up. No, nah, I married. I married. I, married I, 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 I give my girl her props. So she's seven months pregnant. You know what I mean? I got a baby girl on the way, so I can't. I can't get that mad. But I mean, that's what she's got. Out. The jealous tactics in there. You know what I mean? She's got the habits. You know, I I we're watching like Parent Trap or some shit. I'm like, oh Jennifer, love you. What I used to have such a crush on her. The whole movie. You know, ruined the whole movie. Look, <laughs> she hot with you. The whole time, I this this how I first learned this jealousy issue. You know what I mean? And I'm like, the movie's over. She, uh, you like it? But what do you like about her? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, time out. What happened? See, what what you got to do is yeah, it was like a three day thing, and I had to find out that it was a problem. Got to set it up early, cause mm-hmm. my wife knows who is it? Uh, Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. I was I was boy when I was young. This the hall pass. Hey, boy, I had the me Alicia Keys. But also, what you got to do is you got to find her crushes, mm. and then oh, okay, you. Okay. So then I almost 
Say her crush, because I know she's a Jason Momoa guy. Oh, and that's a big <laughs> fine. I think they all are, man. Bro. I think they all. <laughs> Who Listen. is Jason? Like, and this, <laughs> this is some man shit we about to say. Here we go. That's a big fine motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> as that's a heterosexual, no, but a heterosexual father of three. Channing Crowder got the moments. You know what I mean? He said Saquon Barkley's thighs. Eyes are fine. That boy Denzel Ward. Have you ever looked Denzel Ward in the eyes? Corner from the Browns. Look him no, in his eyes. I won't now. Look no, him I in won't. his eyes. Your ass gonna tighten up. You gonna be like, hey Denzel, bro. I think as a as, as a strong as a strong man, if you can't look at another man and be like, that's a fine motherfucker right there. You know what's something to that? Bro. That's confidence, no, man. But, Let's be honest, bro. Somebody <laughs> like a, a Jason Samoa, Momoa, whatever. I ain't, Aquaman. You lying to yourself. Aquaman sound way cooler. So yeah. If you sit here and tell me that he's not a good looking man, you lying to yourself. Get your ass now out you of look here. really insecure versus just being like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. You's a good looking man. You know what I mean? Just be honest. Just be fucking honest. Because if not, you look way worse lying to everybody. Fred is pissed right now. We're going another Fred, way. I know Fred, Fred, yeah, Fred's watching the show. Like, yeah, we're not gonna do this for too long, but. Crazy yeah. rabbit hole. You don't like that? Like, Come I, on. I, I, but, but, but no, bro, as a man, like, this, is, <laughs> this is some life lesson type shit. Why can a man not say, like, not. I'm not saying you run up on Jason Moore and be like, shit, you fine as fuck, bro. <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. like look at another man, look that he kept himself together, look that he dresses nice, look that he keeps his shit together and be like, bro, that is a well put together human being. That's totally mm. different yeah, from yeah. saying that's a fine ass man. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying that's a fine ass man. Bro, I, I think mean. that's the problem. Yeah, that's totally that different. Bro, problem. I can mean. yeah. Have you seen Aquaman? I've seen the movie. I have seen the movie. You seen when he was swimming and flipping the boats over? For the whole two hours, I didn't watch it. Not once did I be like, damn, that's so fine. I said, when he went back and met his daddy at the dock. Right. I, I wish Fred's I was. Like, cut the string, cut the string. Damn. Damn, I wish I was on that dock. No. Oh, <laughs> Man, could I get a room in that lighthouse? Because <laughs> <laughs> see, everything is there for oh, you to be shit. able to say that. Because you, you married, you got the kids, you got, yeah. the, you know what I'm saying? Man. You could say that. See, I ain't got no kids, I ain't married. So if I fuck around and say some shit like that as a public statement. Oh, you know where you live, They're going to be like, for oh, you. Yeah. I don't know about that nigga, man. They're going to walk what? in the sauna <laughs> and be like, Kato. Come get it. Yeah, Kato. Boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, yo, you know, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? Listen, My bro. girl likes Romeo Santos, so every time she starts with me, I'm like, ding, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, if you see me in your local LA fitness, if I ever hear you hit that bachata beat beatbox, it's a problem. Okay. Why is it a problem? What happened? Don't ever come up to me with some bachata music. In your mind and tell me how good I look. And we in the sauna. What's going on here? What, what's it? I'm being honest. This happened in the sauna? No. Somebody oh, okay. We gonna yeah, prevent yeah, it yeah, from yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, no, because yeah. you said no. There is a lot if you of the, walk, yeah. somebody walk up to you in the sauna and hit you with because <laughs> I be almost feeling like uncomfortable. Like, can you call them gays even, or does it Stop. does it start? A, no, I'm not because. No, no, I'm just just listening to what I'm saying. Like talking the sauna. Okay, <laughs> you're not allowed to talk in the sauna. No, 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 no. I'm not saying hey, that. Like, I almost homie. feel like I'll get attacked if I said the gays are very um, relentless when they want to shoot, shoot their shot. Like, okay, I'll say this. Yeah. They women always come at men 
mm. that go a little too hard when they're being aggressive in harassment. Men should be able to do the same shit to the gay guys if you're straight. You know what I mean? Because gay guys, they, they're like the, 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 the sexual harassment guys. You know what I mean? Like when they want to be, okay? Um, they, they, they tend to take it a little too far. You know what I mean? Like if you say you're straight, it's almost like if you offended them. No, oh, he, you talking here. about getting shot at by a gay? Yeah, like if you tell him, yeah, if you tell him to chill the fuck out. Yeah, it's like that. You know what I mean? They look at you like the, the shitting guy, the guy that was shitting in the jail. Yeah, you look know at what you mean? crazy. Yeah, like yeah, I mean, you just you just you let them know, be like, no, oh, I'm I'm good. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, that's what just, I'm saying. There you but go. they yeah. do get upset. I don't know. I yeah, you know what? <laughs> it's like the women because I've been on the other side of shooting at women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then when you get too, shot at, it is it is. I'll be honest with you, brother. It is surprising when you get shot at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But then you have to put yourself on the other side because you shoot them women, and what the women say? I'm fine. I have a boyfriend. Mm. Right. I'm good. <laughs> so when the man shoots at you, then you say, I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. good, brother. You yeah, know, but, yeah. My, but wife, my, my wife's at the Dillard's. You know. So am I, am I crazy for honest, thinking my, it? My though? wife doesn't go to am Dillard's. I, am I crazy? Yeah. <laughs> Sacks and shit. Yeah. Am I crazy for saying it though? Am I wrong? Like, gay dudes be a little bit aggressive. Oh, have you ever been to Lennox Mall in Atlanta? No, nah. I refuse. So I don't. Lennox know. Mall, they go at you because they call me Red Cat Call. Oh no, they'll cat call cat you. Cat Call. Hey, they'll cat call, and it's surprising. It's surprising early on, like once you get it, and it's like, hey Red, and you hear, hey Red, hey Red, and you look back and you see the table of uh, men, and you're like, oh, they're talking to me. It's surprising, <laughs> right. but then, like I said earlier, I know I'm fine. Uh, so if somebody's attracted to a man, and I know I'm a fine man, I know they're going to be attracted to right. me. So it it's not surprising it. anymore. Like For think sure. about That's that. Real. So think That's about it. so if you see a, a table of women, do you expect them to look at you when you walk past? In my head, yes. Do y'all expect yeah, yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, but you see, you, you, you see, yeah. you see five, six, ten women sitting down by themselves. You walk past, they, they, you would expect them to look at you because you Listen, are here's confident. Listen, here's the difference. Right. Time, out, man, time out, right? time out, right. All right, I'm Nick Saban right now, time out. Mm -hmm. It's the difference between you and I, right? You feel comfortable in front of your wife. I'm nervous with this conversation. I'm like, really? Yeah, because yeah. you're sitting there saying you walk in front of a table of five women or, or women. And, and you expect something. them to look at I'm, you. I'm waiting for the door to open up. Like, you you are waiting for Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, so this conversation, just so but you know, I'll be sitting here like, okay, you know what I mean? If you, if you are a good looking man, and I would say like ourselves, if anybody's attracted to men, then yeah. they should be, they'll be attracted to you and it should yeah. be flattering. And I've been, I've already been, I've been hit about this opinion before. They're yeah, like, yeah. oh, I didn't want to call you all the, you know, call you gay and all. I'm like, I am 100% heterosexual, but right. if somebody's attracted to a man, I would expect him to be attracted to me because I'm a big, I'm fine a, motherfucker. Yeah, God damn person. it, you better fucking look at look me. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's right. so, it's so right. funny. If you are, if, if right. any, if, if goats were attracted to male, male humans, Every goat in the world would want to be with me. <laughs> I, I get what he's saying. Though. No, yeah, no. I get what saying. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. if I if I am if I if I am the if I am the 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 win, uh -huh. a catch. If I'm the catch, if I'm the prize, anybody that wants to get a man would want to get me. 
because I'm fine as fuck. <laughs> That's real. I'm 6'3", 250. I'm muscular. I'm, I'm articulate. I'm yeah. intelligent. Like, <laughs> bitch, if I like yeah. men, I would like me. Right. He's, if I was, if yeah. I liked a man, <laughs> I, I would want said. me. Like, I would marry my twin if I liked men because <laughs> yeah. of why the fuck yeah. who I am. Yeah. Like, I don't. Yeah. It's funny that people don't understand that. I is, understand. Is this why you love him? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you said you she saw ran him. from it. Yeah, she yeah, ran yeah. from it the first uh, time. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, and we it, said, hey, hey, you ran from a linebacker. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> you know what I mean? You weren't getting too far. You know I, mean? I, I, okay. I was gonna get her. I had to. I had to mow her grandparents' lawn to get a date. I really? Like that. That's what's up. That's, like that's classic, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Dope. That's, that's, that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Hey, don't worry about the hedges. I I throw that in there. I got. Yeah. It. I will. Well, how did that? Hey, you see her? Hey, Asia. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Take us back. Take us back. Met her, met her at a um. What was that? The Notor- remember Notor- Notorious, the movie Biggie Small yep. movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was a uh, movie release at down on South Beach at the movie theater on Lincoln. So my buddy Aiken Adele, he was like, hey, come with me. And I'm like, I didn't want to go. It was like January 9th. Like it was the season just started. I'm uh-huh. now I'm partying, fucking off. Like the season just ended. Now I'm running. He's like, come to this movie for me. I'm like, move it for me, man. Kiss my ass. Season always ended for the Miami Dolphins around that time. Yeah, Don't do that. Don't do that. Not this year. <laughs> not, <maybe. laughs> no, we didn't got right. But back then, bro, back then, back then, yeah, 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 December 25th. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna always enjoy the fuck out of Let's yeah, go. Y'all coming down here Christmas? Cause <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. about to be done. <laughs> so yeah, went out, met her there. Um, actually, she didn't even want to sit by me. So my homeboy, there was an open seat next to him, and I kept telling her to sit by me. She was like, no, she's not. So she went, sat by her friend, and sat on the stairs. So it was an open seat next to me. Mm. She didn't even, she wouldn't even sit next yeah. to me. She sat on the, uh, a stair next to her friend other than sitting next to me. She went down to leave, and this is how you try it. I teach, I teach anybody listening to some game. Come on. I told, I was like, uh, hey, can you grab me a drink? And she was like, what? I was like, can you grab me a drink? And I went to give her $20. Like, hey, can you, can you get me a drink? And that test, like a strong woman, <laughs> if you give a woman money and she grabs it automatically, you know, mm, like, uh, you can't, yeah. That's she, what she do. That's what she, she wants the 20 She works so at I went, Yeah, she wants that bread. So <laughs> I was like, hey, can you grab me a drink? Because you're going downstairs already. I'm fine. Cause she wouldn't even take the money. Cause now I tried her by trying yeah, to give her money. Cause yeah. I can buy a coke, motherfucker. Is like yeah. what her thought process was. So she brings me back up. I think I got a slushy, red slushy. She brings back up a slushy. So then even that, take my slushy, give my slushy. She goes back, sits by her friend. After the movie theater, so I'm waiting for it now. So everybody's walking out and all, and it was a bunch of famous motherfuckers. It was like Kelly Rowland and all that. Yeah, movie the fat, y'all remember the Fat Boys. Yeah, for the especially for the Big movie, the Fat Boys. Uh, I don't know who the Fat. You know who the Fat Boys is? Um, Delirious Prince Marky D. Marky D. Yeah, and all he he emceed it. It was like it was some famous people in there. So we were walking out. So now the cam the um the news station was there, and I was actively playing. I was starting middle linebacker for Dolphins that time. And she and my wife didn't even know. And so, so I wait for her to come across to uh where she was sitting. So I wait for her at the bottom of the stairs, whatever. She comes across, so now I'm shooting. Hey, what you doing? What's your name? Blah, 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 blah. I'm shooting, shooting, shooting my game. Yep. We walk outside. The news gets me. So as soon as I walk out, the news, the news station gets me on camera. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, can you tell us about the movie? <sighs> so now she hauls ass. 
<laughs> now she really don't nothing to do me because now she's like, oh, this yeah, he plays ball. He ain't worth a damn. We go to Lucky Strikes down there, right the wow. the the bowling alley down there. This is why this is why I think I got my end was that we go in there and we get a little section. So we get down there early. We get a section, and then the movie theater—I mean, the um, bowling alley—fills up. So there's no seats, there's no alleys, there's no nothing. So it's just me and my buddy sitting in the section, and then her and three of her homegirls walk in, four homegirls walk in, and they're sitting by the bar, and they can't get no seat, yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. So that's when I snuck up, and my line was, "I was like, hey, y'all got asses, we got chairs. If y'all want to come sit in our section, you good to go. Go over there, uh. sit down, and that's when I got the number. Calling her, talking to her, trying to get her." All this time, end up going and taking her to dinner a couple times. She still wasn't fucking with me like that. But the the front yard of her her grandparents' house was always immaculate. It was always immaculate, well edged, bushes edged, everything was immaculate. And so by the third time I went over there, I I pull up and I'm like, and she was in Opalaka. And a lot of dudes don't want to go to Opelaka. Oh, yeah, 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 scared yeah. of Opelaka. I go to Opelaka. Yeah. I, I got people know I was in Opelaka the other day. To get some mangoes and that damn Tehran. What's that called? Tehran? Tehran? Tahin? The little spice boy. They got the mangoes and Tahin. Yeah. You an adopted Florida boy. Yeah. hundred percent. My wife introduced me to that mangoes and Tahin. So we go over there and the yard was kind of big. The bushes was messed up. And so we go to dinner. And I'm like, man, what's up the yard? She was like, daddy, her grandfather, he was like, he's down in his back. And she really wasn't fuck with me. She was like, she was just getting free meals at this point. No interest. Courting phase. Yeah. yeah, she was just getting free meals. And she was like, yeah, dad, this is the, oh, this is the dog. I can say the, seat, the end of the season, the, this is probably February, early February. And so then my ass, I had a house. I didn't even do my own yard. I had a lawn man. Like, I'm not yeah. cutting my lawn. Like, I'm, I'm paying for the dog. I'm making money. Like, I'm, I had a lawn man. I went, so we went out, let's say it was Friday, Saturday night. So we went out Friday night, went and dropped it back off. Saturday morning, I got up. I went to Home Depot. I bought a lawnmower. I bought <laughs> an edger. <laughs> I bought all this shit. For one use. And I went to her house, and she, was, she wasn't there. And I just started cutting the yard and edging the yard. Mm-hmm. And then her grandma called her and said, that dolphin boy over here cut the lawn. He's a good boy. I He's like, a good yeah, boy. I like him. I and like that, him. That's how I got in. So that was that was if I if I didn't go buy that damn lawnmower in that edge, <laughs> little Chan, Ava, Chaz, our three kids, uh, our thirteen year marriage wouldn't be here. If she uh, and they all got here, courtesy of a lawnmower from Home Depot. A lawnmower from Home Depot. Lawnmower edge. <laughs> yep, that's tough. My son's here. My son's here from an iPhone. <laughs> that ass. I text. That, that I text that that my girl, and she she the, the, when I first met her. And we, you know, we exchanged phone numbers. I texted her green. And oh. she was like, ew. <laughs> Out the gate. Yeah, and she, was like, she was like, you text green. And I went to AT&T that moment. And I was like, let me get an iPhone. Yeah. And I texted her. And I was yeah. like, is this better? Got her. And then she was like, for real? And then yeah. I fucking sent her a video from my other phone of throwing the fucking... Uh, iPhone in the trash with an Apple signal on top of it because I took the sticker that they gave me with the Apple box and I threw it on top of my trash so I had the Apple trash can and I just threw it back and I was like this, I was like just so you know this phone is trash I threw it threw it away and then 
Well, I work. I work now harder. We got two babies. You earned that one. He ain't nah. cut the grass enough. Listen, one of the oldest nah, tricks. Nah. One of the oldest tricks in the book. If you're courting a woman, if you're serious about a woman, if you get in good with her mother, of course her father, because that's always hard to earn. You got to kind of work. You got to earn that one. You got to get in there first. But if you get mom or grandma on your side, oh, yeah. she will vouch for you to the end of the earth. When you come with her to her, like, I don't know what I should do. I think I like him. That, that, that. But I'm going to say, he's a good boy. Yeah, yeah. My oh, girl really? will tell you right now. Her mom likes me more than she likes her. Shit. <laughs> I'm you know there, what I mean? I'm yeah. there. Her, my wife was raised by her, her. Her mother's a great person. But she stayed with her grandparents a lot. Yeah. And her grandmother loved me. She passed about like 10 okay. years ago. Rest okay. in peace to grand. Yeah. yeah. And her, grand, her, grand, her grandfather pulled a pistol on me. Oh, oh, we hear that story. He passed about twelve years, man. Old, what you OG. doing to my lawn, man? This <laughs> an old, yeah. old, old, no, old military nigga. So yeah, he ain't fucking off. Once he saw me come to the house, come to the house, come to the house. Then I cut this nigga's lawn. So he's like, you know, you know, you, you know, old, 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 right, right, you know, boy. you know, old nigga, old yeah. niggas, they, they find any way to get mad, man. It was this fuck ass nigga cut my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> but so he called me to the side of the house one day. He's a liar. His name ain't Channing. And he had he had an old ass thirty eight. I actually had after oh, he passed. Shit. One of my things to my wife, I was like, I want your grandfather's guns. Because he had a bunch. He was a military dude. So he had a bunch yeah. of these old-ass guns. I was like, I want your grandfather's guns. I got mm-hmm. them framed and stuff at the house. And the the revolver he had, I got it framed because that was like, that was his way of saying, like, you know. Listen here. You know. <laughs> and he called it. My, yeah. my wife's name's Asia. And he called her my angel. Like, he said, he, he a country nigga from Georgia, Twin City, Georgia. He said, Angel. But it sounds like angel. So he, like, everybody thought he was saying my angel. So he would always say, like, you know, hey, hey, CC, you know, don't don't fuck with my angel. Stuff Uh, like that. And he brought me to the side of the house. We started, you know, getting, getting, he knew we were were serious. Yeah. And called me to the side of the house over there by the garbage cans, Saturday, middle of the day, and they had a 38 sitting on the table. (laughs) 38 special. And he, he, he said, he said, CC. Come over here. And I come out the house, come sit down. I'm like, what's up? What's up, daddy? And he just he just stares at the pistol. Yeah. He says, I love my angel. Mm-hmm. I love my angel. That's classy, though. It was just like, That's it was classy, just that, that check, that little check. I'm, like I ain't saying nothing, but I'm letting you know. That I'm going to shoot your I big ass. <laughs> In so many words. I'm going to shoot your big ass if you fuck with my baby. And I respect it. And so then when I decided to ask my wife to marry to marry her, went over and every I knew every Saturday he went to Walmart. So I went over on Saturday and I uh I told him I was, I was like, hey daddy, I want to I'll take you to Walmart today. And so then and there was there was some OGs, some of the realest shit. And I tell people this to this day when they, you know, recently dudes told me they're about to get married, and I tell them the same thing. Mm-hmm. Go to Walmart, get all this shit, come home. We about to take a left on uh on twenty second. And I was like, hey, daddy, I want to um, I want to ask you first for permission to ask Asia to marry me. Respect. And he looked at the ground. He looked over at me. I was driving. He looked back at the ground. And he said, it's a bumpy road. Because he's been married for 60 years. Mm. So he wasn't, like, all excited, like, oh, he you know. He went straight to it. He went straight to it. He, yeah, said, it, he said, it's a bumpy road. Are you ready to ride it? I said, yeah, man, I'm, 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 I'm gonna do it. You know, I want to marry Asia. He said, well, you got my blessing, but it's a bumpy road. He said it again, mm-hmm. and then, and I tell people this to this day. Probably an hour later, or whatever. So now it's processing too, 
And he asked me, he was like, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? Hello. Wisdom. <laughs> and if you think about marriage now, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And I was like, and I didn't at the time. Yeah, you a gem. At the yeah. time, I was like, I was like, yeah, I want to be happy. You know, I want to make Asia happy. Like, now I'm trying to tend to the mother. I'm trying yeah, to make yeah. him happy. You know, he's just the old yes. Yeah. I just want you to say yes. Oh, and I can order marry the ring pops yeah, yeah, the ring. <laughs> you see that big motherfucker on her prison. Yeah, hello. <laughs> she can't even pull her left hand up. Her left, her, left shoulder, her left shoulder bigger than her right shoulder. <laughs> yeah, bigger, bigger than the laptop. But, but I, I didn't know what that meant until years mm. in the marriage. Do you want to be right? Because if you want to be right, if you want to prove that you're, the shit you say is right and that you're correct and that you're, so, what you say is the correct way of doing you know, life. Something that come with that. You're not going to be happy. Mm -hmm. So do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And that's the advice I give to everybody that gets married now. You want to uh, get married? And I said, I'll be like, hey, man, I'm a, I'm gonna ask, uh, I'm gonna ask jo Jolene to marry me. I'll be like, bro, congratulations. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? <laughs> and if that motherfucker say right, I say, bro, don't give her that goddamn ring. I want to be ass right. Is getting... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Stop that, bro. Don't give her that goddamn yeah, ring, bro. Yeah. I ain't buy it yet. You gotta, 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 gotta yeah, just yeah, be yeah, happy. Yeah. But be happy. I, I love, I love moments like that, don't especially worry. with older folks, and that's why I appreciate old, chilling with. Old, what do y'all got to do, especially all y'all young cats out there? Hang with some older folks. You're going to pick up game like that. Stuff you don't read really in a book. Stuff you don't just get on your own. Stuff that somebody got a hand to you. Like, listen, bro, check this out. See it through my lens. Because he heard what you said, but he went straight to it. All mm -hmm. right, check this out. Do you want to be happy or you want to be right? You know, are you ready to do this? Are you okay? You got my blessing. Yeah. You know, but it sounds like you earned that too, though. Sounds like you put you did your due diligence. Obviously, he knew about you, who you are, where you were headed, the whole trajectory and everything. Obviously, he knows his his family. Now, now this is this is ritual. Uh, you know, what I'm saying she doesn't have a knife. Mike, what's up? We're okay, hey. we're safe. Junior, we are safe. I but, love babies now. Yeah, what's but up? but this is my little guy right here. What's up, Papa? <laughs> he does fist bumps to everybody. So he's OG triple OG. What up, Ju? You good, baby? Yeah, you see, you see the, the, there's a baby in there. You see it? Oh, yeah. You that works. my daughter right there. You working. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. That's cute. Thank you, sir. This, this ritual it has to happen at all times. Junior. Yeah. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Hey, look at that. Oh. I was worried. I'm like, is she going to stab me? Because we're talking about, you know. I told you. You see that? We're gonna hang out with them a little bit. You know what I mean? She's gonna tell you how she she uh, you know she doesn't stab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I got told. She's Cuban though. She she no. She's, uh, she's oh yeah. There you go. So. You're born in Cuba. Yeah. I'm 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 scared every day. Yeah. You see how high Leah she's talking about? Boop, boop, boop. You know what I mean? Like, chill out over here. I'm scared every day. Bye, bye, bye. He's about to get pissed. He's like, yeah, am I going to leave? Bye. Oh, he's pissing out. He's like, don't let me bye, leave. Bye, Junior. Bye, Junior. This is ritual. This is how it happens. This is how it goes down in the projects. You feel me? <laughs> At all times, my son, like, my son, this, this is real life. There's no bullshit with the dancer project shit. This is, my son gets, you know what I mean, like, premier access. He's going to have some crazy-ass memories when he, you know, when he gets... 
My son's gonna talk shit. You seen what uh, T.I.'s son was sitting there talking about? He ain't got no silver spoon. Your daddy's a famous rapper. You got a silver spoon, my boy. You ain't got no problems in school. Fuck, you got a problem in school for you? My dad's T.I. The argument is done. You know what I mean? Like, my son's about to say some dope shit. You know what I mean? I was, I was man, you, you, look at this video of me dapping up Shane yeah. Crowder. Who the fuck you think? You, you want to meet me outside in the parking lot? Oh, man. <laughs> I see, I see y'all are aggressive people. Yeah, yeah. Aggressive family. <laughs> but that's how it is. So, let's get to the real shit, right? You know we had Brandon Marshall up here a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, I relate a lot to his story uh, being an entrepreneur. I, I, I enjoyed him. I think he's a great person. I'm, I, I hate that it's separated, but you're both doing dope shit. You know what I mean? Like, as far as, far as like, the way I look at um, the podcast, I like, you know, I, Joe Budden, Rory, and Maul, they broke up. Mm-hmm. And it was like, damn, they 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 split up. You know what I mean? So y'all, y'all had uh, so much great to what y'all did, too, so much great. Is it is it like you just don't like the dude anymore? No. I have no no ill will towards Brandon Marshall at all. I, like, even after the breakup, I went to his kid's birthday party. His twins, like, no. they call me Uncle Channing. Tight. Like, I go to his kid's birthday party. Like, it's nothing. It's when you, when you, and y'all are, y'all are family, right? Yeah. See, y'all are family. Um, no, not like family like that, but yeah, but, I mean, pretty much. But, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, I don't know how y'all do it. Black people. Right. When, when you close enough, y'all, yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, my yeah, cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my cousin. That's my brother. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Facts, facts. So y'all family. So when you start, when you cross up the, the, um, the, the family or the friendship side and the business side, like then, that's when things get 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 kind of testy, uh, testy, yeah. or that's when you really have to go into a business mode with somebody you never had to go into a business mode with. Which but is- as a human being, as a man, bro, I wish nothing but great hope and and success for Brandon Marshall. I wish that on everybody. I wish everything he does, any gyms he's open, anything he does, any his new podcast he started. Uh, he had the paper route after us, and now he's starting another one. Like, I want all that to be successful. Everybody can eat. I have no ill will towards him as a, as a man at all. It's just that when we were involved business-wise, then we were on different pages business. Mm-hmm. Our, our business acumen were, was just totally different. And we flew to me and my wife flew to Chicago when his, his twins were born, went to the baby shower. Like, I heard him talk about that on the show. Like, that was my ace. You know what I'm saying? Like that was that's that's my home that was my homeboy. Yeah. And so we were cool for a decade and then we got involved business wise and then that's when that's when the business broke down. But man, I don't wish no ill will on that man at all, to be honest. Like everybody wants, oh, if you see him, you gonna fight. No, I don't wanna fight nobody. I don't wanna fight anymore. <laughs> yeah. I got about four ass whoopings left in me and I'm saving it for my daughter's boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> that's all, cause my daughter is a beautiful, beautiful young lady with green eyes. Uh. And she and Stupid tennis player, like I know I'm had to whoop some little kids' ass you gotta, coming you, up here. You got to bring out Poppy's 38 just just for the yeah, sentimental. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. you know what? I thought about that too. I'm gonna okay. bring that out when I know okay. it's the guy and I know they're real serious. I'm for bring, the guy, I'm bringing like out that. the 38 and I'm putting it down. And I'm gonna tell him the same thing <laughs> and I'm gonna just say, you know, That's I love, funny. you know, I love Ava, and I'm gonna just look at it and just look at him, just like just like my wife's uh, uh, grandfather did to me. But yeah, man, it's everybody can eat. And that's mm. the thing. Like even uh, 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 MB, we did a we did a collab with All the Smoke, yep. and we're not competing. Like 
MB, MB and Stack, like them are her homeboys. Yeah. Um, Gilly, Gilly and Wallow. Yeah. They both been on the show. Mm-hmm. Tight. Like we're not competing with y'all. We're not competing with y'all. Like yeah. these people are. They're giving out sponsorship money. So let's all go get it. Like we were talking before the show. I was like, bro, you need to hit up. Like we have DraftKings on Pivot. We have Etsy. We have all these guys. I'm like, bro, like y'all need to reach out to them and see if they, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See if they want to mess with y'all too. Like there is no competition there. I don't know on the other side if there's competition because of the fact that we left. And I would I would say that about Brandon is that he, like with I Am Athlete, it showed me the podcast space. And it showed me, mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, this is profitable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, as y'all, as y'all have seen, like, yeah. oh, this works. This new alternative media we talked about before, this alternative media works. <laughs> yep. So I appreciate Brandon for showing me the podcast space because I, I don't know if I would have got into it as fast as I did without him. So I appreciate mm-hmm. Brandon 100% for showing me that space. And then when the business went downhill, that's why as soon as – I am athlete broke up. We went to the pivot. I was like, oh, I, now I see. I see what can. I see what this does. Yeah. So me and Freddie, we went call RC. I had I had a conversation with RC for about two hours one night. I was like, bro, let's just do this. We're gonna bring on Alicia, and we're gonna blow this thing up. And now it's one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Mm. Oh. And it's just it's it's easy. But I'm not gonna say that there's no there's actually I I appreciate Brandon for showing me what this space is yeah. before that. But yeah, it's. And people always want to, they've been doing it. People ask about it all the time where it's like, oh, what's going on with y'all? Man, I ain't got no problem with that, man. I still go to his kid's birthday party. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I helped the, yeah. the damn the damn bounce house was going down. And I ended yep. up figuring out how to how to yeah, flip the, you know, flip the flip the breaker and get the bounce house back up at his kid's birthday party. Like, it's like everybody wants that beef, and it's not really any beef on, on my side at all. Cause I really don't like I don't get caught up in like beefing yeah because like if we have a problem we need to fight or figure it out yeah if it's real if it's real and people don't really want to do that like no me and brandon don't want to fight me i don't want to fight brandon like it's not it's it's nothing to it more than that but i do appreciate brandon for showing me the way in this space and then letting me pivot to what we have now but the thing that seems so shocking i mean because you say it's no beef but it's like the chemistry was so good. It seemed like out of left field because as a mm. as a consumer, like I love the podcast. I was like, "Yo, they break it up, but they get along so good." So it seemed like I, that's probably what all the curiosity is from because it's like things yeah, everybody so well. yeah. felt like there had to be something yeah, else like, there. Like, 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 fuck yeah, they yeah, no. like, it, it's fault on everybody's side. And I actually, I watched it. Mm. I, I watched after 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 y'all asked me to come on. I went back and watched all Charleston White, which was amazing. Yeah. Like I went back. By the way, Brittany Runner's here. You know, no, 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 no. like I went back and watched a bunch, and I went back and watched B. And um, and he even yeah. said it like we we none of us never we never knew what it was about to do. Right. It was right. a COVID thing. How how this shit started? Brandon and myself were sitting back. It was COVID. And we were in his backyard, and the kids were playing in the pool. My my son, my daughter, and his three kids were playing in the pool. And it was a, some other father. There was some other kids there. It was like a little little get-together, a little COVID get-together because nobody can go out. Yeah, he can't do much. So. Can't do much. So we're talking, and we're actually talking about, like, um, at the time, we all we both, we, we both had, well, I, I got to bring my wife up again. My wife is genius in real estate. Nice. So 
we we had we have investment properties and COVID they stopped the short term rentals of like Airbnbs and stuff. Mm. So now you had to go long term rentals. Right. You had to go. So we're talking about the transition of our real estate investments, and we're just sitting there talking, drinking beer, bullshitting. Yeah. And one of the fathers was like, "This is so cool because he, you know, he he was looking at us as these two football players." You know what I'm saying? He's like yeah. these two. Like that's how he, he that's saw all us. You're like, capable of doing. Yeah, so. these two football, and right, he's seeing right. us talk about real estate investments, and we're talking about this, and we're talking about well that, you know that, and then the the, the tax implications on that is less than this, and then we're right. talking about how you can you can underwrite the like the if you get a, a management part. <laughs> he was mind blown. If like, you get a man, if you get a manager of the Airbnbs, you can write that off because that they're yeah. managing the property. So we're really Same talking about business yeah. and just kind of like figuring out what's going on. And the guy was like, "Man, this is so cool." Like, it's cool to hear y'all two talk fly about Fly on this. the wall. Like, the fly on the wall thing. And he's right. like, oh. So, I think from that, then B was like, with nothing more credit to him, he was like, man, we need to do a podcast and talk, sit down as men. Fred T lived around the corner. We all lived right by each other. Fred T lived around the corner. And Reggie Wayne was on. Mm-hmm. If you remember season one, Reggie yeah. Wayne was on before, yeah. before Ocho. So, Dub was on. So, we all, they all, they all lived in the same, the same neighborhood. I lived around the corner. And so, he went to them, went to Reg. So we all knew each other already. We're like, yeah, let's start the podcast. So we started it. And we started that season one. We got it going. And then season two, I say we brought on Alicia Zubikowski, who is our producer now on The Pivot. She has 12 Emmys. She Uh works for like NFL Films. Like she's a monster. Nice little ace. Yeah. It's ace in the hole. And that's who produces it. I was getting nervous. He kept saying Alicia. I was like, Alicia Keys? No, 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 no. <laughs> don't say Alicia Keys, but my wife yeah. gonna get mad over yeah. there. Say Alicia yeah. Keys. Yeah, that's what I did. But so, so it, 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 it kind of it was like it was so natural. It was so naturally started of worked. like, yeah, hey yeah. man, let's go. So we like let's grind, let's grind. So then we we built it up, and then we just kept working, working, and then once it hit, then the money started coming to sixty, seventy racks a month. Mm, crazy, but we had no paperwork set. Yeah. And that was the problem is that, oh, so we're going to just, we're going to grind together. We cool. We're going to grind together. We're going to grind together. And then when the money started coming in, then the money, how we going to chop, how we going to cut, how we going to chop it up. And then my whole thing is my whole thing's percentage. Like how much you making? What, what cut am I getting? That's my whole thing. I do it with everything I do. We're going to do this. What's my cut? What's my, if, if you making a hundred, if you making a hundred, I'll take 20. You making a million. I'm not taking 20. You're making a million. Uh, I need two hundred. Like I need, I, I need, I need you to value. I need them to know my value to this program. Yeah. Was there a couple of you trying to take the percentage though? It it was it was everybody trying to figure out what this is and what am I worth new, to new, this new territory. It's new territory, For but everybody. we we set up nothing. We set up nothing initially. And we didn't we didn't know what well. the money we didn't set up nothing initially. And I and he he was right with that. We set up nothing initially. And so then when the money started rolling in, now it's like, well, hey, we making bread. What are we gonna do? And then, oh, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. Oh, I don't agree with that. Well, that's what I wanna do. And him as the 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 proprietary owner. The financier, that's basically what he put it. What he was putting, because yeah. he put it out there. Yeah. He was like, yeah, well, I'm going to do this. And I'm like, and that's where we left. Like, I was like, oh, no, I don't like this deal. Like, I don't like this situation. And that's why we left. Like, it, 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 it's, not, it, it's not more than what it seems. Like, everybody wants this big, deep fight. It's like, yeah. oh, well, so say we started making money. Okay, I'm going to give you this. I don't think that's enough. 
Okay, well, that's what I want to give you. Okay, well, I'm gone. I was the most, and that's what he, I don't know, you know, I, I heard him talking about it where I was the most transparent person and everything. As y'all see, like, I'm the most transparent person anywhere. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. no, man, that, oh, so you're going to give me what? No, nah, that's cool. I'm, I'm gone. I'm gone. Right. And I hit it, and then we went and started something else. So it was, it, it they, people are trying to look for it to be so much more than what it is. Yeah. It was that once it got established, then the pie was not, and that's one thing Reggie told me. He was like, you know, we got to cut the pie right. And I didn't think the pie was being cut right. Fred didn't think the pie was getting cut right. Ocho mm-hmm. didn't think the pie was getting cut right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if the pie ain't get cut right, we're going to hit it. And now we're going to go, and yeah. like we said, we pivoted. Yeah, okay. That's and went cool. and went and made, you know, made. A new pie. Yeah. A bigger <laughs> pie, a, a to bigger be honest. Pie. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. So that's the thing, man. But it's, it's no it's no ill will towards me. And that's what people want to make it. Like, you're going to see the dude, you're going to jump on him. And everybody knows me. They they know I'm like you know I'm. Everybody knows I'm yeah. like I fought. Everybody yeah. knows my. It's like as no, an I entrepreneur no, though, I have I'm no interested about this because I'm doing the same thing. I feel like right now I'm in the same position as Brandon Marshall was. Mm-hmm. Right, like I'm. I, I front all the funds to make it all work. And you know we obviously uh, Kato and I have a different uh, relationship. I don't know what your relationship exactly was like, um, but you know we have a relationship where for us the the numbers are already there agreed upon we're already like it's it's different and i understand it for everybody it's different and i think brandon actually helped that moment when he spoke about that mm-hmm. is it something that like he put all this money down and he wanted to get the money back before he split up the percentages or what is it exactly that he did that you felt was bad business um so it was that there, there, we always asked about it. I was like, bro, send me the red and the black. And that's what business is, red and black. Assets, liabilities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all business is. What's go- yeah. Send me the red and the black. How much you spend on these cameras? How much you spend on that? How much you spend on this? Let's pay that back, and then let's, let's, yeah. let's cut up the rest. Yeah. Oh. That's all it is. Once you, once you start, because he, he looked at it as a marketing arm for his gym. And different things like he he mm-hmm. he looked at I am athlete as a different as a different approach to what we thought it was. I, I never went on the gym, man. I know five or six guys that have lost their life earnings in gyms, and I've and he knew that too. I'm like, bro, I'm not owning a gym. Yeah, I don't want to own a gym. That's a tough one. Gyms are not successful. Like I don't believe in gyms, and we have a, I have a bunch of investments. I I would never. Somebody asked me to buy into on the gym. I'm not. I'm not going to give you, you a Gatorade bottle. Three to five yeah. to years invest in on a gym. gym. It's bro. hard to own like, gyms. Yeah. So I wanted to own the. I I wanted to be a part of just the podcast, but he wanted to. It wanted to be more than that. With that, so a marketing all the gym. I am athlete. You know, house of athlete and all that stuff. So it was a different. It was a different philosophy of what it was supposed to be. I see. And once we started seeing that, and once we started talking about it, and it's not like we were. You know, we just. Hey, what's we gonna do? Fuck it, we gone. But we sat down and had meetings. Like well, we sat down a number of times and had meetings and meetings and meetings to see what what, what are we say, gonna do. Like I was, I was gonna say, because at some point you had you guys had to realize, like, yo, we got something. We got something. Hey, this is dope. People are tuning in. They care about what we talking about. Like we got something. And I, I assume, like, I have to assume, as being businessmen, as men who have made money in their you know previous endeavors. At some point, somebody's lawyer or somebody's wife or somebody had to say, like, hey, man, how is this? 
I see where this is going. There's money coming in, but how, yeah. how and where and why? And it's like, you know, did you guys have that opportunity to have that discussion or it was just kind of too far too late? It was, um, we, we couldn't really make any decisions, but there, yeah. there was a time and, um, <laughs> By the way, this is all just a very teachable moment. Like, yeah, no, like no, no. You, we're, saying, we're in those same shoes right now, oh, you know. So it's it's I, great to learn from this. I got yeah. you. And when then once Brand, we I knew Brandon was on, and I watched. And then my wife actually was like, you know, they're gonna ask about the Brandon thing, and we talked mm-hmm. about, you know, when you ask, you know, like to really explain it. Where I don't wanna, I don't wanna get too deep into like the. The, the, the numbers, the numbers yeah, the and all that shit, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because I think that was a very, it was bullshit on his side when he started talking about numbers. So I'm not going to do numbers. But there, there was, I, there's, there's receipts. I have receipts. I have the, the one line, the one sheeters and all that stuff of what the endeavor was. And it was not what Brandon said at the time. But there was a, 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 a time when we were all sitting back trying to figure it out. Yeah. And Brandon was trying to figure it out as well. And he said that. So he's trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure it out. And there was no, there, there was really no full understanding of what it was going to be. I see. So you don't know what the big picture is, but you're so trying I, to sign these contracts mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah. We're going to do this, and we're like, well, but if it becomes more than that, you know, if this this 200 grand, 300 grand turns into 2 million, 3 million, 20 million, like, yeah. I'm not comfortable with that. So my whole thing is percentages, equity, you know, not rep shares, yeah. and all that stuff. Like, there's there's numbers, and there's, uh, there's terminology that really oh, yeah. big in contracts. And I have a stupid team, starting with my wife, Johnny Williams, my attorney, Alex Alexis, my uh, my financial guy, uh, Carter Strong, my CPA. Yo, so, like, man. whenever you talk to me, like, anything y'all do, like, like when we talked about doing this, like, there yeah. are six people that looked at it's the contract layers, y'all yeah. sent. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. and that's the thing that I, that I do. So, it's not like I'm, I'm not the, the – I'm the decision maker, but I have so many – I have a team behind me, and it makes me look so intelligent and so smart. <laughs> yeah. But it's really like I just put a bunch of smart motherfuckers around me so Smart. when when you have a team of six, seven, eight people, and hey, you got a dope ass team, your wife called us. She said you bringing Alicia Keys up there. What's that? Nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, so I'm, I was working and I was working, I and no y'all y'all attacks. was hitting me, and yeah, I was yeah. like, I called my wife, like, hey, yeah. you know, hit them back. I'm working. Like, so I got this team. So I'm I send it to my team, and I'm like, hey, want to do this? And these are fucking <laughs> Ivy League people. That shit don't make sense. 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 So it wasn't like the decision was made in a vacuum. It wasn't like heat of the moment, angry argument thing, right? And that's the part about the emotional side of it where everybody's like, oh, ah, you want to fight? We're not fighting anybody. I gave this to my team. Just like recently somebody wanted me to invest in a restaurant with them. And I said, okay, send me the paperwork. I'm going to let my wife look at it first, and I'm going to let my team look at it. And if this shit don't make sense, I'm not going to do it. Right. But with the I Am Athlete thing with Brandon, when I looked at it, I was like, this doesn't make sense. This contract doesn't make sense. And my team said it doesn't make sense. So I was like, no, we're good. And it was like, I didn't storm out the building. Like, like, we good, bro. (laughs) Yeah. I saw him at a Super Bowl last year. Like, bro, you good. Like, we're good to go. And then we're going to learn from that and evolve 
And that's why I say I appreciate him because of the fact that you showed me this space and now I'm going to kill this space with the knowledge that I gained from that. Mm-hmm. And that's what everybody should do. Yeah. Like you take, you take any, any situation that fails, failure isn't failure. Failure is a lesson. Mm-hmm. So when the I am I athlete said this moved, shit to somebody earlier, failure is a lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Shout I'm like, okay, the I am athlete didn't work out. So when the pivot was created, but we have we have a operating agreement. We have yeah, a let's contract. Get this we, out. Bro, we have Day that. One. The first episode we ever did was Plesco Burris in New York two years ago, January 18th. Bro, we had the shit lined up so neat before we even turned the camera on because of the fact what that we playing? we didn't we didn't fail with the last venture. We learned Love from the last it. venture. Ooh. And now we're moving forward and now you know it's some it's some it's some it's some big things coming up, but yeah, nice, man, it's nice. not yeah, but it, it, it people want like nowadays people want this beef and this this you know this yeah. this this uh, problem and this yeah, resentment. Everybody always wants it. Bro, everybody wants that stuff, but it's no resentment you towards know, that man. Like I said, love his kids, love Michi, um, his team that Brandon had. He had a team, uh, Chef Nancy and 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 Days and. Um, the his, the people that worked at the gym, like I'm still cool with all the them people. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not like ah no, yeah. bro. Like, we good to go. What's what's cool about it, you know, obviously moving forward, hindsight and everything. I think y'all taught a lot of people a very interesting lesson. And honestly, this is not the worst case scenario. It could have been a lot nastier. Y'all guys, you guys, it could have gone to the well, then meet me in the rain. It could have gone to meet me in the courtroom. It could have gone to so you know, so far, so far, so far, too far gone. But this is a lesson for a lot of people when it comes to getting into business with friends and even family, especially family. It's important to get that operator operating agreement, you know, early on. Mm-hmm. It, it, if you're gonna wait until that pie is there to be split and the money's already in the account, and now you gotta kind of ask. And negotiate and navigate, it gets weird. People that you love and know for all your life, but they got bills too. It starts to be like, well, I did this and I did that. Well, you didn't do this. And now everybody's kind of. So I think what you guys are going through publicly in front of people, in front of all you guys' fans and and the the community that you guys constructed and built and, and the lane that you guys have for yourself is a powerful lesson for a lot of people too. And I, you know, the way it's going, it looked like everybody kind of won. I can't really say anybody lost. If I'm looking at the grand scheme of things, and maybe it's a little too early to say that, but the way everything is going, I feel like nobody really lost. Winners win, right? Winners win. And inevitably, they're all going to win. You know what I mean? In their own way, whatever way you see victory in, 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 in your path. Like, winners win. You, you do dope shit. You know what I mean? And you can see, like, when... When you hear about, you know, the villain story, you know what I mean? Like, I think everybody should have known, if they didn't, that the separation didn't mean that all of a sudden you guys were done. It's not over. You know what I mean? Did you did you pay attention to how the story went? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, did you pay attention to, you know, how the team was sitting there like, no, nah, you got the need, we're just going to push it back a year. You know what I mean? Like, the wind was coming. You know what I mean? So I, I would have guessed that, you know, like, especially with what, again, you get on the show, it's, it was Brandon Marshall's thing at first, you know what I mean? Uh, it, I mean, I guess if you say I am athlete, it sounds like it's a one guy thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And 
you provide a spark. You know what I mean? And people start watching it. Like, and, and you said it. You didn't make me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you know, like, my mom and my goddamn daddy made me, <laughs> motherfucker. Who the fuck you talking to? And you know what I'm saying? So, like, I hear his side, and I understand his yeah, side. And, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm, again, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I guess today in, in the Danza Project, I'd be Brandon Marshall. You know what I mean? And, and no matter how people would judge me or whatever. And um, we have uh, my co-host and somebody that's bringing the spark to it. I, I'm, I'm somebody that I understand that 100%. Yeah. Like, I, I fucking value what this dude brings to the team so much. You know what I mean? And, and then in percentages, that's my guy. Mm-hmm. I don't have uh, three or four or five or six people to split it up t- uh, between. And I feel like that also, you know, you got you, him, uh, Fred Taylor, and you got you got to split this pie and things start getting like, oh, my God, you know, I got to make my money back or this and that happen and, and everything gets sticky. Business is tough. Business tough. is tough. Business is tough, and in a business that wasn't set. Yeah. Like if you if we if we franchised a Wingstop together, I could go to a Wingstop owner and say, "Hey, how much you pay? Yep. How much you pay up front? When'd you pick get back? You know, what's your kickback? Three years, four years to pay your initial investment, and then what's your kickback month? Like there was a there would there would be a precedent on things that would be set up. That this space uncharted. Was uncharted. Yeah. So how? Who Prime could we COVID. go to? Yeah. Who could we go to and say how is this done? Mm-hmm. And it, it was it was uncharted territory. So we jumped that's into it, and that's the funny thing that people come up to us all the time. They'll be like, "Man, you the OG of podcasting." And I looked, I looked at you know even stacking stacking Matt like all the smoke was out before us. I look at the mm-hmm. Breakfast Club, which was a podcast before they went, you know, saying they got syndicated yeah. and blew up. Like, they, like yeah. I didn't think we were the OGs of podcasting, but now you're mm-hmm. seeing all these podcasts come out and people come to me at the airport now and be like, bro, y'all showed us the way, man. You're the OGs of podcasting. And, this. and it even makes me look at that situation different because it's like, yeah, we are because nobody knew what we were mm-hmm. doing until it hit, until it clicked. And Everybody should be valued in that. And that's the thing. Even when I left with Freddie, I saw Freddie's value. I'm the one that reached out to RC because I know his value. I know Alicia Zubikowski, our producer's value. Like, I could see, I, I learned how podcasting is and what they got to do in the editing. And that's why I was even asking y'all about, okay, we're doing, you're doing this live stream. Are you going to edit it up afterwards? Are you going to cut it where when I'm talking, you can see your reaction, you can see your reaction? Like, how, yeah, how's this going? How's What's it going? How's it going to work? Yeah. What's the end of this production? And there's different ways to do it. So it's just it was it was so young in the podcasting realm that there's no blueprint, no no frame of reference. It's, it's, even after that, even after the whole thing, when I was like, man, you, you ain't really make me. My mom and daddy made me. There's a line. What did Jay Z say? You said you made Jay Z make another Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Another one. I made another Jay Z. Mm. Okay. Like, yeah, hello. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was a bar. Yeah. Do y'all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do y'all yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's a studio engineer. You know, just so you know, like he be he be he be on the boards when people are what, what, what's out there the line? Spitting bars and shit. Isn't it? You That's say you made make another, Jay-Z. Make another make me. Make another yeah. me. Yeah. So, with me, 
one podcast took over the world for a time. I left, and the podcast I was on after took over the world. So who really made those Hello. podcasts? <laughs> that was my point when I got up, you know, when I was talking about the thing, I was like, yeah, yeah so. Said, I seen this motherfucker on the Danzig Project talking all that shit. <laughs> I was you, know, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You I made, good. I'm like, you, you're talking about. You made, you made, like, make another me yeah. then, because I've made this again in a bigger platform at a bigger stage. And that was, that was my, my anger on that. But it's, it, it's all business. It's like Wendy's wants to beat McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. there's, and, and there, nobody's going to fold. We can all and eat. And we can all eat. And that's the thing with the whole, the branding thing is that people want this beef. And I say it again, there is no, like, there's no, I don't, there's no resentment there at all. Good. You're all doing dope shit. We're all just you know I mean? eating. He's, Let's he's doing eat. the shit with uh, Cam now, which is dope. Let's eat. Uh, I know know love I mean? Cam. Yeah. Every time I go to Atlanta, we go to um, what's the shit called? His cigar bar, man. Oh, he got a cigar Stoop. bar. Okay. Oh, if you go to Atlanta, bro, that's cool. Stupid I food. Like that. Uh, Sunday brunch is crazy. He give me the upstairs. You know, I take this. <laughs> yeah. He give me the upstairs yeah, yeah. bar. But yeah, like yeah, Cam got his thing going. Like it's all. I'm it's mad as all fuck good. that Cam ain't in the league no more. Man. Nah, he's too old. Cam, he's too old. <laughs> he's too. Old. I pushed back. I don't know if you saw the episode with Cam. Like he's he's too old and he's too um. He can't just hide. Cam can't hide because of his personality. You know what? You know what? Cam reminds me of uh, fellowship. Josh Allen. Fellowship. The fellowship. Bro, go a, to it's Sunday. A, it's a nice looking Bruh, place. Go there Sunday. Brunch is stupid. I, I feel like Cam. You know, Josh Allen scares me because of Cam. Because what I seen with Cam, I was a huge, huge, huge Cam Newton fan. Yeah. And you've seen that, you know, shoulders start taking a beat. And I feel like that's what Josh Allen is doing. He's a big running quarterback, and he takes the beat. And, and Josh Allen, they don't sit Josh Allen down. When he's injured, he's like, man, I'm playing through this injury. I'm playing through this injury. Sometimes it's like, all right, you're doing – that's what that was Brett Favre. Yeah. Now Brett Favre's like, I'm going to play with the broken finger. That was Kobe Bryant. I'm going to play with – you know up, what I mean? It's funny you bring up Favre because that was a comparison I had on Inside the NFL that – uh <laughs> That I, I I was I'm gonna get off, so I say it here, but I'm gonna get off. Josh Allen leads the, leads the NFL in touchdown passes right mm -hmm. now, but also he's one of the top in turnovers. There. Those years that Brett Favre was throwing 32, 35 touchdowns, Brett was throwing 20 interceptions because <laughs> he's a gunslinger. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just shoot. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna let it go, and that's what Josh got a lot of Brett Favre in him. But Brett Favre's a, a Hall of Famer. Josh is gonna go. Josh and what Joe Brady has done for Josh is let told him to run if you want to run. I think Ken Dorsey was stopping him from running. Yeah. So Joe Brady said, "Listen, if you can't throw that ball in two three seconds, take off, big man. Your ass is you runs a four four and you six six. Take, take off, off and go man. get it happening. Yeah, you saw on. it against the Eagles, and he's there throwing a lot of outs. I think I talked about earlier. He's throwing a lot of outside routes because once you throw the, once you throw deep across the middle, it's a lot of motherfuckers back there running around and they're very talented. Scary. If you throw it on the outside, you're just dealing with one cornerback. So he's throwing all out routes and he's running the ball down the middle. And that's what Joe Brady did to him. Yeah. And it's genius what he's doing because he's, he's, he's scheming it up where Josh Allen can't make mistakes. And that's a big boy. Smart. Josh that's is a, a boy. I love Josh. Yeah, yeah. I, and being a Dolphin fan, I love Tua, Tyreek, what they're doing and all. And I think the Dolphins will win the AFC East easily. But I respect good football. I love good football. I just want to watch good football. And Josh Allen is a monster. He's a top five quarterback right now. Okay, I like that. 
I'll go top one. But, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm going top, top one. Top one. So the, the, the Chiefs ain't in the league. No, I'll say this. I'll the say Chiefs this. ain't in the league. I'll say this. I think, this is my opinion. I think that if uh, Andy Reid got a hold of a Josh Allen, watch out. Ooh. If Andy <laughs> Reid got a quarterback that could run like Donovan McNabb, Donovan McNabb but throw but like he, Josh Allen. But he had Michael Vick. He didn't have Cam Newton. With Cam, with an arm like and and Cam is my ace. Yeah. I love Cam, like I said. And Cam don't don't take my uh, exclusive upstairs privileges away at fellowship. <laughs> at fellowship. <laughs> but jo- Josh Allen is Josh Allen is a more talented passer than Cam was. That, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. you got a you got the type of runner that Cam was. Obviously, Cam had probably better feet than than uh, Josh Allen. <laughs> oh yeah, Cam. But was. Um, <laughs> but Josh Allen runs like that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean, big and, and strong. And, can't you and know he one guy's not similar to a Pat Mahomes? He really does. He does not throw like Patrick Mahomes. My, my that's your. That's your. That's your. Seventy yards down the field. Nope. I will. I will agree with you when you're right. <laughs> Pat and Mahomes. Call bullshit when you're yeah, wrong. Pat Mahomes got the baseball is. throw Listen. right. Pat Mahomes got the baseball throw like he. Side Pat off. Mahomes does the not even just the sidearm. I don't even know if you could call it the sidearm. Sometimes this dude throws the goddamn ball. Patrick you know Mahomes, what I mean? like he's he's sitting here like this. Is it, I, I'll give him the that. most There's talented no passer that you've in the last seen. 30, 40 years of football. Really? Yeah, I like yeah. that. Even like Brady. Brady's the goat. Brady's so smart, but Brady Brady wasn't. He didn't have the arm talent of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Is, we talking about yeah. To be honest, not even being we in Miami. Patrick Mahomes like. Dan Marino, shit, Joe Montana stuff. Style. Yeah. Like, Patrick Mahomes hmm. is special. I'd still take Josh Allen, but congratulations <laughs> to you for taking Pat. He ain't gonna, he, you know what I mean? I don't even like the damn Chiefs, but <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just saying, give, I'm just give, me, give me Andy Reid and Josh oh, Allen I'm over t- Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. <sighs> for me. <laughs> It's a Buffalo yeah, man. Yeah, Super nah. Buffalo. Yeah, blood. Yeah, that's yeah. Brad Pat. Call it yeah. Buffalo all you want. I, and I said, I said, Josh Allen top five. Do you, do you think, you know, I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying for me, yeah. do, you, do you think that Josh Allen would be better if he had Andy Reid? Yeah. Oh, no, everybody. We saw it when him. Josh Allen was shit his first couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then Brian Dayball, who yeah. went to the Giants, yeah. they came in. Yeah, no. You, like the coaching stuff. Fuck with Tua. We saw it with Tua. He, Chan Gailey was his offensive coordinator. Chan Gailey is 97 years old. <laughs> Remember when Chan Gailey was, was an offensive, offensive coordinator? Mind, yeah. He's not an offensive man. He's not an offensive man. He's not an offensive man. He has Alzheimer's. <laughs> like, and then you see, you see Mike McDaniel get Tua and that talent, and now you're seeing Tua be one of the best quarterbacks. Tyree, yeah. you know, Tyree's yeah. going to break 2,000 yards this year. But the coaching, do, the coaching does help. So to your point, now, you know, just, you know, being uh, bullshit, being facetious. Josh Allen would be better with Andy Reid, but Josh Allen would not be better than Patrick Mahomes with Andy Reid. Okay. Because everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Uh, bro, it is. <laughs> you played in a league, I didn't. You two know what I mean? But I'm not going to sit. Like you said to me. good. Like, like you said to me. You know you ain't you ain't want to fight Myers Sean Lynch? Yes, the fuck I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you gotta remember who you. You know, you know what I mean? I'm not about to sit here and shut the fuck up. You ain't want to. You yeah. ain't want to see Sean. Hey, hey, Sean Patty. was a big, strong bastard. Now. Oh, oh no, man. I seen him. I yeah, know. You don't want to see? I, Sean. I was just saying I was ready for the ass whooping. All right. That's oh, okay. I was prepared. Marshawn, you know I, mean? I don't like, got I'm, no beef, bro. I am nah, trained, beast mode is one of the best. No beef. Beast mode is one of the greatest personalities. <laughs> Ever. He shot at your lady? Yeah. 
That's what she said. I believe her. All right, I believe her. Um, she wanted you to get your ass whooped. That's what it was. Congratulations. She did. She definitely did. Uh, she said, somebody I, grabbed my ass. Who did it? Yeah. Him. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. With the Skittles. Him. Yeah. With the braids. But, I, the but braids. I tell you what, no doubt about it, uh, Marshawn Lynch is, I think, in my opinion, one of the greatest fucking athletes ever. His entire story has mm-hmm. been like A1. His show? Are you kidding me? Yeah. So that's how you milk him right there? You know what I mean? Like, the, yo, his, he's, he's, mm-hmm. Marshawn Lynch is A1. I play some bad running back. He's top. Um, yeah, he's A1. Yeah, LaDainian yeah. Tomlinson. Mm. Come AP. On. AP was a monster. Sean was a monster. You were out there when Jamal Lewis was out there, right? Jamal was old when I got in. Okay. Jamal could still play, but yeah. he wasn't. He wasn't two thousand yards. Jamal. Um, I was there for CJ two K. We had Edge up here. Edge was a beast. Yeah. And we had and, Ricky and Williams up here. Yeah, speaking of dogs. I played Rick and Ronnie in that Wildcat. Yeah, I had to hit them two bitches every single day in practice. Right. <laughs> Rick and Ronnie were hell trouble. But uh, yeah, now Sean. I would say Ladainian is probably the best. That 06, when he set the yeah. rushing record, Ladainian is the best thing I've seen out the backfield of my life. Because <laughs> yeah, he, he was a little. A lot of people don't talk about Ladainian. Well, was a that monster. Ladainian yeah. had 26 touchdowns that year, 26 rushing touchdowns, 06. We played him out there in San Diego. And Zach Thomas, Zach Thomas didn't say names. He never said names. Okay. He'd always say numbers. So, like, you play, oh wow, you know, you play uh, Brady. And he'd be like, you know, 12, 12's going to do this, 12's going to check. He'd always speak about his numbers. He, like, his yeah, thing was all numbers. Like, Zach, Zach's almost like Rain Man. Wow. Zach Thomas almost That's like scary, Rain That's scary, though. I ain't going to lie. And it was all numbers. Hey, Zach hey. Thomas was a wild Number. boy, Bro, man. Zach could play. Yeah. Hey, hey, crowd, 87, if he's off the ball, they're running it. If 86 is off the ball, they're passing it. Like, he mm-hmm. all his whole thing, mind was numbers. Math. So, a whole season with him, 05, my rookie year. Come back, 06. We go out to San Diego to play the Danian and Phillip Rivers and them in San Diego. And it's pregame, and uh, the the offense gets the ball first. And Zach's sitting there, and Zach looks down the bench. He says, CC, said, what up? He said, the Danny is a monster. And it's the first time I heard him say a guy's ready? government yeah. name. Oh, and it, it almost shook me because I was like, did you just say a yeah, man's wait, government wait, wait. name? <laughs> and then probably about the third play, they ran a power, and I hit the Danny <laughs> at the goal line and ended up being second and two. That bitch drug my big ass for eight yards. <laughs> damn. I was like, God, yeah. damn, LT was good. LT was so strong, so fast, so big. So, yeah, it's funny. And, and all them dudes, Adrian Peterson that year was a monster. Some of them running backs were stupid. But the the most respect I have for a running back, just playing them, is the Damian Thomason. That's fair. Right. Yeah. That's a great story right great there. Yeah. So, then, speaking about running backs, <laughs> you told us that you had something about OJ. Hey, it's a funny story, man. The original juice. So we went to, um, and this is another with Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown is my ace. Call him Black. He's my. We got drafted. He went first round, 05. I went third round, and that's my that's my ace to this day. Got a birthday party coming this week, and he's coming down with his family. His nice. kids are friends with my kids. That's my dude. Our wives are friends, and uh, so me and Ronnie go to the rookie. There's like a rookie uh, in New York. You sign autographs. At the rookie symposium? The, no, it's not the rookie symposium. It's like a um, what's some damn article? Uh, uh, Lear or whatever. 
One, one of them little card shows, whatever. Yeah. So they come oh. and you, you literally sit oh. and you just sign thousands of cards. You sit there for a day, they give you like $20,000, and you just sit and damn near sign 20,000 cards. Holy shit. So me and Ronnie fly because I was the, um, he was offensive guy, I was the defensive guy. We were both the, uh, you know, Dolphins rookies and all. So we go to New York. So we go up there, we sign autographs. <laughs> we go back to the airport. So we're sitting at EWR about to fly back to Miami. The flight's delayed to go to Miami. So everybody's like, oh, so everybody's walking away. They're like, oh, you know, we're moving the gate. OJ Simpson's there. Of oh, course. So OJ has like three of his buddies with him. So OJ Simpson there. So we both look and we're like, damn, that's OJ Simpson. Was he running through the airport like the Hertz commercial? Uh-huh. He wasn't running. <laughs> but he does that. You know, the joke is he has a big ass head. That bitch has a big it. ass head. <laughs> that's the one thing he turned around. I was like, this man. This Gotta be him. Motherfucker's <laughs> his face. But like a, <laughs> a cartoon character. But like Stewie. The bobblehead. <laughs> but then, so we go. So. So now everybody, so it's a restaurant. It's like a little bullshit restaurant there. So now when they delay the flight, everybody tries to pour into the restaurant. So we were kind of in the back. So we got a we got a seat in the restaurant, and then we have the little table. So OJ and his buddies walk in, so they kind of connected all the tables. So everybody just kind of had to sit together. Mm-hmm. So the ladies bring the the um, the cutlery out. So the ladies come and start setting the cutlery down. Man, they sit there, got their cutlery down <laughs> next to OJ. <laughs> One of his motherfucking buddies grabbed the knife and slid it down the table. Oh, no. I fell out laughing. But people were so uncomfortable, like, could we laugh at that? No, no. Man, when they they put that knife next to OJ, his buddy grabbed that knife and slid it down the table, bitch, I fell out laughing. (laughs) Hey, shout out to his homie. Ronnie sitting next to me, hit me like, shut up. Man, this old ass nigga ain't gonna catch me. I'm gonna laugh at this joke. I got something for you, OJ. He came at you with Russell Wilson. <laughs> if you if you ain't catching, he came at him with the Bronco. You feel me? Don't don't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yep. But OJ, then I saw him. I met him again at a uh, at down here somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool dude. Yeah, I don't, I don't right know here. if he killed nobody or not, but hell, <laughs> he down in the right. I mean, you catch him playing golf on it any day. So yeah, yeah he I down in the round here. I met him, and then uh, that's, that's a Buffalo Bill right there. You know what I'm saying? So you, you wanna. I'll give you one. Uh, Bruce, you love Bruce Smith? Oh, yeah. Bruce Smith. I'll give you a story about Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith, I was in, where were we at? Crowbar? When Bruce stole all the liquor? Stole? <laughs> so we in Crowbar, and people, you know, they know who I, you know, people people know me. I'm loud and shit talking Shirt off. Shirt off. So, you know, <laughs> from the day now. So we in the club, right? So we in Crowbar. Is Crowbar still there? I don't they, know. They probably changed the name. So we in Crowbar. Me and my wife is years ago. We in Crowbar. We got a big section. We got a couple friends there. And then the manager comes up and he's like, hey, um, <laughs> Bruce, uh, Bruce. And he just, they, people assume all football players are fucking friends for yeah, some reason. Yeah, like, hey, your friend Bruce is uh, outside. I'm like, I don't know no Bruce. <laughs> he was like, oh. Uh, so then he came back like, Bruce Smith, you know Bruce? I was like, Shit, yeah, I know Bruce Smith. Like, he's a monster. Like, I love Bruce Smith. I was like, yes. <laughs> Bruce wants a table, but there's no more tables left. It was late. It was like 1.30 in the morning. It was like, uh, can he come sit he with you? Because it's just me, my wife, and like two or three other people. We had a nice-sized table. I was like, yeah, man, Bruce, come sit with us. <laughs> <laughs> so Bruce walks in with, with, with uh, like two, two, three friends, sit down, <laughs> get four shots of tequila. I had a bottle of tequila, four shots of tequila, and then gets four cups of tequila. Bottle gone. 
Drake the shot, Drake the liquor, and haul ass. I was like, damn, Bruce Smith just came and stole my whole goddamn bottle. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was like, damn, Bruce. And went up, gave him that when he got in. Like, man, I appreciate it. Yeah, then Bruce McGuire. I saw him later at a Jason Taylor event. I actually told him about it. So if he hears this, he's going to laugh. Yeah, he owe you but a But I was like, bitch. damn, Bruce, man, you came in, drank my whole goddamn bottle of tequila and hit it. Yeah. My Bruce. Bad, my bad, my bad, brother. My bad, young blood. Yeah, so. Yeah, so you're bad. He's got, he's got, Bruce got an interesting voice for a motherfucker named Bruce, too. Bruce is a bad man, though. Yeah. Definitely a bad man, but he got that voice. Like what? It just doesn't sound like a Bruce. <laughs> What's a Bruce sound like? I mean, no, but Bruce. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's 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 got he's got a very uh, feminine voice. Okay, yeah. I was waiting for you to. He got a lot because we saw we saw we saw, okay. we saw a lot of the commercials in Buffalo and shit, and like when it was Bruce Smith and he, he and he finally got to the screen, you know what I mean? It was like, oh, that's Bruce. Yeah, that's Super Bowl Bruce. Yeah, Bruce was a bad man. Yeah, uh-huh. but you—that's the last thing you want a motherfucker like that talking to you. It's like, hey. You know what I mean? Don't you don't sleep. want that. This is just, it's kind of a little nerve wracking. Don't sleep. You know what I mean? That, like, and he, that's a big boy right there. Reggie White, Bruce Smith, those tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Those were them guys. Yeah, you know, yeah. the Michael Strahan. Yep. Oh, my childhood. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I wanted to ask you um, originally, you know, we were talking about who made me and all that stuff. You initially had a start in broadcasting prior to this whole podcast thing, right? With, with um, I had a. Radio show, which cool. uh, 13 years, yeah. I've been doing radio 13 years. Uh-huh. South Florida, I was um, Adam Adam Cooperstein. He's Adam uh, Cooperstein. he's now in New York on uh, NBC6 New York. He blew up. He's very, very talented at his uh, at, at media. But, yeah, I've been in radio now for over 13 years. Wow. Do, yeah. y'all, do y'all keep in contact? Yeah, I still talk to Coop. I'm sure he, he see what you're doing now, and he's like, man, I remember when you first came to radio and, you know, had, it, had to be on the mic publicly type it's funny because now people see all I'm doing and they're always like, uh, you know, they and they knew it because how much I talked. So the oh, shit started, uh, the media shit started. So like what made me, yeah, but the media shit started where it was like my fourth or fifth year and I used to just talk shit in the locker room, just make fun <laughs> of everybody. The, the, the media guys come in. Um, I always joke with David <laughs> David J. Neal. I don't know if y'all know him. He works down here. Named David J. Neal. But he was always wearing these little short-ass shirts, little dashikis, and have his, his, his belly button out. Uh, oh, like Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, and crap. I used to fuck with him, and I'd be like, man, you got that goddamn little short-ass dashiki on, and all. So he used to laugh. So the media got a hold of, like, like knowing that I just, like, I'm just entertaining. So then they asked the Dolphins. They were like, hey, I think it was NBC. I think it was Channel 6. And they were like, hey, as we play the credits, can we just record you sit in your locker and make fun of people <laughs> and we'll edit it, you know, make sure the dolphins approve it. And we'll just play it as the end, at the end of the news every night. That BTS, that, that and the that. BTS, we talked about that shit earlier. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and the dolphins approved and I was like, yeah, cool. So I just sat and mess with people. Paul Soley, I was sitting next to me. He was a big ass, uh, Polynesian. <laughs> so I used to fuck with him all the time. And so they would just play, like they would just record me like five, 10 minutes and just play it back at the end of the news. And so that turned into a Friday night radio show on 560 WQAM down here. And then AM WQAM. Yeah, that was big. That was big. And then that turned into a Monday night, the next year, a Monday night and a Friday night show down here. And I have no broadcasting degree, no communication degree. I just could talk. 
I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, people ask me that. Do you have a communication the degree? I was like, commu- a, a degree to talk to humans? Like, bitch, I've been talking to humans my whole life. I wish I knew about that degree. I knew? Yeah. yeah, I wish they told me I needed a degree to talk. So then that's where it started. So when I was actually playing, I was already on 560 QAM down here. And then when I retired, Steve Goldstein took the job, the TV job for the Panthers. And Coop, it was Coop and Goldie. And then he took the Panthers job, and they needed somebody, somebody to fill in. And they were like, hey, would you jump on with Coop? And I was like, yeah, I jump on. Jumped on, and shit, 13 years later, now I'm, you know, we're the number one, number one South Florida sports show, man. Hawking, Hawking, Hawking Crowder, 560 WQA. Don't, don't leave me Come hanging, goddammit. Yeah, man, but it's just, it, it is all like, uh, yeah, I'm quoting Jay-Z a lot. When he was like, um, that's a good person to quote. I mean, it's like my, you know, my, 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 my dudes are taking chances. Uh, you know, it's one of them songs where it's like, you know, y'all are taking advances, my dudes are taking chances. Uh, like, that's the whole thing. Like, I never say no to an opportunity. We'll figure that shit out on the back end. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's all I did with radio, with TV, with Inside NFL, with podcasts, mm-hmm. with everything. It's like, oh, it's an opportunity. Well, shit, let's ride and see what happens. And then yeah. it always, you know, it just. That pivot. I just bring, you know, like I said, it's just, I, is, is there, okay, but is, okay, so people put you in a box. He's a football player. He should, Mm -hmm. technically, you shouldn't be doing, being able to do none of the stuff that you're doing because you don't have a degree in communications, right? Is there something that you haven't gotten to? Like if it wasn't football or if it wasn't broadcasting, is there something that you like, man, I always wanted a NASCAR or like, (laughs) (laughs) is there something that, you know, Mm. A good question. There's something I haven't gotten to. I see you um, cooking. I, I got you. I got I got the seasoning line coming out. Crowder powder. It's gonna be out. We have our first uh first show December seventeenth. December seventeenth. We got our first my first cooking show at the Dolphins uh Jets game. Nice. December seventeenth, you got it, yeah. That's cooking right. show. December fourteenth is the oh the um the comedy. I'm doing the Let's improv. Go, Miami. Oh, like it, it's funny. Like when you said it, like it made me think because I think the like uh, the, what was that saying? The world is your oyster, or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever that shit is. Like yep. I think it's so much more like I can do, but it's just presented when it presents itself. Like radio presented itself when I was playing. Then radio presented the podcasting. A podcasting presented the TV, and TV is mm-hmm. going to present to. Just open up the world, and then the content creator stuff, the influencer stuff, which I didn't even, I didn't even like or know. <laughs> but it's like when yeah. things come up, I just say like, my yeah. wife is one of the biggest fuels of it, but my team is one of the biggest fuels. They're like, hey, do you see what they're doing? Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll literally send me a clip of what's yeah. going on. They'll be like, hey, this dude's cooking, and right. he has this many followers, and he can do this. Well, shit, I can do yeah, that. You, you fucking with this? I mean, like, I can do that. Yeah. And so it's uh, – I've coached. I won't, I won't coach probably ever again. That's too stressful. Kids, these kids ain't worth a damn nowadays, man. These kids are crazy. <laughs> it's hard to be in charge of that many these personalities. These crazy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, these little young kids are crazy. So I've, <laughs> I, I just try stuff, and if I put my mind to it and put my, my – uh, I guess my team to it, they'll figure out how to make it work. So I know there's something more in the future. Um, this, just think about it now. This seasoning stuff and this cooking stuff might turn into a restaurant. 
Come on. You know, stuff like that. But it's yeah. just, it's, it's going to naturally happen because I never thought I'd do radio and then radio turned into TV and then TV turned into national TV. Mm. National TV turned into podcasting, international podcast stuff. Like, it just, as, yeah. it, as, it, as it matures, I just let it mature. And as opportunities arise, just like inside the NFL, I just let them come up and then, then yeah, you throw that ball over the plate, I'm going to hit that bitch out of the park. <laughs> That's tough. So That's seeing, tough. seeing as the way all these careers played out, where, like, you got, like, your Tom Brady's that played until he was, what, 42 years old, 43? Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Rodgers, which he's sitting there just today, came out that he might come back, depending on how competitive they are, which <laughs> they won't be, so he won't. Yeah. Yeah, um, no chance, man. Ain't, ain't no reason for him to play no more football yeah. this year. Yeah, And... Do you wish that your career went out a little bit longer, or are you happy with the way it ended? No, I'm fine with it. I could have played longer. <laughs> like I, I had, I had teams, I had teams recruit me. I had teams trying to uh, scout me to come play. I worked out for New England. I had a Buffalo workout and a Seattle workout the year I retired. Oh, so you didn't want to go to Buffalo? No, I, I didn't. I, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I didn't want to go to yeah, Buffalo. Okay, okay Willis McGahee. But <laughs> All right. I didn't want to play football that year. So I had it was ap- it was after the lockout. So whenever you were going to a, whenever you, when when your contract was up, the lockout year that was 2011, yeah, yeah. you would push the money back to your end of your contract so that if you did lockout, you had guaranteed so money. So I already had money coming in that year. So then when the Dolphins released me, I was like, oh, I'm already getting paid. I'll take a year off. Like, I'm getting, you know, I got money, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> My wife was 11, 11 months, per, no, not 11. I, I hope she's not 11, 11 months, months pregnant. pregnant. What was it? Damn, you did, Eight, you did nine, a lot of work. It was like almost nine months she pregnant. She was like, yeah, I'm going to yeah, store yeah. the baby in for an extra month. She had. Almost <laughs> there, yeah. <laughs> she, she had triplets and was 11 months pregnant. Uh, you had triplets? No, no, no. She was nine, oh, she shit. Was, she, was almost, <laughs> she was almost nine months pregnant. She was like eight and a half Is it fucked pregnant. up that I thought, like, you got to be a fat woman to be a tri- have triplets? Because I looked up and you had triplets? Uh, you know? <laughs> she's skinny to have three babies. Yeah. But my, my, Good shape for triplets. I, so camp started, like, August 15th. My son was born August 29th. So, like, she was, she was blowing up, and I was like, they cut me. I was like, the hell with it. Damn, she was blown up. It's tough for me to be home. Yeah, she was big. Yeah, she came to the first date. They, they, the Dolphins cut me. They made me practice one day and then cut me the first day of camp. After they saw your wife? No. No, no. <laughs> like, no, they, they, my wife was there. I think my family, my sister, like, it was, like my whole family came. Like, oh, first day of camp. Came out and the Dolphins cut me the, after the first practice of camp. Damn. And so I was like, well, I'll take this year off. I'm already get paid. And then uh I honestly, bro, I saw the other side of life. I saw like once you like once you take football off and you don't have to worry about the stress of like learning, you know, fucking tight end motions oh, yeah. and yeah, goddamn yeah, yeah. 12, 21 personnel and all this shit. Like I just chilled and uh I told my wife, I was like, Yeah, Asia, I ain't gonna play ball no more. She ain't I don't know. She didn't believe me for years. She was like, you're going to go back. Because she knew I loved the game. Yeah. I really loved the. I, I loved the X and O. I, I loved the schematics. I loved the grind of the game. I loved being out there with the best athletes in the world. But I saw, like, the pressure off my shoulders. I saw, like, the pressure off my body, having to rehab and off just work body. out and just yeah. uh, stretch guys and – the whole thing. Oh, vitamin oh. drips and goddamn yeah, shots uh, in your knees like, yeah, and yeah, PRP and uh, the going up to and uh, the interviews just, and the, uh. I just saw that I cuz I've been I was like the you know the main event since high school 
you know, all you know, all American high school, all American yeah. college, drafted to the Dolphins, starting. So I was always like the. So I always like the pressure I put on myself to be great. I didn't understand the pressure I put myself till that pressure was gone. Till it was taken off. And then once that pressure was gone, like I was sitting at home on like a Tuesday, man, sitting there. You know, we have a uh, a newborn son, little little Chan, Chan the third. And I'm just sitting there. A, a new, newborn son at the time? At the now? time, okay. yeah. He's thir- he's 12 now. Yeah. And uh, so Chan's 12. My daughter's 10. And we have a, thir- a three-year-old. And I'm sitting there, man. And my wife's sitting there with my newborn son. And I'm sitting in our house. And I'm like, man, dang, that football kissed my ass. <laughs> and I swear, it. It, was like, it was like two years. And yeah. my wife kept saying, she's like, you're going to go back. You're going to go back and play. And I was like, I don't think so, baby. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. And then, yeah, it was like two, two and a half, three years. And she was like, you're not playing anymore, are you? I was like, no, nah, shit. You yeah. kissed my ass. Oh, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you said it. You know, you when, to be as good as you were and, you know, to get to that level of playing ball, it don't start from middle school. It don't start from – you don't get that good starting football in high school. You know, you've been playing all your life. So, to finally feel, I got a Sunday off. It's ch- let me turn that AC down. Hold on. Let me have a drink. Let me yeah. – let's put some ribs on the – you know what? It's kind of – I'm sure it – I'm sure it took a little bit of – a lot of pressure off your body, off your back, off your mind. Yeah. just so that you could actually be you outside of the game. And that's what's so interesting about your story, too, and about the pivot is finding that second leg of life, that second breath of air after your main career or your mainstay as far as how people know you. I think it's important for people to be able to have something to do outside of the salary, outside of what you get paid to do, outside of what you train to do all through high school, college, and all that stuff. It's important for you to have something that you do for you. You know, to express yourself and who you really are, again, outside of the salary. And it's cool to see you guys do that kind of stuff. You know, like you said, you guys were very early in doing so. You know, B. Marshall and the whole crew. It's just been cool to watch y'all do this and and actually be good at it, too. You know. And a lot of dudes do, do, uh, I want to say struggle, but a lot of dudes do do, uh, have trouble with that transition. Sure. A lot of dudes have trouble with that transition. Now you're not burning calories, and now you start to, you don't look how you used to look, and you know you start to feel a certain way. And of course, the money is always you know something you got to consider as well too. So I'm sure it's difficult. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it's just finding something, finding something new to do, finding um, another mm-hmm. passion, and it's, it's never, it's never. There's not many. There's there's no jobs that are gonna pay like professional sports pay. Yeah. yeah. So even when I got in the radio, like I was making twenty eight, thirty grand, you know, a year. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> like you make it twenty twenty grand twenty eight grand a year. I'm like, bro, you know, that Yeah. And not, you know, I you know, I know just the scheme of things. Been yeah. the big scheme of things and what you've made and what you used to make and all. But it was like you're you're working towards something. It's something mm-hmm. bigger than that. And I know the podcasting and I know the um the uh, inside NFL stuff and the, the national TV and the attention and the ESPN and the first take and all this stuff right. I've done without doing radio and kind of sharpening my skills oh, for all them years, it I would not be as as good on radio. I wouldn't be as good in the media. So it wasn't about it wasn't about the salary. It was about the the the, the experience. Practice, yeah, the yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of guys a lot of guys have to see that where. I go from like right now the NFL. I think the the league minimum is like six hundred seventy thousand dollars or something like that. If you're on the team, 
Yeah. If you take a snap, you're making 700 racks a year. Oh, wow. And now I'm going to leave that and go make 25 racks a year. Mm. And there's a lot of guys that can't see the bigger picture of it. And I've yeah. talked to guys that can't see that bigger picture of it. But it's just really, man, just just uh, just doing things and trying to be su- – just knowing that you can be successful at something and just saying, mm. man, I'm going to dive in. Yeah. I'm going to dive in and see what happens. With, with, with all this, uh, you know, all this lure – you know, everybody obviously knows you, you, you got some hands on you. Nobody ever said, hey, man, come do this celebrity boxing. Oh, no, they swing this. back. <laughs> okay. I've had some people ask me. Yeah. Hey, you want to fight? You know, you, we know, we know. I'm sure somebody you. said, hey, man. Yeah, Google me, the Google me thing. Like, Google me, you know, I've, I'll fight. No, 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 no. Because them motherfuckers swing back. <laughs> Y'all understand that? <laughs> if you can tell me we can fight and you ain't going to hit me in my face. Man, I'll okay. wear your ass out. <laughs> when you start swinging back, and you going to hit me on my shit? No, Jack. <laughs> I talk to Ocho Cinco about it all the time. Because yeah, Ocho, be Ocho talking about boxing again. We just laughed. He, he talking about he going to fight Andre Ward. Oh, what? <laughs> and I was like, Ocho, don't try to fight Andre Ward. But I went to Andre the, Ward wants to fight us. I went to the Logan Paul. I went to the Logan Paul yeah. fight yeah. With, with Ocho. When he fought the big, the big yep. blonde-haired white boy. And he was holding. No, 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 no. He fought a, a little black Floyd? dude. No, no, no. no. Ocho, oh, then Ocho the fought um, one or something. The prime or some shit. What the fuck was his name? I, I don't remember who his he name. fought. I know Odom fought. No, you. Yeah, Floyd fought Logan, Logan Paul, but Ocho fought a little. Uh, God, a little black dude. Oh, you know what I'm talking oh, about at Hard Rock Stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah. was there because because Chad is my ace. That's my dude, Sherelle, and my wife are friends and all. So we was hey, there for Ocho. Ocho held it down for three, four rounds, and then Ocho jumped in the air to the right, and that motherfucker <laughs> caught him inside his cheek, and he hit the ground, and the booty was in the air. Damn, Ocho. I was like, damn, because I asked, I, I warned him that your booty going to be in the air. And so that's, <laughs> so even that, so I was joking with Ocho recently about it, but yeah, man, I'm not fighting nobody because I'm not getting, man, I got kids. You going to have me on the ground, my face on the damn turf, my booty in the air, uh-uh. sleep, yeah. If you could promise me they're not going to swing back, I'll box somebody. But if they start swinging back at me, I ain't boxing nobody. fucking with these people. So that's an important thing right there um, to take it to the more serious side. I I think people think that this podcast and shit is something simple. Really? I mean, like, I really do. I feel like everybody hits me up like, I'm about to start a podcast. Hold out. And I'm like, do you know what's about to happen? Like, you want to start a go? Go for it. This shit ain't easy. You know what I mean? It's first off, if you think it's for free, ooh boy, good luck. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it takes money, it takes effort, it takes time. Everybody's time, Landon's time, Orlando's time, Nova's time, Fred's time, Cato's time, my time. It takes everybody's time. It takes blood, sweat, and tears into this shit. But you're still somehow doing all this and maintaining your family. What is that like for you? And you know, I'm. Again, I say new father, but as, as we start getting through this, I'm starting to be an experienced father. Not yeah. 19 months in, all right? I, I, you see my little guy right there. He looks like he's a linebacker right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I got my daughter on the way. What, what is it like? What advice would you give to somebody like me, somebody like myself? Um, and what are your experiences like juggling fatherhood? Mm-hmm. You said you got a thirteen-year-old, a three-year-old, uh, twelve-year-old, twelve ten, year old. and three. Yeah. So what is what's it like doing? That? I would, I would, uh, I, I've quickly met your lady, 
and she's going to have a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to have a solid woman. Mm-hmm. And I've said this. I've said this a number of times, and not just because my wife is here in the corner, but, like, without without Asia, I couldn't do none of this, man. Because even, like, I'll tell you, last week we, we did um, Thanksgiving in New York. They went to the Blue Man Group. We went to Central Park, did the tours. We went to um, the Jets-Dolphins game. We went to – we did the little Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. We did all that shit. It was, it was, it was a fun week. But on Tuesday, I had to go to Mount Laurel, New Jersey, and do Inside the NFL. So, I had, so we left Monday night. They stayed with me in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. And then after Inside the NFL we shot, then we had to go to the city to get to the hotel. And then Wednesday morning at 4 a.m., I had to wake up and fly to L.A., to shoot the Nick uh, Nick Curios, the tennis players yeah. podcast that we did. So we did Nick yeah. Curios. So I flew to L.A. I was in L.A. for two hours, thirty minutes to the hotel. Did Nick Curios for an hour. Go back to the go back to the uh, to the airport and fly another five hours. So I was in the air for ten hours to be in L.A. for two hours just to shoot one podcast. Uh. And that whole day, my wife was with the kids there. So it's it's a lot of sacrifice, man. I miss basketball games. I miss football games. I miss. Uh, all kind recitals, of stuff, man. Recitals, daddy, um, daughter, all those. Are son, you worried? My, my at son all? plays like, percussion, so you know I, I miss I miss his performances and different things, and it's just like and I I talk to my kids. Your kids are young, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you got babies, mm-hmm. and my three year old he's okay, he's, and he's a nut. Chaz is a problem, <laughs> but like my older kid, my twelve, my ten year old, we talk to them, and I they understand. I'm like, you know, daddy's grinding right now. Daddy's grinding right now, so that in 10, 15 years, like daddy can retire, yeah. you're set. We take them to our uh, real estate investment. Like I said, my wife's a genius real estate, um, you know, mind. Yeah. So, like, we take them, we take them, we're we flipping, you know, flipping houses and doing different things like that. We take them and just let them get, like, understand what we're doing because these, yeah. these houses are going to be yours one day. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to, at some point, we're going to pass these properties down to you mm-hmm. and give you a head start in life. So, they kind of understand that, you know, and my wife missed stuff too because she, you know, she's she's an agent and, she, you know, we're investors and she's an agent. So she's finding properties for other people as well as finding our own properties. So, you know, she'll miss stuff as well as she's grinding. So we're just grinding. But our older kids do understand that you have to, you have to, this isn't, you know, like what we have and we have a beautiful house and the private school and shit and they get all the damn Jordans and all. But like this yeah. isn't, this isn't just, it don't you know, just this isn't easy. Yeah. And our, we really explained to our kids that this isn't easy. But there's a to, to answer your initial question, make sure you have a good-ass woman. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of sacrifice that you have to, to make. You're going to miss a lot of stuff. You're going to have to run around. But it's all worth it if you really think about it. It's all, it's all worth that grind mm-hmm. of what we're doing. Because, like, people be like, people always say, like, damn, you know, they laugh at me. Like, damn, bro, you got ten jobs. Like yeah, for it's not a mistake. Yeah, I could have said no to these jobs. Yeah, but I don't want to because I want to try everything. I want to make big moves. I want to set my family up for different than what I had, and I want them to have Mm. something different than what we had. Like our three kids are going to be better off than us if we work hard enough. And to even get deeper with that, that's what. The others, the, 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 you know, talking about black, brown and black people, that's what we need to do for our children is that Absolutely. a lot of people, a lot of, you know, uh, other, you know, the, the white folks and uh, you even look, bro, talking yeah. about New York, yeah. 
You look at Chinatown. You look at Little Italy. You look at you know the 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 Jewish people. You uh-huh. look at them people like they 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 stay in their community, they set their kids up, and they really like they are going into the world yeah. with with leverage over yeah. our children. They unionize. They they bring it together. They bring it together. They keep yeah. their dollar in their community and all that stuff. That's and so it's true. where we don't even you know we don't have that dollar to keep in our community. So now let's continue to grow. Let's can you know as as black folks we four or five hundred years behind. Mm-hmm. It was nineteen sixty three when Jim Crow was you Jeez. know Jim Crow was nineteen sixty. My daddy, my daddy was not too alive. Long ago. It's not yeah. that long ago. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So that's the thing where you know we, we're we're fighting from behind, but it takes that grind, and nobody's giving you anything. And that's the thing that, like, I think the sacrifice that our kids are going to see, and that that we see that what we're doing is going is bigger than. Bigger than us, it's bigger than yeah. what we what we think it is, yep. and and uh, and I know my two older children understand it, and uh, and just to really to really know that, and to have a good woman because, yeah, man, half this not even half I would say all is like, football would have happened without football did happen without my wife, but everything after. Would have never happened if I didn't have a good if I didn't have Asia with me. I would have I don't know where I'd have been. Man, I'd have been living in Atlanta somewhere, sitting up in a, a two one apartment in the hood, broke right now. If I if I ain't find a good woman, yeah, that, and wow. that that's beautiful that you said it because a lot of people don't understand the importance of um what it's like to have a good woman on your side, mm-hmm. a good a good support system. That that all all of this is important, all of it. You know, like just as just as important it is as as it is to have the the father raise the son and the daughter to have that type of mentality to be, you know what I mean, like to to speak their mind. And I, I'm afraid of it sometimes. I get nervous, you know, again I'm just I'm I'm thirty eight years old, thirty six when I have my or thirty six or thirty seven when I have my son. And the fuck do I know? I got 10 nieces and nephews, but what the fuck do I really know? So I get nervous. I'm like, damn, like, as this is progressing, the career is progressing, am I going to miss moments? Am I going to be, am I going to be, the, you know, daddy wasn't there? That shit's terrifying. So I love hearing it from an individual like yourself that has to experience it in real time, what it's like to not be there for the basketball game, to not be there for that moment. It, it's Shit's terrifying right now. Like it, it is. Like me and my girl get into a fight, and she's like, oh, "I'm staying at my dad's for the night or two nights." And I'm sitting there like, "I can't see my son for two nights or for a night or for eight hours." What happens? I can't imagine what it's like to be able to be doing what you're doing because the life is demanding for you right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, come on, other people could breeze past it. I'm not going to breeze past it. You're in New York, New Jersey, L.A., fly back. You do a two-hour two interview and fly the fuck back? Yeah. Fuck no. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that, that's exhausting. Yeah. It, it's, it takes, it's to, to some people, they're like, he's got it made. Yeah. But when you really have to go through that, it's a nightmare. It's tough. The time away is is painful. The time, like, to be able to be able to sit there, sit up, have a have a two hour interview with somebody, 
or whatever it is, and to be able to have a conversation with them, and knowing that in the back of your head, you're like, damn, I'm missing something. I'm missing this moment, this beautiful moment that I could have with my children and my family, and clock out, clock in. It's wild. People don't understand the effort that it takes. So, like, I'm, listen, Kato and I always, we sit here and we're like, we have these conversations with dope individuals. Mm-hmm. And we learn. Yeah. And and I'm, I'm grateful, and I'm, I'm sure he is, that we get the opportunity to sit here and talk to you and, and learn from your experiences because it makes me a better man to be able to have a sit, sit down and conversation with you today and knowing that what you went through and be able to take that into my life as well. Man, it's, it's, we, we all saw, and I don't know y'all's upbringing. I don't know what y'all come from, but we all, we all. Dealing on rice with hot peppers in the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's some some abusive shit. (laughs) You heard, mom, you heard. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, mama, yeah, you can't do that shit to nobody no more. That's crazy. But just knowing, knowing that we can change the generational, I won't say curse, but just being blessed enough to change that generational curse, being able to put our kids in a, in a situation where we're dead and gone, we damn ashes and motherfucking bugs are crawling through our eyes down in some damn grave. Like, the Crowder name is going to mean something in South Florida, and hopefully before this is, this is done, the Crowder name will mean something around the world. Where you talk about podcasts, and they're gonna, you know, people be like, "Yeah, man, the pivot was this." You talk about, you know, linebackers. Even now, people come up to me and they're like, "Yeah, man, you want you 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 know, my my when you intercepted Tom Brady, that was the first, that was the last game me and my grandfather ever went to together, uh, and stuff like yeah. that. Like it's That's like dope. like I'm I'm a part of people's lives. Like I'm I'm a part of their mm. their lineage." And that's the thing that I love is that, like, there's a thousand millions of last names. There's millions of my real name's Randolph, which is my, my government name. Yeah. But there's, you know, there's not, you know, Channing is like a very unique name. My son named Channing. So even my son, like, he'll go get on a new football team, baseball team, basketball team, soccer and all. And he'll say, he'll be like, hey, you know, the new kid, Channing Crowder. And they'll look at him huh? like, who's your dad? And he's like. Shannon Crowder, and he's like, "Yeah, Daddy, my coach knows you." Yeah, and stuff like that. So, Yo, Daddy, not my daddy out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and like that stuff is what really like, like I, I that that's when that's like the sit back moments when me and my wife travel and you know we're sitting you know different places. You know, she drags me all kind of goddamn places, Egypt and Barcelona and things, and we're just sitting there together like on a beach somewhere. And that's the stuff I think about. It's not. It's not about the money. It's not about Ooh. fame. It's like I've made seven letters Crowder. I've made that mean something mm-hmm. to millions of people. Is it, is it by media? Is it by sports? Is it by Gators, Dolphins, whatever it is? Oh, like, you, yeah. if you hear Crowder, you're it clicks to that's people so in their mind. It's like Channing Crowder. Yep. <laughs> and then from that, where even like I'm saying, in 50 years from now, with our investment properties, and my son is you know owns four or five houses, and he comes up and he's like, "Hey, how you doing? I'm Mr. Crowder," and that could be the grandkid of a grandkid of a grandkid of a Dolphin fan, 
He'd be like, oh, there used to be a linebacker to play for the Dolphins. And he'd be like, that's, you know, that's my granddad. And then he pulls out his 38. And lays it on his knee. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing that, like, motivates me more. And everybody wants to be rich. Shit, I play the Powerball and the fucking Mega Million two times a week because I'm trying to hit that bitch for a billion. Like, everybody, like, yeah. Yeah, like, motherfucker talk about my money is the root of all evil. No, I want some fucking more money. Yeah. What's better than, I think it's another JV verse. Jay Z verse. What's better than one billion, two billion? Two. Like, goddamn, let's get. Let's they get the say money. money doesn't buy happiness, but if money buys that. you the moment that leads you to happiness, what fucking happiness? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, money does buy you. you I be happy. arguing with people all the time about yeah. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. a person said that. Just don't let no money, money. Don't let money create you. Yeah, bitch. Well, we live under the bridge for about two weeks. <laughs> See, yeah. 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 See if you need money. Eat, goddamn it. Yeah, yeah. You, you be thin as fuck without money. <laughs> you said Start. you're going. You going where for? You going to Jamaica soon? Right? Something. Yeah. Well, we. Well, my my. Yeah, we go to Jamaica a lot. My wife's. Uh, Best friend is Jamaican, so we go down there a lot. And you're going there soon, you said, right? Earlier on in the interview, you said you're going somewhere? You're going somewhere um, dope. I don't know where my wife... S- somewhere you're going dope soon, right? We're going somewhere? <laughs> oh, we're uh, going Atlanta. to Atlanta for Atlanta's, New Year's. Atlanta's not that cool. Stop it. It's cool, but it's not that cool. I've been to Atlanta. I, I went to Atlanta. I went to Atlanta to watch uh, Murder Mook and Big K battle. And I was there front row with Murder Mook. And that, whew, that shit was dope. But that's, that's when I went to Atlanta, so... What I'm saying is, uh, ultimately, obviously, Atlanta isn't as dope as no, you know, no. Jamaica. You know, Jama- I mean? No, Jamaica <laughs> off the channel. Yeah, like but but yeah. when you go out to these vacations, it's brought to you by those green dollar bills. You know what I'm saying? I love. Yeah. And money. You know what I mean? Bit so, of yeah. Money does buy happiness because if it it buys the moment. You know what I mean? When, you, when you're out there in a different country experiencing something new, and, and there's, there's, there's people that look at money and they hold it a little too close. I get that. Mm-hmm. But there's also people that understand that simple. Like, t- in order for me to to buy you this engagement ring and to to have this dope ass wedding, it took a couple dollar bills to do that. So it does take a little bit of money in order for me to buy you your favorite food. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cost a little bit of money. You buy you your favorite dress or whatever the fuck you wanted. Like, it we takes got- a little bit. In order for in, in order for the dancer project to bring you Channing Crowder. <laughs> All right, to, to sit here and have these dope motherfucking interviews that we have, dope-ass moments, memorable moments, not only for me, for Cato, for the for the team, for my right. son. Come on now. My, like, my son's got some dope-ass fucking stories. Cato, get on it. Yep. Have a son soon. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you know like think you about know how to make a baby? I know how. <laughs> you want to um, really know? Get a water bag. Get a water bag. I've helped out a number of people how to really, how to make a baby. Talk to me. Look at my wife. She, she yeah, knows. I turned around and look at her first. She knows the story. Yeah. Listen, it's the second round. Okay. The second round makes babies. Okay. The first round that- is a bunch of dog slobber. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh shit! Do you understand what I'm yes. saying? That, that first, that first, that first. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Bunch of fucking dog slobber. But that's prostate juice, prostate, uh-huh. and then goddamn Cowper's gland. Like the, I'm the build up. It, it's terrible because I'm too. I'm very intelligent and I know the, the male anatomy. Uh-huh. Okay, it's a bunch of dog slobber in that first, that first nut. I never heard nobody call it that. But God you know, damn I'm, it. I'm with you. Oh, that second, that second round, 
pure genetics. Is a pure bullet <laughs> of white baby maker. You know that's there, he's tripping me out. You know there's truth to that. Wait, no, 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 it's not truth to that. It's <laughs> the <it>. truth. <laughs> I have a buddy that him and his wife were struggling to make a baby, and I gave him this advice. I said, bro, you got to go two rounds. Mm. That first round, all you throwing is dog slobber. You got to go round two and give that. I'm tripping out right now. Pah, that little pie. Yeah. I feel yeah. like both of them. What? No, that second nah. one is less dog slobber. But you no, no, what? but I feel like that both was for of that round two. You got two babies off round look, two. He, look, he doing math like you got no, two babies off round yeah. two. <laughs> look, that's tripping me the fuck out. <laughs> you got to remember too, though. That first line is defeated. I'm really tripping there, out right there's, now. There's though. defense. No, he, the female body defends, and not all the sperm makes it to the egg, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you send in that first. So my wave. second group of soldiers shot the, <laughs> the fucking dog shot the. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, so. Round two was the real infantry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Felt like West Side Gun. Boom, 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 boom. Do you remember? Y'all seen 300? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They sent all them big motherfuckers and um, Xerxes to the yeah, front yeah. door. And that little, that, little, that little hunchback motherfucker snuck around back to yeah. the goat path. Y'all got to send Y'all gotta send yeah. something to the goat path. Yeah. I already... I, I mean, I got... I got... I got, <laughs> I got two soldiers. Well, now you fucked his head up. You know what I mean? Bro, no, I guarantee... You my head up because... It's round it's two. How it happens, round man. two makes babies, and I'm round 38. Two right? makes so babies. Like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a uh, old dad, I guess. You know, what I mean, I'm not. Yeah, so your most, swim, you know, your, your swimmers ain't they ain't kicking, did, kicking. Yeah, no, but I, 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 I gave up hope. I, I thought, uh, like, I used to screen or I used to uh, Photoshop myself as Blink Man. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you, you know, you know who Blank Man is. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, Damon Wayans, I okay, believe. There you go. I used to Photoshop myself as him, <laughs> like dream. because people be like, "Why don't you got a kid yet?" And I send him that fucking blank me. Then you started going you know around too. Nah, then I had a kid, and I'm like, "Which kid is this?" God damn it! I don't even. I don't even. My, I'm, I'm blank, man. What the fuck you talking about? What the fuck you talking about? You're pregnant. Bro. First time she told me she was pregnant, I'll never forget. Uh. We she invited me over to her her family's house, her mom's house, and um, she had like a box, and and her dad told me because they all speak just Spanish, right? Like just Spanish. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm from Buffalo, New York, so I'm coming out here. She speaks English. Her whole family speaks just Spanish, and I walk in the house. Her dad's like, uh, "Happy birthday," and I'm like, "He doesn't speak English, so he thinks like whatever he's saying is." Makes sense. It's not my birthday. <laughs> oh, little did you know. What I mean? yeah. So he keeps he, he says it again. So now I'm looking at him like, what's the joke? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like huh. 20 people here. What's the fucking joke? I don't like it. I don't I don't like Tell surprises. Me what's going so I don't, on. I'm looking at him like, all right, bro. Happy birthday. You mean happy birthday? Now I'm like mad. Like the whole time I'm mad. So I, she's like, oh, open the box. I got a surprise for you. So I open the box, but I'm pissed. So, so I'm like, and it's on video too. I open the box. Test. And I read it and I'm like, huh. And I thought about it because it hit me. I'll tell you it's on video. And it says, uh, like something, this is for you, daddy. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. 
yo, you can see my face immediately. I'm like, what? Who? Me? Uh, me? Uh, <laughs> I'm blank, man. Oh, you know what I mean? I'm looking at the predators. That's like, oh, in front of, oh, shit. Like, this is happening right now. In. It's really like, oh, my God, I got to take all the blank man memes back. But guess what? I think they were all second rounders. Hello. Yeah, that, you know what I mean? I'm you telling you. Broke I'm, the code. Bro, yeah, it's the I'm key telling life. you, it's the how to make a baby. It's round two, and a lot of dudes can't do it, can't crank back up. That's a Y'all good motherfucker going to be lazy and go to bed. Right. A lot of people can't. How bad do you right. want it? Yeah. They can't get that lawnmower yeah. ready, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen, crazy. man, you got to go get you, go eat you some kiwi, get you a banana, some seltzer water, crank back up. Yeah. Look at that. Get you a seaweed snack. Listen. See? You see what happened? Listen, we, we, the team hit me, and they're like, you got to get a seaweeds uh-huh. snack for uh, Channing Crowder. Get your little it's his birthday. He's get trying to make look. sure that he's getting thin for his birthday. And I'm like, Fred, I, 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 like always busy PR. Shout out to always busy PR. Always busy, you know what I mean, doing their thing. And I'm like, Fred, I don't think they got seaweed snacks here. I look through every aisle. Now, the interview's about to, like, start damn near. He's like, no, nah, they got to have it. This is how much I fuck with Fred. You know what I mean? He's like, what you mean they don't got it? It's Publix. And I'm like, I'm telling you they don't got it. So now I'm, like, hunting people down at the store. The guy's like, it's in the chip aisle. So I'm looking up and down the chip aisle. I'm like, I don't see it in the chip aisle. Publix got an ethnic So aisle. then, yeah, yeah. So, that's where it is. Yes, that's where it is. So the, so the dude grabs me. He's like, I think it's in the Asian aisle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's in the Asian aisle? Seaweed, my boy. It doesn't say whatever the fuck it says in Asian. <laughs> <laughs> seaweed yeah. snacks. You know what I mean? It doesn't say young ho cool. And uh <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. And so like he's like, he says it, so I go to the he, he dude walks me to it, right? And the, the dude that told me to go to the chips out also walks over there. He's like, I want to see this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and the first thing to do when we walk to the aisle and he's like, for whatever reason, it was the biggest joke. He, I'm, I'm with my nephew and he's like, I didn't know they had Asian Doritos. <laughs> and there's oh a Dorito. There's, there's literally Doritos. But it doesn't say Doritos. <laughs> but they're Doritos. You could tell they're Doritos. But it said some Asian shit on there. And Triangle. I was like, damn. And those are really like, and he was like, there's the seaweed. And yep. I'm like, oh, shit, we found yep. the seaweed. And so like, so, so we started the interview a little bit late just because of these motherfuckers. To get the and he, he only opened one of them, I think. That's part of the concoction. All How the time know? it took, let's eat some goddamn seaweed snacks. I'm oh, them going home with me. Yeah, I'm going to eat one. They're, they're get good. you a seaweed snack. I'm telling you, man, good, y'all got to crank up. You about y'all, about have, man, about to you got to take care of your body. I'm about to have what? Another one. Take care of your body. Your body Another take kid? Care of you. Start, start start eating seaweed. Add it to your diet. You don't have a third. That's just scared me. I'm about to have another kid because of seaweed. That'll yeah. crank you up. You're going to do something tonight. She's Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's. <laughs> oh, you already got a baby in there. You can't do yeah, it might just. More. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm okay. It might pop out right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. My last. This tastes like sushi. Well, that's what they wrap it in. They wrap it in seaweed. That's another thing, man. You got to y'all take care of your bodies. Yep. Eating that bullshit. You ain't going to make no babies eating no McDonald's every day. That's true, too. Telling you, man. Eating all that fast food ain't making no babies. <laughs> that shit good, ain't it? Why was that shit so loud? 
It's yeah, seaweed. I really like yellow seaweed. It does taste like sushi, it, but it's I actually don't. a really popular snack. Seaweed, seaweed, like it tastes this. like it tastes like I'm eating sushi right now. I'm not gonna go that far to say it's good. <laughs> it's delicious. If you want to have a baby, <laughs> you gonna do whatever the fuck you gotta do. Pizza is delicious. Man, that's that's your sound bite right probably. there. It's delicious. It's delicious. That seaweed's so good. Yeah. Make so, I don't want to keep you here all night. I know you got things to do, man. I, you already shared it with us. You're kind of a busy person. So on this show, we'd like to ask our guests a very special question. And it's it's a good question because it's not so simple and there's no real wrong answer, at least in my opinion. Mm. And the way we like to preface it is life is long, right? You know, you mentioned that you're, you come up at the gate, starting over here, coming up to here, coming up to there, always having the second leg all the way into the broadcasting. And the whole thing is, from one to ten, right? Usually, people ask you, "How do you gauge yourself from one to ten? But life is long. Life is a lot longer than that. Mm-hmm. So, on a scale from one to a hundred, where do you, where would you place yourself on a scale from one to a hundred in the grand scheme of life? Where would you feel like you're at right now? What's your number? That's a. You know what? I get asked a lot of questions. I've never been asked that. So I'll tell you that's a good question. Shout out my man. Um <laughs> my first response would be a hundred because I never thought I'd be where I am. I never thought I'd get requests to come on y'all's show. Never thought I'd be on national TV. Never thought I'd be, you know, playing NFL, lead the Dolphin in tackles for years. Like I never thought that, so it's a hundred and it's zero at the same time because I don't know what the future has is holding either. Yeah, yeah. So I never thought I'd be here. Yeah. So I think I've overachieved, but like we talked about earlier, like what what's in the future, whatever comes up, and whatever comes up, like <laughs> it's funny. I like I tell my wife stuff like this all the time. Like we'll be talking. Even the comedy stuff I got coming up, and everybody, everybody asked me. They asked me recently once we released like the promo over the comedy. So my homeboy started calling me like, "Bro, you about to go? You about to stand up in front of a thousand people and talk? Are you nervous?" I'm like, "Nah, let's go up there and bullshit. Like, it's gonna work out. Yep. Like, it's good. Like that energy. That it's just good. So like, the, there there's no fear of failure." And when there's no fear of failure, I really believe that anything that is a, that approaches me or any opportunity that I have put in front of me, like, I honestly believe you throw that bitch over the plate, I'm about to knock that bitch out of the park. Come on. So I've done it so many times at different avenues that I give myself an 80. Mm. Okay. I'll give myself an 80. Because I know that there's so much more to do that this next 20 is about to be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and I, I I know it sounds cocky, and that's why I kind of yeah. thought about it a lot. Like, when you asked, I thought about it, like, it still sounds so cocky. But, <laughs> like, the seasoning that's coming out is going to go crazy. The comedy is going to go crazy. Um, crazy. I know, like... The what what inside the NFL is doing now? Like I know other opportunities are gonna come from it, and yeah, like come on, it's kind of you know what I'm saying. It's kind of <laughs> like shit. It is what it is, yeah. you know. So I say I say 
I say I've done so much so far, and I I say it a lot. And when I when I tell my story, when I start telling stories, I told some stories today. But when I really start telling my stories, telling my stories, and going and just bullshitting with my homeboys, like at some point, people are like, man, you don't you don't live ten lives. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. you I don't I've done so much with forty years. I'll be forty in four days. Come on. So I've done so much in 40 years, and I've got 50 left. <laughs> like, what the fuck's going to happen for this next 50? That's wild to think about. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you think about what you've done to this point, and really for the first, what, 16, 18, whatever it is, you ain't really did shit. So, honestly, like, I've really had 20, 20 years of some change to live, and I'm known internationally. So now i got 50 more. Like, that shit's going to be stupid. Yep. Of what's th- what's gonna grow from there if I keep this same grind and I keep the same drive and I keep the same circle and I keep you know like like my wife is so focused as well so like she pushes me so hard so whenever I want to bullshit she'll be like nope come on we gotta Get go back in there. yeah my team my you know Johnny Williams Alex Alexis um um just White Cloud Media. Uh, the Victor DeMesman. It's like all these people around me that's like, no, they see it and it's proven. And they're like, no, you got to do this. You got to do this. Yeah. Try this. Try this. Try yeah. this. And I never say no. So the first 40, I'm going to give myself 100. And I know for this next 40, shit, you might have to move the scale to 200. Because <laughs> it's just, it's so, it's so much out there to so do. So much life to live. It's so man. much life. It's so much success that can be achieved. And that's the thing a lot of people don't see. Like, they, they put themselves in this box of what you can do. What I can do as a, mother, a college dropout, a single family home, a single, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. a single mother in Atlanta, you know, struggling, going to Florida, dropping out of college. Like, I, I, yeah. like what I've done so far, like, what the hell can I do Stop, now yeah. that I have this head start? So that's the that's the crazy thing, but that's the thing I try to motivate a lot of kids with a lot of people I talk to. Like people wanna people wanna limit themselves. Can can you do can you do national TV? Yeah. Yeah. How do you know? I don't know, but shit, cut the camera on. Mm. You know, like that's what yeah. a lot of people a lot of people don't do. Like they, they don't just do don't that. they don't but it's almost like a confidence ego, you know, thing. Like, just try. Just try. Take chances. See what happens. Failure is growth. You know what I'm saying? Like, failure is growth. You said it earlier when you said failures are lessons. It's lessons. Like, I I, I haven't achieved everything, but when I do mess up, when when things don't go the perfect way it's supposed to go, okay. And that's why, honestly, the name of the podcast, The Pivot, came from that. Okay. We headed this way successfully. Shit, we got to pivot. Yeah. Let's pivot. But this way is not the right way. This way is the way you're going. If you pivot and go that way, that's not the right way, but that's the way you're going. So drive, so floor, floor. <laughs> if you're driving in the direction, floor the motherfucking gas. Uh, let's go. You going left, right, up, down. If you're headed there, floor it. Hajuken. Yeah. <laughs> floor it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. Floor, put the go pedal to the metal, whatever direction you're going, and it's not the wrong direction. Might not be the right direction, whatever it is, but you're headed somewhere very fast and very aggressively with a lot of focus and a lot of uh, 
passion. And that's that's yeah. all I do. And have good people around you. Yeah. And yeah. shit. That's what yeah. Without my team, like without my team, that's the that's the one thing. Without a good team, like I would I don't know where I'd be. I'd probably be living <laughs> under a bridge. I, I love that you do that too though, because I, I see you taking a lot of responsibility for the, the the success, but you're also quick to say, "Hey, I'm not doing this alone." Between my team and my wife, the, the, and of course the kids, of course. But those two right there, you bring them up in the same breath. There's no shadow of a doubt that, listen, it's me, but with me yeah. is this little squad, and that's how all of this is possible. What I really like about that question, and, and that's that's one of his questions that he he likes to ask, and usually the way he'll uh, you know, kind of support that question after is he says, I believe you reach your 100 or you find out your 100 multiple times. Mm, I was about to, you, you I'm, good. We've been, you we've been doing this. I heard him, I heard <laughs> his answers and definitely led to what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, you, you can't limit yourself. You're right. You, that, that's how the question came up because it started out as one to 10. Yeah. And then somebody said, whoa, whoa, life is grand. You, I'm going to meet 10 by the time I'm 20, 21, 25, you know, whatever the age is for you. So let's go one to 100. Life is grand. Life is long. So much stuff could happen. You could find yourself many different times. You could try many different careers, many different families. Please don't do that. But you can, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know. So it's, it's always interesting to see. And there is no wrong answer for that. We've had people say 20, 45, 130 we have people go all the way across the scale. Nobody said it the way you said it. You said, shit, I'm going to get to here, and then you're going to have to push that scale, push the post again, because I'm coming again, you know? Yeah. It's, and, it's uh, dope. And I'll say, like, I, you talking about just, just giving people credit. If you, if you, if you, if you got a team that really cares and fucks with you, mm-hmm. they're going to push you harder than you can push yourself. Hello. Especially they, when you don't feel like doing it. They really will because, like, football, like, when I retired football, I'm like, I'm the 1% of 1%. Made, made a bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My wife, even while I was playing, was telling me different things I could do. Was t- She was talking about the media stuff. She was like, people love talking to you. Yeah. People just, and she sees it. Like, I just go and fuck <laughs> off and sit she, at the bar and talk. She's like, people she enjoy you. talking to you, like, you're in, you're an engaging person. Like this can be something. That can be something. And it would it was it's nothing that I wouldn't see my attorney, who gets me different things. And like him and my wife are damn their best friends too. Yeah. My my financial guy. It's just like other people see things in you, and you have to trust them and to believe in them, and really fuck with them the way they fuck with you. Yeah. And like I always say, I'm I'm the front man. <laughs> I'm the face and the front man of a big ass machine. Yeah. So when people see me and everybody, even when people ask me to do stuff or ask me to, as of y'all seen it, like, <laughs> hey man, jump on the pod, cool. Text him, call, call him, yeah. call them, call them, call them, call them, call them, text him, turn, turn, turn. Could you post this for me? Yeah. Um, sure, but do me a favor, send it, get my email. <laughs> yeah, and then we Let's can go through the proper order and we can move and do it. And that's the that's the thing that um that I'm blessed with. Like you said, I keep bringing it up. It's just that, that team and that, uh, hell the, the business side and the, and the kid side though, bro. Yeah. Bro, how you get your good woman. That's that seven letter name. You know what I mean? Get your good to, woman to make, it, to make history, make, it, make Danza yeah. mean something tough more than just letters. Make it mean something. You know what Danza means though? 
Is it? Is uh, it? So, so I'm, I'm gonna say this because you are 83. 1983, yeah. yeah. So you know, right? Like, uh, I, I was still doing music for a while. And I'm also an entrepreneur. So I'm like, I'm, I'm the fucking boss. <laughs> I mean, who's the boss? Me, motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> And who else was the boss? Who's the boss? Tony motherfucker. Tony motherfucker. Who's the boss? I see how you look. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, look, now it's just starting yeah, to click. Yeah, you get it? <laughs> Who's the boss? <laughs> motherfucker. <Yeah>. Me. <laughs> That's who. He liked that yeah. shit. He fucking yeah. that. Now you know what I'm talking about. Tony right? Danza. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the old ass show with yeah. the good dude. Yeah. And Ange. <laughs> You know what I mean? But I didn't need a 38 special to tell me. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but, um. Tony Danza yeah. ain't tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was the boss, though. Yeah, he was yeah, the boss. He was the, the boss. boss. He was the boss. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that Ange was the boss, though. She might have been the boss. Yeah, yeah. 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 All yeah. The, women, the, the women run everything. Yeah. But, um, but that was where it all came from. Really? Yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah, who's the boss? Tony Danza. Yeah. Tony Danza. That's how it started. That's how it, that's how it all began. Yeah. yeah. And then it was the Danza Project. Yeah. You know what I mean? Two entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I mean, we started it. I was, I was living somewhere else from a small-ass room. It was a bedroom that was literally a project. I was like, I was, I was going to build a recording studio out of it. Um, I'm not sure if you're f- familiar. I always shout out my guys from Buffalo, um, Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, West mm-hmm. Side Gun. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be in the studio when they were in the studio young because I used to do music and I learned from the, the same person that started them off, DJ Shea. He's the one that taught me mm-hmm. how to use all the programs and everything. Hey, this is how you record. This is how you make the audio sound good. This is how you get the visuals to look right. This is how you make it. You know what I mean? I learned from him. And uh, rest in peace to uh, DJ Shea. DJ Shea. But um, that's how I learned it all. So, like, becoming, you know, becoming a boss is a journey. It's an incredible journey. And, um, you know, living through all this life that we, we've gone through and learning all the things that I've learned throughout life. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for everything that I've been through. But, yeah, that's, this is all a project. You know what I mean? Like, from the, the, everything that you've been through and everything that you've learned, like, it's, you know, the pivot, it was a project at first. Yeah. You know, and now, you know what I mean? People are all across the, the world are learning what it's like. You know what I mean? Oh, no. And it's never an end either. Even the pivot, the success, of the, the success of the pivot, the success of football, the success of the radio show, the success of, you know, inside. You just keep pushing. Like, you're doing all this. Like, this, the, the comedy. And the seasoning or the next two things up. Like, you have, you, you have all these things going. Why are you doing that? Why not? Why not? You know, why, why, are you do, why not to do it? Yeah. So that's the thing, too, is like, let's just keep pushing. Just keep pushing. Just keep grinding. Just keep trying. Take chances. Do different things. And, and that's what a lot of people do. And, and I would say, honestly, I, I've, I think I got, when I retired, I got complacent knowing that I had, I, you know, I, I was doing, you know, radio. I got, the, you know, the radio show and some different ventures and then got into real estate and it was kind of some, a complacency that got into me. 
And my wife snapped me out of it. Nice. Of like, just keep, keep like, do more. Yeah. Because you can do keep more. Keep saying that over and over you and can over do more. again, man. You can do more. Shout out to you. Even, even being here tonight. Like, if, if you don't know, you know, his wife is sitting right here and by your side. Full support. Like, uh, yeah. what is it, by your side? Like, stay fine? Nationwide. 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 nationwide, nationwide, nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> we all sung that goddamn song, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, nationwide. Nationwide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ain't no goddamn state Damn bar. good marketing, yeah. damn it. Yeah, yeah. man. But I, That's I, dope. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it, uh, complacency is easy to fall into, hard to get out of. Because you can, it, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy. It's easy to, it's easy to put. Why did they create cruise control on a car? Mm. That's a good question. It's easy. Yeah. Convenient. You can take your foot off. You don't have to look down. You don't have to do anything. You can just hold the wheel and stay inside the lines. Mm. But why don't crew, don't be in cruise control? Yeah, nowadays, life. you don't even have to do anything. You just press you the can. button. It just stays there for you. And the wheel drive. They got a yeah. motherfucking <laughs> Tesla. I've seen it in my, in, my, in my old lady's car. You don't even got to touch the fucking wheel. <laughs> yeah. Man, first time I looked over, she was driving and playing on her damn computer, and they got them cars riding the flag. Man, yeah. I was scared to the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. different. But that, yeah, it's, it, that's, it's easy. It's, it, cruise control is easy. Just stay inside the lines. But why? Switch lanes. Get around yeah. people. Try to advance. Yeah, man. I also think it's important to try different stuff, too, because the more stuff you pick up, the more stuff you can – Drop off to your kids and leave to your kids and instill in your kids. You know, learn how to cook, learn how to golf, learn how to, you know, fix this, fix that, drop that. Try different things because that's the stuff that you can instill in your children. It's not just for you too. It's the legacy you want to leave behind. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, so you'll be able to show your kids how to cook like you do on the on the. I see you yeah. on the, on the social media on the media and stuff. You can show them what it is to drop in at the studio or go stop by the stadium or. Come, come see me at the improv and laugh a little bit. Show, show you what this look like, you know? Yep. All this stuff that you're picking up, they're going to see and they're going to have in their in their veins, mm-hmm. really. I think that's the dopest shit. Well, my kids, they know how to drive boats. <laughs> they Four know how wheelers. to cook. My son <laughs> loves to cook, makes his own breakfast, make a hell of an omelet, like just stuff like that to your point. And that boy be fishing. Oh, <laughs> He's yeah. like a real fisher. Oh, I mean? my old fish. Yeah. My boy, everybody got a fish in my family. Yeah, yeah you on that boat. Your ass better get a pole. We got to put some goddamn snap in this boat. I'm convinced you, you, you're a Floridian, man. You are a straight up Florida boy down there. 20 man. years, bro. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's been long. It's been a long one, but. Uh, yeah, I'm seven years into it, I believe. Come on. We're going to get you fishing, too. You know what I mean? Like, nah, we'll call I'm, stacks not, I'm not going up. fishing. My back hurts too much. I'm, I'm going to call stacks anything. up. I'm not doing anything fishing. that like require me to. Again, I'm an aggressive human being. If if the fish is starting to get away, I'm gonna do some shit you that I don't need to be doing. Aggressive. <laughs> yeah, you and I'm, I'm gonna fall easy. off with the fish. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta take it. I got I got a boat. I got a I got a boat big enough where you could relax. <laughs> there you yeah, go. you don't gotta feel. You too can crazy. go inside in the air condition. You know, you got a refrigerator, bed, and all. There you go. Plus, everybody knows a dolphin is just a fake uh, oh, gay man. shark. Uh, but oh, <laughs> stop that, man. We're not going to leave on that note. <laughs> I, I, I never heard that one before. Yeah, but, I you know never heard that one before. Shout out to that's Buffalo, you know what I mean? Say, it's, it's we know what the dogs do, yeah. So I, can't, I can't let you slide just like that, you know what I mean? You know, 
You know how it is. Like, oh no, yeah, yeah. those mafia all day. Yeah, y'all dive through tables. Y'all are y'all are very yeah, intelligent. That sounds like a good idea. Let's break our motherfucking. Yeah, shout man. out, shout out, to, shout out to that's, my bro Danny. That, Danny, that's Danny, gonna listen, help the team win. Listen, Danny. Uh, you know, shout out to my bro. He was like, "You got, you got Channing Crowder coming up there." He's like, "You know, I watch that show all the motherfucking time. I know you had Brandon up there." He's like, you know, Channing, that's my motherfucking boy. <laughs> doing the fishing, he be doing it. He called me up. I, I called him up tonight because he called me up a few times. I called him up tonight. I'm like, yo, I actually tried to video call him right before, but he was like, you know, I'm going to tell you this about him, that about him, this about him. He's like, that's, man, that's yeah. that's my man right there. Like, and you know I, I mean? appreciate that, Danny, yeah. not my man, but I appreciate you, Danny. Real he, talk, he, man. He's, he's the father of my, my two nephews. Um, oh, okay. But, man, he, that motherfucker, like, you're the illest to him. Like, like as far as, like, this whole media shit's concerned, you don't want to hear from nobody else when Channing speaks. And I'm like, ain't no motherfucker, like, more Buffalo than you, my boy. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, hold on. you know what I mean? He, he donned the Dolphins jersey, you know what I mean? He's like, I don't give a fuck about the Bills. I love the Bills, but when it comes to this, he's like, that's my boy right there. He be talking that shit. He's like, I just, I'm just happy you get to listen to him talk that shit. He wanted to, he wanted to be out here for the show tonight. That's that cool, dope, man. man. I mean, you got some crazy, not yeah, not crazy. Yeah. You got some passionate, like, passionate fans. They love you, and 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 mine is football too. Like it's people, right? It's people now, and it blows my mind, bro. It's people now that don't even know I play ball. These uh, little young kids, these motherfuckers come to me and they'll say, "You're the TikTok guy." For <laughs> <laughs> the God, but I heard first three, four times I heard it like I don't say it got to me, but like I was kind of I was messed up by it, like bitch, I, all America, bitch, I was all America, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, huh? These kids, TikTok these guys. kids, not it'll be it's teenage, it's always teenage girls, and I'll be in the airport and they'll run up to me and say, "You're the guy off TikTok." <laughs> And the first three, four times, I was kind of hurt by it. Now, <laughs> shit, 20, 30, 40, 50 times, I'd be That's like, right. you want to pick That's me. Do you follow me? Do you subscribe and like? Go on YouTube, Pivot Podcast. Like, now I try to play into it. I'm playing into that influencer <laughs> yeah. role, whatever it is. But no, man, it's um, crazy. They talk about the, the reinvention and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, something, it's something that is that I didn't know. I didn't know how important it was until it happened. And then mm. now it's 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 transforming into something else where it's not just you're the linebacker, it's you're the TikTok guy, you're the guy mm-hmm. off this, the guy off that, the guy off this, the guy off that. Yeah. And just honestly, different branches of fame, but also different branches of income diversifying, you oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give oh, me that check. Just just to share something with you, we had uh I think it was Vlad that said this, because I asked him a question. I said, um, do you feel like because we're fairly new. We we've had great success early, but we're fairly new. And uh, a lot of people don't know who we are just yet. We got fans out there that just haven't met us yet, right? I like what somebody said recently. Keep keep your uh, thought. Y- your thought. Uh-huh. I like what somebody said recently, though. Stop calling them fans. Call them your supporters. Okay, mm-hmm. you know I like that. So a lot of lot of lot of supporters out there that haven't necessarily met us just yet. They're fan. They're supporters. They just don't know it yet. They don't know us yet. And I was asking them. I was saying like the barrier for entry as far as doing podcasting. I felt like we might have a, a little bit of a hurdle to overcome because we're not bringing my fans from my rap, my supporters from my rap career. I'm not bringing my supporters from my you know, NFL career, NBA career, my fight career, or anything like that. We're just 
two guys with a podcast, you know, and um, I was asking him, I said, do you feel like that's something that's a little bit more difficult for us? And he said, well, not necessarily because there are people out there that had a career in whatever lane, if it was through fashion, acting, sports, whatever it was, they have podcasts and those are still not successful. So even if they have a crowd, you know, presumably you think that crowd will carry over into the podcast. But if the content isn't there, if the quality of the show isn't there, the substance of what y'all are talking and putting out there isn't there, ain't nobody checking for you, you know. So having this pivot, having this second leg, second lane, third, fourth, fifth for you now, the fact that people are still rocking with you shows that it's actually something there. It's not just people who know you for being Channing Crowder, the football player. Yeah. You are an influencer, you are a podcaster and a, a broadcaster and all these things too. You really are those things. So yeah. it's, it's good that you're accepting it with grace now. <laughs> it is. It's funny because I was outside with, with OG, uh, producer, I forget his name. Landon. We got Landon, Landon. and Orlando, yeah. so it's okay. Okay, so Landon know that. So we outside waiting by the door when we, when we rolled up. And he introduced us like I'm a producer. I was like, bro, y'all's y'all's broadcast like y'all's imaging is is immaculate and then he said so he was like well yeah some 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 smart people shit this is the first in 4k and i said i had to go to 749 dcs or some shit he said Let and i was tell like bro done yet and i was like bro i don't know what you're saying but i i watch podcasts and i watch what you know the production of it and as i watched our podcast i was like the production the cameras are top notch, you know, and I know it from ours where it's not just on the person that's talking, but when somebody's saying something, I guess, engaging, you can get the reaction of other people. And that's why I was asking y'all like, yeah, how how are you going to do your edit it and what you're going to do? So I even, I, I understand that side of it. And that's the thing I tell people. People come to me all the time, bro, and say, oh, me and my cousin going to start a podcast. I say, well, congratulations, motherfucker. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know how it goes. What, what, what can you give me? I said, be consistent and put out good content. That's all you can do. Hmm. Be consistent and put out good content. Everybody wants to go viral. Everybody. And you even know, like, the, um, the algorithm and all. Yeah. Algorithm, not off one viral moment. It's off consistent. Consistent uh, tokens in the stuff. machine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep. It, it's the whole thing where, oh, I, I can, we'll go viral. And you go viral once in two years, you're not getting up in the algorithm. You're not working like the YouTube and all this stuff. Like, it's a, it's bigger than that. Yeah. But if you can consistent, be consistent, and everybody knows that this is dropping on this day every single week for years. <laughs> It's like we used to do with Martin, and we used to do with the Cosby Show. Martin. We used to do. Remember, you had to be home Wednesday at nine. Yeah. It wasn't no damn streaming. It wasn't that. like you had to be home Wednesday at nine to Catch watch it. this. You had to be home six o'clock to watch that. And that's what the that's that's the the everybody wants to cheat code the podcaster. That's the cheat code. Just consistent. Make good content, good content and be consistent as hell. We haven't missed a Tuesday or Friday in two years. Wow, bravo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's hard as fuck. It's moving like y'all move. That's right, we yeah. haven't missed a Tuesday or Friday. And two, like, so that's what people know. They know Tuesday and they know Friday. You are gonna get something from us. <laughs> and if it's Saturday, you jump up. Sunday, you jump up. Damn, the pivot and put something out on Friday. Let me go look. Let me go check for. Let it. Let me go I check for. Uh, it. Let me go see. And yeah. that's its consistency. First, to your point, it's good content. 
Okay. Like, don't sit up here and, yeah, ask a bitch shit. <laughs> Who's the top four receivers of all time? Shit like that. Nobody wants to hear that goofy shit. <laughs> I make that good content. That only go one or two episodes. It, it only and goes so far. Wild, bro. Make good content, but you got to be consistent. And that's what a lot of people struggle you with. You somehow have to convince Brittany Renner to twerk on Charleston White. We don't. I don't think we have to do that. I think it's already. No, no, no. That I'm saying already. That I'm saying is it's the unorthodox moment. That was wild. Oh man, trust me. We got the after hours footage. Okay, that was a little different. That was. It was a wild time. But what I'm saying is like you know what I mean. You got to get it. Is have something. You got to have it pop up. Have something. Have something going on. But so that that real moments that. Is wild. That real moment's wild. Yeah. But then you got to follow it up with good. So now you're like, oh, yes. I'm going to fool with these dudes. Damn, yeah. they, they, oh, man, they got this. Now you got to hit them, hit them, yeah. hit them, hit them, hit them, hit them, hit them, hit them, hit them with good stuff, even That's if it's positive. Like, even if it, you know, like, well, we won't have a big, a big name, but the message is stupid. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's, who is this guy? You know, one of the best episodes we have was, um, damn, I forget his name. Big dude in the mental health, he has all this stuff, and he was spitting facts. And Mike, he came. Uh, Roly, Mike Sartain or Roly? Well, no. Sartain was talking about it, but it was a um, linebacker. I forget. For you, you're saying, right? Yeah, for our, for yeah. the Oh, okay, okay. And it was like, right, it was, I think we did it the same day as Jamarcus Russell or something. And we were like, yeah, so Jamarcus Russell was going to be big anyway because people don't hop up. Don't, don't really hear from him too yeah, much. So we knew that. And we were like, now, so then we did the other show, and we were like, man, shit, that, that's some real stuff. <laughs> yeah. So then people listen to Jamarcus, and they come back a week later like, oh, they, who they got again? And then they start yeah, listening yeah. to this dude, and they're like, damn. Yeah, Jamarcus had he, people leaning. Had people leaning. But then the, <laughs> then the, the less known name did, did just, just the numbers that Jamarcus did. Wow. Because you hit them, you hit them with something that they didn't expect yeah. after – you hit him with the name, so you do names, but it's funny. Like um, people always talk about the big names. Uh, what's this night show and Jimmy Kimmel and all them? Yeah, mm-hmm. Jimmy, uh, they they Fallon, Fallon and Kimmel, Kimmel and uh, they never run out of guests, do they? Never, <laughs> never. Got the whole. What's the old the old the old motherfucker? Uh, Letterman. Letterman, Letterman and them. They yeah. never ran out of guests. True. It's just different guests. It's just different people. It's just different angles. Uh, Tamron Hall. I was watching her this this morning in Boston. I didn't know who was on there, but the story was amazing. Yeah. You don't run out of guests. You don't run out of humans. You don't run out of stories. You just have you have to ask the right questions. You have to paint it right. Ask the right questions. And I think that's something that we got um, that we value at least. You know what I mean? Like I got I got the money. To be able to to afford whatever interview we want to get, and we got some dope interviews on the way, and we got a dope interview tonight. A nice little catalog um, too. And like some some of the people are like, "No, you gonna pay me this?" You know what I mean? Like, uh, and then you see the interviews pop out. Like, I mean, last month we were supposed to interview uh, Jada Pinkett Smith when it was going on, mm-hmm. but I'm like, you had four interviews, sweetheart. Like more than that before. Like, I'm not paying that fee. Yeah. Because they already heard that story. If I'm going to pay that fee, like, I got to somehow justify why I'm not going to give that to my son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. But but it was a great story. Congratulations. Everybody already heard it already. I don't want to fucking pay the, you know, the fee. The reruns. Five. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's cool. Yeah. Thank you. I don't want episode five. I want episode one. Yeah. But, but, but shit. Nonetheless, I appreciate you even taking our phone call. You know what I mean? Shit like that. It, it's tough. 
I tell I tell Kato all the time, especially more recently, I'm like, you know what's dope is how we saw Gary V pop up on our feeds every single day is almost how people are starting to look at us. We don't even notice it yet. Mm. You know, what the fuck do they know the difference of, of if we're rich or not? You know what I mean? They just say he's driving around the bands, he's got his own podcast, he owns his own business. To other people, he's rich. Mm. Other like they don't they don't see the struggle, they don't see the hard work. They don't they they think a million dollars, he's rich. They don't know that a million dollars could go that quick. You know what I mean? They don't they don't know what the real effort is like. So you're talking about all this stuff that you're going through, and the way that I want to close this interview out is he asked you what's zero to a hundred, you're at an eighty. Mm-hmm. So what does a hundred look like? That's kind of I don't <laughs> I don't know because I don't know what's in the future. It's so it's so much more that's gonna come from everything that's going on now. Like I said, with the seasoning line, I I fully believe that a restaurant will come or something in the food industry is gonna come from that. With the with the media I'm doing now, there's gonna be more media to come from that. I don't know what it's gonna be. You even seen like Michael Strahan transition from sports into uh, what this motherfucker doing now? Good Morning America. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I. By the way, shout out to Nate Burleson. He will be with us live tomorrow. Nate is a great dude. Yeah. Love Nate to death. It's gonna be a good one. Nate's a Nate's a very smart, very motivated. Like we probably have a lot of the same messages because Nate Nate's a good good guy. But it's just that like I don't I can't if I tell you what's the finish line, then I think I'm almost handicapping myself. Mm. You know? I like that. I like his question. It's different than we've gotten. It's just I don't know what's to come, so I can't say when I get there that's 100 because I think there's there's so much more in the works from what I'm doing and what I can do and what I don't even know <laughs> I can do. So that's why I, that's I, I it, that's it almost real. sounds like I'm dancing around the question, but, nah, but it's no, there's so much I, I never thought a seasoning line, I never thought a comedy show was in the works, <laughs> I never thought inside the NFL like, bro, inside the NFL, that's crazy, like, <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, to be yeah. on inside the NFL, it's like, dude, I never thought somebody would look at <laughs> me and wild. be like, hey, bring your country ass college dropout ass <laughs> yeah. on inside the NFL, you know what I'm saying, like, so, so that next inside the NFL, I don't know what that is. And when they when when they throw that goddamn watermelon over that plate, I'm gonna hit it out the park. I'm he a, said I'm it earlier. Uh, the two most important days he was mentioning what I was talking about. Uh, Mark Twain said the two most important days of your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. I think that's mm. the dopest quote to me. I just want to twist it up all the time because I think you find out why at least seven times. Yeah. Because you start with why. One of my favorite um, authors is Simon Sinek. And it's, it's called Start With Why. You find out your why several different times in your life. So you answered the question perfectly. Because uh, it might be your why today. I'm living for my kids. I'm living for my family. But that might not be the same why 10 years from now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they might be set. Now you're like, okay, well now, uh, not only that, I got... 30 years of our generation set up. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm working on that. So your why changes here and there. So, look, first of all, man, thank you. 
Yeah. Thank you for coming up here tonight. Man, I appreciate it. Super dope interview, <laughs> and and this is everything we ever want. You know, what I mean, I'm 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 grateful for it, and and you know, we, again, we had uh, Brandon Marshall up here, so it was that little bit of like, oh, how is this interview gonna go? Because we already did this and stuff, and um, it, it's dope to hear your uh, side of it, and to know that uh, you and I, uh, Cato, can navigate it, th- navigate through it, and and hear the your truth, and and for people to understand it as well, because there's a lot of people that that pick sides. It's not about picking sides. It's about just understanding there's a there's this full story going on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and everybody has their own real life and their own scenarios and what you're looking after and what they're looking after. And that's what's most important. So shout out to the family, your wife, yeah. your kids and everything you're doing. Machine. I wish you the, the the most success in your future. And I know you're going places that I can't even imagine right now. You know what I mean? Um but man, thank you. Man, no, I appreciate y'all, bro. Real talk, man. I appreciate y'all having me on. And, uh, yeah, man. And I never thought, never thought I'm sitting in that damn jail cell, staying at that crackhead, taking shit. Yeah, 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 there you go. And now I'm doing what I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? So whatever, just really whatever anybody's going through, whatever the, the lowest point is, Bro, it's always something else. Keep going. It's always something else. And that's the thing. I, I, I like to just preach that to people where I'm not supposed to be here. I go to JA and Boys and Girls Club and all this stuff, and I was a Boys and Girls Club kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, am, I am the kid that y'all are <laughs> giving, you know, old shoes to yeah. 30 years later. Yep. So, to be honest, that's exactly what it is, Sorry, man. But I appreciate was, what y'all do uh, and appreciate yeah. the – because the, y'all, y'all are trying to get the message out. And that's what I love yeah, about, man. you know, watching and after y'all reached out, you know, catching up on y'all's catalog, y'all are really trying to get the message out. So I appreciate y'all. I, we appreciate you. Great interview, man. Thank I, you, bro. I appreciate you. Again, <laughs> wish you the most success. And, uh, you know, anytime you're in jail, just don't look at him in the eyes. <laughs> no, no more jail. Don't look at him in the eyes. No more hot Hennessy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all, all that. And we oh, I ain't getting get locked up no more. I ain't getting locked up no more, hopefully. I'm going to really come see you. Uh, improv is when? Miami. Uh, December. F- look at that. 14th. I I she's ready to go to sleep. On, she's I like. Yeah, she tired. Yeah, she well, just, she's on point, December, too. She's like, at any point. December 14th. You know what I mean? You want to dictate the uh, conversation. Miami Improv. Just say no. Is the first one we're going to do. <laughs> Daniel Improv in January. But December 14th is Miami Improv. It's on, it's on the website. Fire, we're there. Yeah, it's on the website. It's gonna be uh yeah, some stories, some I'm about yeah, to eat some, some more of this seaweed. But this is. Some seaweed, it tastes kinda man. good though. Oh, it's good. It's fine. It does bro. taste good. It's, it's good, Shot man. It's good. You know what I mean? December it, December fourteenth, Miami Improv Miami special Improv. event, eight PM in Doral, Miami, Channy Crowder, uncensored, baby. Live. Yeah, yeah. If good. you uh if you don't like cuss words, you might not want to be there. <laughs> don't go there. Don't show it's up. a bunch of it's a bunch. <laughs> these, these stories, I gave y'all some stories. These stories are well, we'll be there. <laughs> These stories are different. Where? All right, so then we got to get some VIP tickets, remember. Nah, we in there. These stories are different. We in there. Appreciate right, y'all, right, man. Yeah, All yes. love, baby. All right, Orlando Landon, sign us off. This is episode 152. You don't know the motherfucking episode number, guys. <laughs> All, right. All right, sign us off. Peace. Bow.